TheBigTTSports.com Show. Brought to you by BigTTSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do Mathis, though. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah! Welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. We're back! Day two! The Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thank you, everybody. We're going two in a row here, uh, and we're happy to do it. Great show tonight. Great guests lined up. Uh, Ryan Villapoto, Andrew Short, Ryan Sipes, Josh Hill, all coming on board. And uh, I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Thank you to you guys for listening. Thank you to BTOSports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, and Race Tech. Thank you, everybody. Like I said, my name is Mathis. With me as usual, my buddy, my friend, Kenny Watson. Kato, what's up? Hi, Steve. How are you? Uh, so far, so good. Two shows, two nights. Yeah, nice. crazy. I, I like was it. just thinking that when I was sitting in traffic driving over here, I'm like, dude. What am I doing? Exactly. Well, you said it. I ran it by you. You said you are doing it. Yeah, um, we got to do it. We got to do it. Taking your calls, producing this show, holding everything down, none other than the Pookie Mathis. Pookie, yeah. What, Pookie, what's up? Dude, that's so funny. Hello, hello. What's up? Yeah, uh, nothing. How's it going over there? I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. You you put a lot of pressure on me. Well, that's a that seat there is that man is perfection. Yes, the per- seat of excellence. Personified. Yeah. And tonight he has a Cub Scout leading meeting. <laughs> that's He's perfection. He's a Cub Scout leader. I told him last night. I said, bring the kids by. We'll teach them how to tie a bow knot. <laughs> I yeah. like I like uh, the Cub Scout thing. Adam Carolla says it. If you're a bunch of adults and they say, okay. We need some volunteers for the Cub Scouts. The first three guys that put their hands up are all go to jail because they're molesters. That's they, not true. That's what he said you should do. Because if you're eager to volunteer for Cub Scouts, that's that's wrong. Maybe yeah. you're eager so the molesters don't get to volunteer. No. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, anyways, uh, thanks, everybody, for so listening. So, wait. You're going off of uh, Adam Carolla now? That's, that's what he says goes? I liked goes. it. It was funny. That was a funny thing. That just shows where your head uh, is. iTunes archives are tonight, will be up tonight. Stitcher. You can listen to the show on that. You can uh, get the Pulp Mix app, $1.99. Don't forget the app. Buy it now. Don't forget the app. We got emails. We Put got more money emails. in Mathis's pocket. Yes. Don't forget the app. Yes. Who can use a new pair of shoes? Yes. Buy the app. Yeah, buddy. Um, I'm, I'm going to miss Tits tonight. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to miss the, the, the guy that missed the yeah. Apple shirt. Over I there. think Tits should be docked. F you, dude. You, uh, you said to fire him. <laughs> you said fire him. That was, I was, a, I was a quick... Trigger finger. I don't know if you work that way with your with your employees at Heart. Because he didn't come tonight. Yeah, Watson <laughs> said fire him. So uh, harsh. that was a little harsh. Right. Nobody was, calls out at the Howard Stern show ever. That was a little harsh. I I, I apologize, Tits. I didn't mean it like that. But get your shit back. Get your shit together. Get the Cub Scouts right. But hey, we didn't know we were going to hey, do this. So uh, he he has he had a hall pass. I sh- called in. Sick. Show number one hundred one tonight. Last night one hundred. Great. Who are we going to dedicate Bank. the one hundred one to? David Pingree. David Pingree. The one All right. and only. It's for you, Pingree. Uh, yeah, last night. That Great was Western good. Bank. What'd you think? I, well, to, give me your thoughts on it, Kenny. I mean, it was my idea. Uh, and, that was know, all you as usual. I mean, you know, that's yeah. your seventy percent. My thirty just showing yeah. up and talking no. to those guys. Uh, Did I? Sure. You know what? I really thought. I mean, like we were talking before the show. It is sixteen years ago, and that's, right. And if you're twenty five years old, you were nine years old. 
I know, and that's why and, I think some and people. And I get it. A lot yeah. of people didn't get it, but dude, these are icons of the sport. I mean, these guys are the guys that kind of godfathered the whole deal of a privateer team because there was no such thing as a privateer team before them that really did it and did the the whole, you know, the touch and feel of the of the camaraderie of a team and sponsors yeah. and the same look. Right. You know, besides Pro Circuit. They did that. I think that's the the platform they went after. Yeah. And they did it. And yeah. they're they're the godfather. So I was just like, dude, yeah. and they're all super cool guys <laughs> and they're funny. And I just knew that yeah, I just it, knew that they would be good right It radio. was it was it was your idea to bring them in. And you know what? It I wasn't sure what was who was gonna show, who wasn't gonna show. Well, you said they they won't show and I go, Yeah, they will. Um I know I mean I know those guys. Uh you know, it's funny too, they hadn't seen each other for a while. Like No, they haven't you could sense like they were brothers. Well, you a know, bit, you know what was you know? crazy. Um, buddy, buddy, and Dave see each other more than uh, the rest of them, and and maybe Phil a little bit. Phil and Dave hang out once in a while, but it's not like you know they're all they all have families and they all do their own thing, so they they're really not together that often. Mm-hmm. And you could see if you were in the room and you could feel the you know the, the bond they yeah. have. Right. And you know when they got into town, they came to my office first, Buddy and Dave, and they needed some help. You know they wanted to go to the Hard Rock and do some stuff. And they were all fired up. Debo's going to come meet us at the Rock. We're going to yeah. go to the pool. Like, they were all pumped. And right. they, they were, like, hanging out. Like, they were just pumped. Just In the old to, days. Like, th- those guys, it was weird. Like, all four of those guys could be together in a hotel room just having a good time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what it's all about. Too bad we couldn't get Factory Phil, but we had him on the line. Yeah, um, yeah. It was cool. Phil, and, Phil's doing his thing. And what about Swank? Yeah, Swank's That was the awesome. best I've heard Swank because, you know, we had him on the show. And- yeah. Swank's, Swank's – I, th- I really feel that Brian's pulling it together, and, yeah. uh, and uh, I'm happy for him, man. He's a, he's a great guy. Brian Swank yeah. is a good dude. Um, and people I, don't know who Brian Swank is. He was the guy that would jump a little, uh, a little like, curb and quad it. Right. He, he, uh, was, he was really, really, really good Pookie, rider. did you feel the energy with Castillo? <laughs> you mean chemistry? Yeah, yeah uh. either one. <laughs> I wasn't up here much, actually. With Godbod? Yeah, you guys, I think you kept him away from me a little bit. Well, yeah, probably for good reason. Look at him. Right. Um, uh, yeah, it was a good show. I was, I was really excited to have those guys here, and I think it worked well. And um, Yeah, I hope we didn't which, bum, which got, I, I hope we didn't bum our, our listeners out too bad, you know, with that. But, you know, we were just trying to do something. Well, I mean, we have – I mean, we, who else are we going to have on? We have, the, we have all the current guys on yeah. every week, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I just thought that would be something cool and different and retro, and, and I think it was cool. The uh, did you get much feedback today from anybody? Like, uh, uh, not really. Today? I don't. I mean, I'm kind of haven't really been on Twitter that much, right. so I don't really follow it. Um, um, but I, I, you know, I got some calls from some people, and you know, saying, "Man, that was awesome." It's probably like one of the best listening shows because, I mean, if you were around that era and you knew how those guys are, you could yeah. relate with what they're saying. Yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it was a hunter show. We're back to 101 tonight. We're back to talking to Washugo. Watson was there. Josh Hill raced. We're gonna have a regular format tonight, but uh, you know, for the 100 show, I thought that that was a. But you know cool what's thing. crazy too? My 100 show and Swiss Court's 100 show and Greg's 100 show. It wasn't Tits' 100 show though. No, and it wasn't yours. No, but it was you Pookie's know, kinda. You know, oh, kinda. She, she's been here from yeah. the start. You but, know, but you know I'm what? More pulp, I'm more Pulpamex than. All right. What did you say? Sorry. Cut down. Oh, she just got shut down. And she's her phone's vibrating and like. It's Peter. I had to ask him a question. Who's hey. Peter? Oh, Tits. <sighs> Tits, tits, legendary here. But you know what? But the, the thing is, That's is like the Cub Scouts there's no, um, there's not guys at the races 
like that anymore. No, no. no. There's not it, like it, it, it's and, not and like it used to be like they said right. Rhino and Fro would come over and hang out on their yeah, truck. Yeah. You don't see, you know, Brayton no. and Short going over to the to the to a JGR truck and hanging out in between motos. No. You don't see that. You don't see other guys going to other guys' trucks. And I think that's what the sport is missing. And I think that's I know it's a little bit different now. Um, well, um I think the sport's has grown and it's a little bit different, but I think yeah. it's more pressure and I don't think the riders are has that type bond, you know. Like like I said last night, just not at the races, but during the week, doing the thing, they yeah. would ride together, they would hang out together on the weeks off. You know, I'm not talking just that year. We're talking for about five or six years. Those guys were together all the time before yeah. they were on that yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They all sort of just were buddies. But you're right, the races has changed for good and for worse. Um and we won't see a team like that again and, and thanks to those guys for doing thanks to Davey, Button, Fro, a Weege for calling in and leaving messages. Yeah, I mean, that was I, awesome. I kind of asked them to do it last minute, you know, thing. So, yeah, um, it was crazy because uh, Davey called me earlier in the day about oh. a little uh, little issue that we had at the race, and uh, he, he talked, called. You talked about the little issue in the race on the on the show. Yeah, yeah. So um, he he called me and he, and he kind of knew, and I'm all, "You need any ammo?" He goes, "No, I got plenty of ammo. I don't need anything from that." And I was like, <laughs> "All right, cool." Oh, for the call. Yeah, for oh, the call. Yeah, yeah, he said yeah, he was okay. going to call right, him. Right, right. But I thought he was calling in the show. I thought people were going to call in. No, know I just voicemails. said leave, mo- leave voicemails. It's better. It's all way. good. They yeah. did fine. Um, hey, so. Uh, I think Weege drug it out a little bit, but it uh, was fine. He is a talker. He is a talker. Uh, Washugal, what'd you think? Uh, Josh Hill showed up. First outdoor race, race in three years. Um, three years. Three years? Oh, nine. Oh, 10. Oh, 11. Three years. Oh, three years, yeah. Um, what'd you think? Uh,. Long day. Didn't really didn't know the schedule. Um, I haven't been to Washougal in so long. I were there two years ago. Media darling. But I never. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to sound like a freaking hypocrite, but um, the media darling. I was there doing media, right. and I never even this was like left. Work day. I never left the media tent. Right. I watched the races from the TV. Yeah. I never even saw the track. Right. I never walked over there. <laughs> so this year, everyone, Kyle, like we're all talking. Like Kyle's like, hey, I'm gonna spot here. Brian said he's gonna go to the finish line, and I go, all right, I'm going to the Chuck Sun Jump. <laughs> <laughs> and and they look at me and there's some guy standing there. He goes, Chuck Sun Jump. What are you talking about? I'm like, you know, when you come down the hill and you go off the tabletop yeah. and there's there's like a little platform there. He's like, dude, that hasn't been here in five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, then I don't think I'm gonna go there. I think I'll just go into the tower. Uh, yeah, Chuck Sun Jump is uh, is gone a long time ago. So, um, uh, yeah. Well, you know, it was cool to see you guys there. I think and Hill, uh, and I'll, we'll have Hill on here in a little bit. He's our first guest. Um, I thought it was really cool that he got up and finished. He had a bad crash late in the first moto. Yeah, you know he had a he had a lot of pressure on him going into that race. A lot oh. of people don't realize, you know, when he had that injury, um, a lot of people in, in doctors and professionals were telling him, you know, that they they have to cut his leg off. Maybe, maybe they were gonna have, he would never walk again. He would have a dead leg, this and that. And he never gave up. He never quit fighting. Um, he he had some issues. Um, Rear break, he said in an interview. <laughs> yeah, well, the, during the race he had, the, during the race he had some issues, but he had a lot of issues in his recovery. You know, one thing after the next happened, and uh, you know, for him to come back, I I just thought, you know, I, I, it wasn't we weren't looking for him to go good, and mm-hmm. you know, we knew he trained and he rode really hard to get ready. But you know, if you're not out there, he didn't race. Period for two years. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Well, he he raced, and I know. Well, dude, yeah, you yeah. can't even call that a race. No, he I took know. off yeah. and fell in the first turn. Right. So, um, that's you know, true, he right. didn't. I wasn't expecting big things, especially after qualifying. And he's just like, man, that's the fastest I can ride right now without riding <laughs> over my head. Yeah. And I said, dude, just go out there and ride that speed. You'll be fine. And, you know, he, he, dude, Tommy Hahn comes into our truck 
after the, you know, after the races. And he's like, dude, Hill in the first moto was behind me and I started about 14th and he was behind me and he passed me. That dude was taking lines that I wasn't even think about going, taking, and he was hauling ass, dude. Mm -hmm. Like I was blown away. He went from about 14th, 15th to eighth in a lap. Mm -hmm. And then he had some brake issues, but that's not an excuse. He, he, his lap times weren't that great. But he rode good. He crashed when he was like in about 16th, and he had like four guys in front of him. Who knows if he would have got right, him? Right. No, no, no excuses. He crashed instead of with like three laps to go. He could have just pulled off the track. Yeah, and went back I, to the track. I wouldn't have blamed him. I he got have back on him. his bike. The radiator, the whole front end had to be replaced. The clamps, the bars, the radiators, everything. He got back on, and he he just he said, "I'm here to race." Yeah, he got I didn't 24th want to or 25th or something. He got 29th. Oh, 29th. Yeah. Yeah. In the oh. second moto, he fell in the first turn. And got up and just put a little, put his head down and wrote, and yeah. he got a couple points. Yeah. And the funny thing was, I mean, we've been currently out of tied with JT in the standings. Oh, perfect. Yeah. The funny thing is that he said to me, or the mechanic said to me, "Yeah, Josh is stoked. He got enough points to get a number now. He at least scored one point." I'm all, "Hey, I haven't been to the nationals in a long time, but I know you need more than one point now. You need about ten or twelve right now to get a point, get a number. I mean, oh, he doesn't need to get twenty-five points." Oh, yeah, he needs to keep 25 to keep 75. I thought you meant just to get a number. Yeah. Yeah. No, he needs 25 to keep. I, well, they may have the injury exemption. They do an injury thing. Yeah, but, but he took that last year. Yeah, they may do it again. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the AMA. Um, I uh, mean, at least he's out there, he's out there trying. Right, you know so you're, I mean? you're going to the outdoors next year. Yeah, full time. Full blown. Right. Full blown. Two guys or one guy? or uh, What well. we're planning on doing is the first year we're only going to do one guy. Right. Just so we can concentrate on that one guy and give him 100%, you know. Outdoors. So so you saw how quick the schedule runs now and everything and all that? And it's Wow. It's it's a, it's, it's No a more long, practice day, you know? It's like, a long, 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 long day. I, I mean, I got there at 7 o'clock and I left at 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah. It's a long day. Yeah, well, what about Unless you're on the JGR team, you can get out of there early. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Uh, uh, what about that? That's terrible. That's I thought, terrible. dude, I, I really, really, really respect Coy, and I really like those guys over there. I have some really good friends that work on that team, and dude, I, we, I've been there. Yeah, you know, I, imagine I, going all the way from, you know, all the way to the Washugo for half a moto. Dude, it happens. It's just like you know, driving, yeah. a, you know, a NASCAR race, and you know, that, they pulled a NASCAR move, hit the wall, crashed, race is done. Those guys are out. Yeah, they're not standing there until the end of the race. What yeah. for? Yeah, yeah, no, they're gone. Uh, Regal is uh, not working out, not doing well for them. And I yeah, don't that's know that's that, surprisingly for me because I, I really... oh, he's not that bad. Yeah, he's better than that. Um, what do you think of Michael Alessi beating Ryan Dungey? Yeah, I don't Alessi know. holding it up. It's good. That's your motor, that should be your motocross the nations guy, but it won't be. That's sad. What? I, I I don't know. I think they should give him a chance myself. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so Alessi moto win was a big deal, and I thought that was pretty cool. Afterwards, he's looking for a little bit of love from Ryan Dungey. He didn't get it. Um, what are you supposed to do? What are you? Well, the do funny that? thing was, after the first moto, I seen Dungey ride up to him and they were talking, and then on the podium they interviewed. Dungey and or the whoever the, the girl whoever does the interview yeah. um, asked Ryan like what he said and he goes oh I was just telling him good ride congratulations and I'm like no you weren't because yeah. I watched what happened yeah and after they come down the hill there's that sweeper and there's that double that yeah. off camera double and I don't, Mike did not do this on purpose I do not think right. but he drifted and Ryan was on the on the outside yeah. and. He had to go off the side of the track because mm-hmm. he was going to hit him, and he almost went into, into the in, fence. Yeah. Into the into the fence. Yeah. And I don't think he did that on purpose by any means. But right. uh, I mean, right. he wasn't looking back at him. Yeah. So. No. 
Do you think Alessi should go to the Dis Nations? No. You don't? So no. you would send, who would you send? No, no. no oh, do you think, I, oh, I think you meant to go watch or go hang out. <laughs> That's what I thought you meant. No. You just said that I, to give him a chance. No, I, I, I think he, I, I personally think he's Love a fourth guy right here. He's a 450 rider. Yeah. It's what he does. You're going to take a guy like Barsha, no disrespect to Barsha. I think he's a great rider, but he didn't ride that class. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, no, but, I think but, Roger was going to move him up. But but what I think needs to happen is, I mean, we need to take our our best guys to that race to do the best we can. Uh-huh. And all of the, once again, it's about raising the American flag. Yes, and it is being on top. And these colors don't run. Nope. So whatever we got to do, I, I I support Raj and whatever we do. But I think that if if Alessi did go, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be mad at it. I would right. say he he deserved it. And you know, he's a Nick try. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, I can't, can't believe I read that interview with Roger DeCoster on at Motocross Action, and he just just dismissed, like, just said, I don't know about his team and his bike, and, you know, I, I don't want any drama or something, and, and just moved on and rather put Barsha on there. So uh, I thought that was pretty surprising. Did he say that straight out? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I guess you don't read MotocrossAction.com very much? No, I don't read anything but Pulp MX, buddy. Yes, I like it. Uh, what about um, what about Vince Fries and Weston Pike getting into it? Yeah, they got you know, into it on Thursday at the, the PIR race, and then they got into it again. They both were fined five hundred dollars and put on probation. Or yeah, something. so each one of them probably made a thousand, so they made five hundred. Weston drove up from California, so he probably went home in the red. Yeah, tough, tough deal. I, I, I don't know Freeze, Freeze, whatever his name is, Freezy, right. at all. Um, just at the races, you know, I, I probably said three words to the kid ever. I know Weston. I mean, I right. don't know him like a friend, but I, right. I'm cordial, and we talk, and I helped him out with a bike one time, and I did some stuff last year. Um, but I I don't I don't get it. Like, I don't get, like, I know that guy, um, watching him ride, he, he has pulled some... Freeze. St- Freeze has pulled some stupid moves on people, and, you know, he, he took Bonnie's career away from him. You know, that right. maneuver he pulled on Bonnie. He hurt Bonnie. Nothing happened. Yeah, you know he hurt. He's he's done some stupid stuff to other guys. He did some stuff to Pike, and Pike retali- retaliated and said, "You know what? You're not going to do this to me." I guess they had some beef from yeah. a couple nights before, and you know what? And then you know now, you know Pike's drug into this controversy where I don't think he should be drug into it. I think he just stood up for himself. What's the difference? If it was Pike or Dungey, and Dungey did that. Or, yeah, I mean, well, Pike or, started swinging first, which is a, it doesn't know, matter. But, yeah, what happens if it was Brayton? Or I just love how the AMA did nothing. They. they, they I asked the AMA, they're like, yeah, we've told them to come talk to us after the race. Oh, okay, well, that, that's good. You know, I don't know. I just think that's kind of yeah, stupid. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think the whole thing, I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know the whole deal. I don't really right. care, but I, um, I feel bad for Pike. Something happened uh, while we were gone um, that we didn't touch on, I don't think, last show. Doug Shapinski at, at Star Racing, uh, I don't know if we talked about it, let go from Star, and Ryan Morris is the acting team manager. Yeah, I talked to Ryan. Ryan's but, not retiring. Right, yeah. He's, he's just, they already right. have him on salary, yeah. and they're just like, hey, go to work. And so they got Cole Thompson. They picked him up. He, yeah, he did great. He it's another one of those deals where you get off a bike that you're comfortable and everything's going right. okay, then you get on this other program and you're going to do shitty. Yeah, like fill-in rides, and Kenny, you know all about them because you had 18 million of them this year. The fill-in guy, I mean, rarely. I had two, guy. Horbin. Horbin Regal. Was, dude, Horbin wasn't a – we helped Horbin at one race. And it wasn't, Horbin, Regal. And, and and then you had – Bowers. I had two Bowers. guys. I had two guys. Bowers. And then and you the, had – when DeMuth got hurt, you got somebody else. Dude, you're talking – okay, ago. yeah. Well, let's talk about all of them I right. had. But the thing is, is, is filling guys 
it's a real crapshoot. Like, it's tough. It is. But if you're Cole Thompson, you're laying out a lot of money to go to the races, and then you have only dude. time a fill-in rider really works is when they're on the same equipment. If they're riding the same right. brand right. and they're used to the bike, and you're just helping them. So going from a Honda 450 to a Yamaha 250F. Yeah, I don't think that's. Uh, too and Sipes, one of our guests tonight, he had to ride 250s. He dropped down from the 450s to ride. He rode all right. Eight eight. For what? Uh, I think got eighth overall. I don't know. Yeah. Eight eight four. Seven ninth overall. Eight eight for ninth. Ninth. Um, yeah. So uh, you know whatever. Yeah, that's a tough deal. So what do you make of Doug getting let go? Uh, and Alan, you know, I mean, that's two, that's three I, I managers know. in less than a year for that. Dude, I don't know. What is going on over there? I, I don't know. I, I think it's, uh, I, I don't know how that program works or runs or anything about it. Um, but it just shows you the credibility of a program. Um, you know, when you hire and fire so many people and it's, it's like a revolving door there. Yeah. You can't build, you can't build a program. You can't build a structure. You can't, your mechanics can't, you know what I mean? You need to yeah. have that, that. Right. camaraderie with your mechanics and the team manager and the truck driver and all that. So um, it's it's tough. It makes things really, really, really hard. Yeah. So, so how do you how do you sell your program? So if, if Mo is going to uh, if Mo is going to race again, they're going to need another guy for yep. 2013. Another manager. I don't know. There's like I don't know the do you guy think that Valley's going to be around. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. I, I mean, the, both the I, no disrespect to Bobby or or um, this is Chops, Chad Lanza, Chad. Yeah, sorry, Chad. Yeah. Um, no disrespect to Chad or or Bobby. Um, those guys are they're not. I think they're more fans of the sport. Yeah, and they love the sport, and which is awesome to they're have like, them they're involved. They're like you. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, you love and you're a fan. you know what? I I think that they they run businesses and. They try to come in and run and, and want the Supercross program. Yeah. Run like the guy runs his car dealership. Yeah. Or, or thinking, oh, that salesman didn't Chad cut it. runs his construction company. Yeah, like yeah. That, that, that sales guy, that general manager is not cutting it. Um, you know what? I'm not getting my quota for cars every month. Get rid of him. Let's get a new guy in there. Yeah. Chad Lanza, hey, this framing contractor is not getting the job done. We'll get another guy. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Right. I mean, you know, it could. I agree. I, I don't know the whole ins and outs, and I respect what they do. Um, but it's, it's just tough. It's super tough right now. Yeah, no, it's super tough, um, and I feel bad for the guys on the team. I know there's a couple of guys on that team that used to work for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Derek Brash. Oh, and uh, and uh, Sean. Derek, Derek Brash is over there. Derek Brash, yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Well, he worked for me at the beginning of the year, yeah. and then um, right. we got Kenny Germain to fill his spot um, right before Supercross. And speaking of Kenny Germain, did you see that press release? Him and Brian Barry are having a race team. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> You don't sound that happy or impressed? No. I oh. wish him luck, man. I, I know they were working on some stuff. Well, I thought Kenny was going back. Yeah. No. But. Uh, no, I, I know they're working on some stuff, and they're trying right. to raise some money, but I don't, uh, you know. Pretty tough. Yeah, I know the, the funds that they're going for. Uh, I, I wish They said they have a silent backer. Did you read the press release? They got a silent backer they'd rather not name. Is yeah. that just, what is that? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay out of that. Oh. Okay. It's not really too silent, but uh, oh, it's not. Oh, okay. I mean, right. it, it is silent, but uh, you know, I, I wish them luck, and I right. wish I, I, I would like to see. I mean, I hope they do get the money. Right. right. I hope they do get the money. Well, if anybody knows about B two B and raising money, it's you, um, Kenny Watson. You know, I, I really, 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 really hope that uh, the people that do, um, what they say they're going to do, do it. Right. Because hey. you know, there's so many people in this sport that say, "Oh yeah, we're going to go give you." This and we're going to do that, and it never happens. Yes. And people put their livelihoods and their lives out there, and you know 
they think it's just a weekend hobby. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot to it that that goes into racing. And when you say you're going to do something, you need to do it instead of yeah. just you know, if you're going to commit, commit. And if you're not, say hey, I'm not. I can't yeah. do it. Doesn't mean you still can't come around. You know, I mean, if you right. don't get nothing to benefit from it, don't do it. There's no no need for it. We, uh, I mean, like like us flying somebody out from Omaha, we did it. We yeah. committed and we did yeah. it. So you're uh, do it. BTOSports.com, tweet at tit segment, tweet at Pookie segment. We have commercials from last night and we have new questions today that Pookie received and X brand goggle tear off segment. That's going to happen um, real soon. And uh, thank you guys again for listening. And we're going to give away uh, free gun board shorts. A hundred dollar BTO card to the, from the Circle Jerkies, who are an elite group of super fans of the Pulp MX uh, show, and then a Fly Racing uh, Zenith neck brace. We're gonna give that away too. Watson, so Fly Racing so, has neck braces now. Yeah, Leot makes them. Oh, okay, cool. C- can can you remember this, Kenny? Can you just give the best caller who asks the best question? Can you give him the neck brace? Mm-hmm. Can you remember that? I'll try. Pookie, can you remember that? Uh, yes, Kenny's gonna choose a caller to win something. The best caller, yeah, whoever he thinks. Watch him just take the first one. No, no, no. <laughs> you win. You win. Um, so we're just going to give away a, a, a Fly Racing Zenith neck brace. Hey, where was uh, that press release for Kenny G's team? There's people in the chat room asking. It's uh, on promototalk.com. Check it out. Promototalk.com. There promototalk.com. you go. Promototalk.com. It's called... Uh, Do they have that Cowie dealer up within... Uh, uh, it didn't say. It didn't say. It was well, pretty I, I vague remember, I remember Brian and Kenny were trying to do that deal with Phil Allerton. Right. Before. Um, yeah. Maybe that's... What, what it is. Maybe. Um, Fly Racing Zenith Neck Brace, engineered by Liot. Patented alternative load path technology. Biomedically designed padding. Engineered thor- thoracic member. Rear upper support. CE certified. Release clips. Universal bolt heads. High quality materials. Maximum adjustability. $359.95 retail. And they are giving this thing away. Thank you to Fly Racing. Dale and Max. Max. Thanks, Max. Thank, thank you. I uh, see Max at the race. It's always a pleasure to see him. Yeah, yeah, always. Um, I, I picked it up and it was a dial tone again. I'm, I'm supposed to hit the bottom row, right? That's my row. Bottom row is your row. All right. Yeah. All right. Three collars and three duds. Really? So I don't think it's me. I don't think it's me. Someone's trying to set me up. I bet you it's tits. All right. Make me look bad. All right, calm down. A um, couple of emails here. Um, Nutballs sent us in. He said, there is no more debate. The 800 must represent USA and the motocross nations. He showed everyone this weekend that he's a badass motherfucker. Nutballs. So Nutballs says Mike should be on the team. Uh, email from Kyle. Steve Kenny Tits. Just want to drop a little line to say congrats on 100 shows. I've only been listening full-time since about show 70, but I think I speak for all motor dorks when I say thanks for all the time you put in to provide us with the shows we love so much. I also wanted to say thanks to JT Money for being a good dude and lending his insight to the show. I was able to talk to JT in the pits at Millville. But it took me about three laps through the pits to, to do so because his game face was so intense. I went to Millville hoping to score a JT jersey, but I wussed out and didn't ask him. Anyways, thanks for all the hard work, and congrats on 100 shows. Kyle. Uh, Boy, is that surprisingly. What? That he didn't give a jersey or had a race face on? Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's the way he does it. Um, definitely an interesting weekend uh, at the races. What do you make of uh, Barsha getting caught and passed by Baggett? Not another time that, that can't be too good? For Justin, um, eight uh, second lead, nine second lead. You know what? Um, I, mean, I, 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 I watched. I, this is the first time I've been to an outdoor national to see these guys ride. Right. Like I watched them on TV, and I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed how fast those guys are going. 
Right. Like I was watching the lap times and watching like the lap times of the 450 guys. Yeah. And you know, at the end and even in the middle, they're going faster. Right. And that's what Roger is saying about moving those guys up. They're that these dudes are going faster than they are. They're going than, faster. Than the 450s. And uh, you know, I, I think you know, just watching Blake ride and watch Barsha, um, Blake's corner speed. Blake Baggett's corner speed is phenomenal. That guy yeah. could go through corners. And the he, thing is, he goes around the outside. Like, B Barsha will go around the insides. Baggett carries his speed through the outside of the corners yeah, so no, much. No, he rails. And it, I yeah. think that's where he gains because if you watch him ride during the middle, he's fall, he's, he doesn't use those lines, and then he moves his lines yep. halfway through and starts carrying more speed. He, he he diagnoses the track. He finds out where he could go faster. Well, and he's, he, he, he gets picks, by himself. He gets by himself. Yeah, so. he gets by himself, yeah. and he finds the lines, and he knows he's following the pit board. He's reading his pit board when he goes by. So if he's going... I know everything. If he's going 210s or 212s, he sees that, and then he switches his lines, and he goes back, and they're holding yeah. 209. He goes, all right, that's where I need to yeah. go. Yeah. And that's what it is. And then all these other people are going, he's doing this, he's doing that. He's cheating. They're doing um, – dude. Who's cheating, huh? Yeah, like, oh, there's so many I, – I heard something – something. Some, someone told me the other day about they think he's blood doping, they think he's doing this. I'm like, no, what oh, he's doing geez. is going yeah, fast. That happens all the time. That's, he's that's... going fast, and people are looking for – and it's sad because if you ask me – when people start thinking that, they're defeated. Right, right, yeah. They're, they're yeah. already thinking yeah. like, oh, that's the reason why. Yeah. Instead of saying, let's get better. Right. And, you know, I think talking with, you know, Budman last night about Tomac, Budman is just like, hey, he just has to find a way to beat him. And, and that's it. It's no, it's no if, buts, or what's about it, no matter what the case is. If he is or he isn't or yeah. what the deal is, yeah. he just, they just need to go faster. Right. You know, they need to go faster. Uh, bottom line, um, did you hang up on our guest? What? Oh, tits. Tits is not going to be pumped. <laughs> hey, He's on the phone. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. Hart and Huntington, Kawasaki's uh, Josh Hill. Hill, what's up? Not much. What's happening? Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Sorry, Kenny. I said Kawasaki. Sorry. Hillbilly. Jeez. God. What's up? You would, you would never say uh, Michael Essie on the Moto Concept Suzuki. They don't want to be referred to that as that. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really care. Uh, all right. You did take all the green out of your graphics. I noticed that. No, I, no, my eagle eye no, noticed all no, green was gone. Hand, we had green handguards on them behind it. You didn't see that. Green handguards. Hill, what color were your handguards? They're green with white. There you go. Yeah, well, most of the green was gone. I noticed no, Watson. That's bullshit. my job. Cowie was hey. stoked on us. Uh, Hill, um, first <laughs> first outdoor race in uh, in three years, and uh, talk about it a little bit. Uh, I thought it was. I mean, you know, it was pretty good. Yeah, well, I don't know if we were watching the same race as me, man. I didn't think it went that good. I, I well, struggled, man. I uh, kept crashing, just had some issues. I didn't, I, you know, I, was, I think I was kind of nervous. I put a little mm -hmm. bit too much pressure on myself. I trained really hard for the race, and, you know, I was planning on just doing that one, and I wanted to make it good, and I kind of just, uh, I just rode tight all day long. Mm -hmm. Well, I, th I mean, I just thought, you know, first time out, like, what do you, you know, what do you want? Uh, you hadn't ridden at all, you know, with your injuries and stuff. So, I, I mean, I think the first moto, you definitely would have been higher up had you not fallen late in the race. And I think two solid motos with points, I don't know. I thought that was pretty damn good for, for a guy that hadn't been out there. That's all. Um, sorry, yeah. sorry to have such lower expectations. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, you know what? Um, I guess uh, – and you know what? And, and like I told you at the race, and I don't know if I told Watson, late in that first moto you had a pretty gnarly crash. It went in the fence. Uh, I guess I read your interview. You said you were trapped underneath it. 
it would have been very easy for you to pull off and, and, and get ready for a second moto. And I admire the fact that you were way out of the points and you got up and finished. I'm sure in your mind you were like, fuck this, I am finishing this moto. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I thought. I mean, it would have been, you know, I took my gloves off because I didn't even see what happened to my bike. I kind of just figured my bike was so mangled that uh, Longhorn might have just pushed it off. But I guess one of the one of the AMA guys, like, pushed it off to the, like way off of the track and I didn't see where it went. So I kind of started taking my gloves off. And then when I see my bike right there, I put them back on and tried to go ride it. You know, it's, right. yeah, it's been, it, I was just like, I'm not going to not finish another race. I'm over, <laughs> right. I'm over not finishing. I wanted to get out there and just, right. you know, do it. And I mean, it actually worked out good because, uh, you have your gate picks on how you finish the mm-hmm. first moto, not how you qualified now. Right. So it gave me, you know, 28th gate pick instead of 40th, which, which helped. Cause actually, Got a pretty decent start in the second moto until I uh, ran into the back of somebody and fell. Right, right. What'd you, uh, it seemed like you got a lot of crowd support too. Just myself walking around when you went by, fans were into it. They were pumped that, uh, you know, their native son had made it back, uh, returned racing. That had been pretty cool. Yeah, every beer garden I went through, they, was, they were going nuts. The beer gardens liked me at that track. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the, why do they put the beer gardens in a fence area at Washougal only? I don't know. Maybe they had, I guess they had some bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. Back in 96, they were like rolling cop cars and doing all kinds of crazy stuff back there, having some little mini riots. So I think they had to kind of (laughs) paint it down a little bit and confine all the drunk people into certain areas. Do you think the great Western guys riled them up? What was that? Do you think the great Western guys like Denny Stevenson and those guys had them like were leading the, leading the pack in 96 for the riot? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they did. They went nuts, man. It was sweet. They would, it, it were like pretty much mini riots. It was like fifty people versus you know like a cop, and it, it was it got out of hand like to the point where the cops didn't really want to show up. That's so, why they got all those crowd management I'll people there what, now. I'll tell you what, those Ryan Huffman fans they can get really. Hey, so Hill, <laughs> yeah. Hill, Hill was probably how old were you back then? Like seven. Yeah, seven. I still remember. I couldn't like I was sleeping in my box stand, and it was just like I couldn't believe what was going going on outside. Like, they oh. actually brought a trampoline, like, they had trampolines scattered around the outskirts of the track, and they're having, like, chick boxing matches on them. <laughs> Pretty crazy. That's awesome. Kind of like the text games, huh? Um, I never I never seen that. I heard that was pretty wild. Maybe yeah. I understand now why they do have the beer garden fences up. Yeah. Maybe that does make sense. Well, dude, you know when you pull in there, they, they like, search everything. I heard. I heard, like, yeah, if you're a fan. They search everything. They're like, I got patted down three times just walking through, like, trying to get into the pits. I'm like, dude, it's yeah. like airport security. It's like yeah. going to a movie. They're yeah. patting you down now. Moser said they lift the hood up and everything. They, like, search everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. you know what Moser did? No. Moser's buddy told me he did. They they took the the windshield wiper, you know, the squirters for the windshield wipers, they took those, ran the tubes inside of the air conditioned vents, and they filled up the water thing that you put windshield wiper. They put vodka tonics in there, and they just pulled the lever back and just put the glass up to the tube, <laughs> and we're squirting it in. <laughs> that's ingenious. Yeah, that's something straight out of Trailer Park Boys, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you could get in there with free booze. Um, well, they do have a trick with a bottle, water bottle where they cut the bottom of the water bottle, and then they put... Put it full of booze, and then they glue it. They glue a false bottom on there or something. They glue the whole back shut. Yeah. Voter. Yeah. Right. Um, anyways, um, well, go ahead. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of illicit things rolling around that track. The crowd gets pretty crazy. Hey, so question I have for you is, uh, how was the foot slash ankle and all that? Like, I mean, that's kind of what's been holding you back. And, and, and how was that specific area when you're out there on the track? Uh, it doesn't really even bother me, really. Um, you know, the thing's stiff. It's pretty much, 
it's just probably a little bit better than if somebody were to get their ankle fused. It doesn't really have a whole lot of movement, mm -hmm. but I've gotten my leg pretty strong. I mean, to the yeah. point where I can stub it in corners, like I can run it over and, and, and not have, you know, major issues. It might sting a little bit, but it, you know, mm -hmm. it's not something I have to go get checked out. It's, uh, yeah. it's pretty solid. So that really wasn't even, yeah, that wasn't an issue for me. Um, it's kind of weird. I, I, I think I kind of didn't give myself enough rest before Washougal. I trained, you know, pretty much two months straight. Mm -hmm. And I, I trained all the way up until Thursday, basically. And uh, that, and I just kind of gave myself like a day of rest. And I think I just, I showed up to Washougal just kind of tired. Right. And uh, yeah, I just did a little bit too much. I think if I would have backed it off a couple of days earlier, the race would have been, I would have had more energy and been more like amped on it. Right. So 702 586 7857 if you got a question for Josh. Kenny, stop doing that. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Josh. Um, hey, so, uh, and also, too, there's nothing like racing, is there? It doesn't matter how many laps you pound out at the practice track, there's nothing like getting on the line and racing, right? No, man. It was like, I, I've been doing so many practice motos and doing so many laps, but I got out there and, and I think I was back, you know, I was battling for like, you know, eighth at one point, um, you know, with like Rashray and Tickle and, and those guys. And dude, it's just, it's gnarly. I'd be trying to pass somebody thinking I was going fast and this, there'd be somebody right in there trying to stuff you. And it's, it's, it's pretty gnarly. I mean, I think I would have liked it better if I just either got like a, my first race back, just pulled the whole shot or got like a last place there. So I just would have been passing people. because I was just right there in the thick of it, just battling for the first few laps. And yeah. I kind of, I was just, I, I wasn't riding very good. And I was dragging my back brakes, and I ended up just, just roasting my my back brakes. And like lap four, they just, you know, I, I had my foot on them so heavy, they just, they faded on me to where I didn't really have anything, and I just kind of started fading backwards. Yeah, I was already giving shit to Watson about not being prepared on rear brakes and figuring that out. Well, you know, you know it's, it's, I can't put, you know, I can't put the blame on them. I was. I had a lead right foot just riding that back, you know, riding that right. back brake because you know I was just being a little bit, a little bit timid, a little tight, and a little scared, and I just you know was let's, let's wasn't get riding the bike correctly, so that you know I, I did it to myself. Hey Josh, why so don't you? It, it was a bummer, but it, it just if I could have been a little bit smarter in the beginning of the race, I think the the whole weekend would have been so much better. Why don't you explain to some people too that so people don't say, oh yeah, his foot so dead it was stuck on the rear brake. That was your that was your, that was not the foot that was injured. That was your good. No, no, it was, that, that was my good foot. I just I'm, I ride my back brakes. There's two things that I, that I'm really bad on, and it's clutches and back brakes. And yeah. I don't like a clutch. I guess I'm I'm mean, a crutch. You know, I'm kind of like I guess just scared. You have that full power, and you know, I kind of you know I front my clutch a little bit coming out of corners, and I and I override my brakes going over braking bumps and and down straightaways and stuff. Mm -hmm. Especially coming down downhills, I'll be coming down on the gas and and you know slightly drag my rear brake trying to get right. track. You know, trying to get my back wheel on the ground and yeah. and uh i you know i i've been riding a lot of laps and kind of doing the same thing but i must have just been really hard on it you hey, know, let me on ask you saturday a, let me ask you a question um since like you said like your your ankle and your leg is is kind of like a little little bit kind of like being fused a little bit maybe not that bad did you have to change like your whole riding style to get back you know to get back on the bike or could you come back to where you were or did you have to change some stuff because you're not able to do what you used to be able to do and that's what's taking a little bit of time for you to get your speed back and everything you know i don't i can't really tell because some days i ride and i i feel as good as i did before when i'm practicing i have days where i don't even feel like like i've skipped a beat but i think just because i was just tight and I guess I wasn't you know I think I have to think a little bit more now mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more precise with the things I do I probably roll 
when I'm riding good, I'm carrying more speed and just rolling the throttle on and being a little bit less aggro. Because before, yeah. if I just you know smacked my foot super hard on the ground or ran it over, I, I didn't even care. You know, I just keep going. Where now it stings a little bit. Right, right. And so I try to just be a little bit more precise and try to make sure I don't have those kind of issues. So if I'm having a good day riding, I, I probably almost my technique's probably better, but when I'm riding tight, I guess I'm a little bit more timid. Like I just was real tight last weekend. Yeah. You're, you're right about that. When, when you're at your peak, you're making it look easy. You're not, ag- you're not super aggro guy out there. You're really smooth and, and making it, you know, you got a great riding style. And I think, yeah, you, you nailed it. When, when, when you're at your top of your game, it looks like you're kind of barely trying. Yeah. Although, yeah and although you are. Like I went out to, thir- I went out to Thursday press day and I was just like, I, I rode and I felt so good. I'm like, yeah, this is, <laughs> I feel like a, I felt like a top five guy that day. I was out there riding. I was getting to race around with, you know, ride around with like a Lessie a little bit and Weimer. And I felt on pace. And then the right. weekend, the, the, you know, Saturday rolled around. The track was a little bit different. It was a little muddy in practice. And I just, uh, I think just I let the pressure get to me. And I, I just let it, you know, be in the fact it was my first, you know, first real race back. I let that get to me. And I just really right. tightened up and didn't ride like, like I could have. That's why, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping we get to go, you know, do another one of these races. Cause I'm really, uh, I really feel like I, I can, you, I can prove a lot more. Like I haven't lost my speed. I just had an off weekend at Washington. Hey, so Josh, do you, do you want to go do a, a couple more races or what? Like we talked about a little bit and we said we would think about it, but let's talk about it now. What do you want to do? Do you want to go? Do you want to get back out there or you want to just keep training and trying to get better? What, what's the situation? I would like to go race. All I've right, been, you know uh, what? If, if you want I mean, to go race, I want to go race. I've, I've put in a lot of work, and I feel like, uh, you know, I, I put in so much work that it'd be stupid for me to be like content with getting twenty eighth and eighteenth or nineteenth. Like, I it just, I, I feel like I'm a lot, a lot better than that, and just had a bad weekend. And I want to, want to remedy that. All right, well, let's check this out. I'm going to break this right now. Let's go. We're going. I'm going to. We're going to go. Yeah. I got the green light from everyone. We're going to break it here on the show. Wow. Josh Hill, in for Southwick, in for Unadilla. Let's go. There you go. I'm ready. Congratulations, cool. bud. That'll be cool. Hey, let's get to some calls. We're um, going, bud. We're going. Uh, speaking of bud. You're going. <laughs> bud from Minnesota. He's on the line. What's hey, up, bud? Hey, bud. This isn't Buddy Antonis, is it? Oh. <laughs> no, it I actually Mookie bud. got it wrong. This is Todd. Sorry. Jesus, Pookie. I said Todd, and then you said bud. Is this Todd the God bod? <laughs> <laughs> No, not quite. I'm too old for that. But hey, how old are you? Dave Castillo is almost forty. Yeah, he, he, he looks great. He was sitting in this chair last night and looked looked hot. So I got him by about three years. So okay, I'm yeah, that's there right. too. But I'm sure he'll look good too. Later. What's up, man? What's your question for uh, for Josh Hill? Uh, well, Kenny kind of just answered answered it by uh, I, I just admired uh, Josh getting out there. I got the same kind of injury. I broke mine real bad. My ankle, not the leg, but my ankle, terrible back in '92 and. And, you know, been riding as much as I can. You know, it's kind of slowing down with the kids and stuff like that. But I do admire him, you know, getting out there and, you know, showing that it can be done after such a serious injury and stuff like that. So that's great. Um, uh, I do have another question. Uh, what what does it all entail, you guys, you know, your, your, your week schedule? Can you give me an idea on that? I mean, you're done Saturday night. Do you guys stay over or a lot of you guys going back or – you know, and are you riding like Monday or you take a day off or riding Tuesday? Can you give me some idea on that? Well, I mean, if you're, if you're used to the, used to the series, you're doing the whole series. Usually, uh, if you, you know, you probably fly back Sunday and, 
just depends on how you're feeling. If you got super beat up on the weekend, maybe you'll wait till till Tuesday to ride. Or you know, if it's like a West Coast race, usually people get back to riding on you know Monday, I guess. Now that the schedule's on Saturday, you know, it's been so long since uh, since I did a full season at outdoors. It's kind of tough for tough for me to say what everybody's doing. But uh, I'm assuming everybody's back riding Monday. Yeah, I think I think okay. most guys probably are. Um, you know, all right, man. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Todd. Thanks, Todd. Take care, man. Appreciate it, guys. See you. All right. Okay. See you. Uh, another question for you from uh, Chris. Chris, what's up, man? Thanks for calling. Hey, what's, what's going on, guys? What's up? Kenny kind of answered my question with, I wondered if he was finishing out the Nationals. Oh, but yeah. also, are you staying with H&H? Can you break that news? What's, what's the deal there? Yeah, let's break that, Watson. I can't yeah, break that because I can't, I can't, I can't break deal. that. I can't break that because I don't okay. know. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what we're really doing. So, uh, you know, once again, I'll say this. And I, I said this since the day we signed Josh, I would love for him to stay with us the whole time. He's a great guy, great family. I can't, you're not going to find a guy out there with more heart and determination. And that not wants, since Timmy retired. Exactly. Yep. Um, you know, I think Josh is one of those guys that has been to the top and been to the bottom, and he knows what it's like to be at the bottom. And dude, he's 22 years old. I mean, come Hell on. Yeah, I mean that that was my thoughts. He's 22. I mean, he's not getting old by any means. So yeah. So I I, I think you know um, we would love to to keep him. Um, things are changing in our program a little bit, so I think. Uh, there's gonna have everything's gonna have to line up perfect, but in a perfect world, I'd love to have him, and uh, I think there's there could be an opportunity for him. We'll have to wait and see. Well, uh, Josh, are you 100 percent? How are you feeling? Are you there? Are you pretty much where you need to be, or what? Well, as far as as far as like my riding, I think I'm fairly close. I mean, I think I'm as as close as uh, as close as I could be for you know being away from the circuit for so long. Uh, when, I, when I'm riding, I feel. I feel really good. Like practicing going up to this up to this weekend, I had some pretty high expectations just for myself for the way I was riding. I felt uh, I felt strong. I felt in shape, and I felt like I actually had pretty good speed. So I feel I feel good. Like I mean, as far as a hundred percent, no, I'm not going to go for you know a hundred yard sprint and and feel strong. I can't even hardly run. But when I do get on a bike and I get an ankle brace on and and I'm in uh, I'm in my riding boots, I feel like I used to feel. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet. yeah, you just need some things to go your way, I guess. Right on. Yeah, uh, I just I just need to keep the ball rolling. I need to have a couple good finishes, and then just you know, then my confidence will be back that that I'm there because I feel there when I'm riding, but I haven't proved that to anybody yet, other than myself. Just someone, riding. Someone in the chat room says you should sign him, Kenny. Uh, uh, yeah, well, good, I would love to sign him. Good I just, luck. It's just get up there. We know you can run top top speed. Show show those guys what's up. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, later. All right. Um, uh, who's this? Um, who's this caller? Hello. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I've been on hold for a while, so I about fell asleep, except for uh, except for uh, you know all your guys talk. Anyway, yeah. So. Uh, you got a question for Josh Hill, or do you want us to put? No, you I didn't. I was I was oh. just waiting on hold for the contest, but I want to congratulate Hill. I'm so awesome that he was out there. It's just, it's just great. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna have a random giveaway thing. Um, you know, we're not really gonna have a contest, but I mean, I thought the Liat thing was up for a for a question not, or something. Not, like that. not yet. Not yet. Okay. So, thank you. Thanks, thank man. you. Um, well, he still meant well. Um, Josh, sure. uh, um, what's up with your brother? What's the latest with him? 
Uh, right now, he's uh, he's just you know he went to the doctor today. I think he's gonna get. You think he's released to ride? I haven't heard back, but looking at him and how how he's running around, and he's actually been like just kind of trail riding around our property, and he, he he looks ready. He looks strong, and from from tearing his ACL, it's been about four months, mm-hmm. so he looks ready to go. So he's doing that, and uh, I don't think he's gonna be back out on the amateur scene. I'm pretty sure he will. Uh, he's gonna be on a on a. Uh, you know, lights team. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's got people. Not, yeah. It's not a hundred. Per, it's not a hundred percent which one, but uh, it should be a good one. A lot of people don't understand when he tore his ACL in Texas. He's still racing one. What? Yeah, he's yeah he he tore his ACL midweek and still won uh, two championships with his torn ACL. He went home. Actually, I was telling him just to tough it out and ice it, and I, I was just telling him ice it, stretch it out. You'll be fine. And then he went he went home and uh, got a. Went to the doctor, got an MRI. Yeah, fully torn ACL. Had to repair it. I think I think Justin was telling me too when you when you uh, when you got hurt when you broke your leg flipping. He he was telling you the same thing. Oh, you'll be fine. Just yeah, I said, stretch I it out. <laughs> he, he'll never listen to me again because like every time he gets hurt, he's always. I mean, I guess not every time he gets hurt, he's with me. But there's been some, a lot of times that he's been with me and yeah. he's broken. He's broken bones. I'm like, dude, you're not hurt. Just tough it out, dude. You're fine. And every time I tell him that, he's hurt. So uh, I just keep my mouth shut. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, hey, man, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate All right, Hillbilly, it. get yeah. ready, dude. We're yeah. going. We're going. I'm calling. I'm calling. Southwick and Dilla. We're going, dude. I'm, Are you going, Watson? I am not going because uh, <laughs> the birth of my child is going to be here. So <laughs> we're going. I'm not going. Uh, but but <laughs> right, this, we're going. We're going. Yeah. The Are you going? going? No, I'm not going. Hill. <laughs> this is what we're going to do, Josh. We're going to put. I'm going to put you and Longhorn in the box van or in the Sprinter van. You guys are going to go. You guys are going to go to Unadilla. Or you're going to go to Southwick. You're going to stay back and, make, and go to Unadilla. So you're going to have two races. Go do it. Support. We're going to go and well, have a good time. Well, shit, man. Steel City's. Oh, there's, there's a, a week two, off. There's a week off. Yeah, okay. And he doesn't want to race. Uh, I talked to him about maybe just staying back and getting ready and going to, uh, to Elsinore, but he doesn't even want to go within 200 miles of Elsinore that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, I don't, which I don't blame you. If you want to come to here, yeah. we'll have a pool party. Yeah. I think Red Rock's got a special yeah. on uh, Pina Coladas. Yeah, they have a Pina Colada weekend. It's called the Colada. <laughs> All right, Bill. <laughs> yeah, hey, th- Josh. Congratulations yeah. on your comeback, dude. And I know that you've, uh, you know, you've you've uh, been through a lot. And uh, you know, I congratulate you. And I'm super proud of you. And just keep up the good work, my friend. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, man. All right. Yeah. All right, take Hopefully, care. the next time you see me, it'll be better. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. See ya. Couldn't be worse. All right. See you guys. <laughs> Jesus. Later. <laughs> Josh Hill, everybody. Right couldn't be, couldn't be worse. <laughs> um, hey, and with that, let's take our first commercial break of the night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, BTOsports.com. Uh, Mike's on. Mike is on. Oh, sorry. There we go. BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Worst Connection, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, Vivint. We got a neck brace from Fly Racing to give away. We got a $100 BTO card from the Circle Jerkies and uh, and uh, Free Gun Board Shorts. So good times on there. We're going to go to commercial. We're going to come back with Ryan Sipes. Thanks for listening. See ya. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, and you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. 
Make sure to punch in that code, Steve, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a math-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radio braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx on checkout and save 20 percent off your order Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun for 39 years we've been rolling up our sleeves building our factory engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhaust innovation and american craftsmanship makes fmf today's leader in performance The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly Racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. 
Tell us about the new signature Carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off-function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at Facebook.com slash Fly Racing or Twitter.com slash Fly Racing USA. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, 
and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. Welcome back. Pulp and Mike Show presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming back. Appreciate it. Broke some news on the show. Josh Hill going to Southwick, going to Unadilla. So, uh, yeah, everyone check it out. We're not doing – Josh isn't going to go do the rest of them. He's going to do two out of the last four. Where would you get that from? The chat room? Yeah. Well, because people in the chat room are like, yeah, he's going to them all. He's not going to them all. He's going to go do, blah, blah. Go do Southwick, blah, blah, blah. Southwick and Unadilla. No, that's how it works, man. That's that's definitely how it works. Let's take this call here. And then uh, can our phone screener get our next guest on the line, please? Um, oh, hung up. What's with the phones tonight? Tits had it handled pretty good. Well, maybe you, uh, your mic should be on. Well, maybe he should be here then. He's a Cub Scout leader. Right. He's leading Cubs. And phone. What if he gets mauled by a cub or a bear? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Suck. Uh, yeah, we're coming up with uh, Star Racing's Ryan Sipes. Right away, he's going to be on the show. And uh, Ryan Villapoto and Andrew Short. Chance ability that Moser calls in for Andrew Short. Big. Yeah, high chance ability for sure. Uh, more emails. Let's, let's do some of those. Um, I read this one. Mathis K-Dub and Tits. I had to show my support for a well-deserved 800. He wrote a flawless first moto, and thanks to somebody in our premier class to finally step up and stop the Dungey train. The 450 was about to get boring. Uh, the moto win pissed off Dunge so much he didn't even want to acknowledge the true victor of the moto when Mike stopped. Come on, Dunge. Are you that spoiled to winning? You can't give credit where credit is due. I, I saw him ride past there, but I, Ryan's not like that, I don't think. No, you Ryan know? gave him props on the podium. Yeah, he, he did. He told him, good job. I, I mean, I'm sure he was pissed. I'm sure he's pissed. Sure, he's, yeah. a, he's, right. a, he's a winner. He doesn't like to get beat. Right. And he was just, dude, I mean, dude. Isn't... And, and Mike has been a little bit of a roadblock out there, but that's racing, and that's kind of where it's at. I know if I was Dungey, I'd be pretty pretty pissed. Um, Adam, you there? Yeah, this, I'm here. What's up, man? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, big fan. Buy all my stuff at BTO Sports, and I appreciate what you guys do. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, 
I have a question about Ken Roxon. I was watching his interview, and I, I felt really bad for him. Why? So that got, well, you know, he seemed really down and out, and uh, it got me to thinking. In my mind, he's do, having a great year for his first year doing this. And then I got to thinking, you know, if Baggett went to Europe and tried to do the GPs, you know, I, there's a big chance, I think, that he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't win it all just being his first year over at the GPs, just like kind yeah, of um, what Roxon is going through right now. And I just wanted to get – Get your thoughts on that. What you what you would think? Well, we we talked about this on the show a couple weeks ago. I think he's doing fine. He's doing great. Uh, yeah, he's, he's in a little great. bit of a slump right now. He Dude, how old is Kenny? Eighteen. Yeah, I was he just say turned. Or 19. He yeah. just turned eighteen. Yeah, yeah. his eighteenth birthday. So he needs to. He's he's one of those guys. He's a world champion, and he didn't win yeah. a world champion his first year. He, yeah. he he just needs to. He has. He's going to go through some growing pains, and he'll be there. Yeah. I, I really think that uh, once he realizes the speed and where his conditioning needs to be and the tracks and all that stuff, yeah. I don't, a lot of people have to remember. It's the first time he's been to a lot of these tracks. Yeah. No. I think and he's you doing know, fine. and, and Washougal's a slot car track, dude. It, it really is. And you know, I can't really speak for a lot of other tracks, but I mean, those guys have to know where to pass. It's been, I think. Two or three races, he hasn't made a podium uh, after making every podium, the first five or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So I think he's doing fine. I do hear from the KTM guys that his dad is pushing him hard. Uh, you know, they expect to win, um, and his dad does push him hard. But uh, I think he's doing fine. I think anybody who comes down on him, you know, like you said, send Baggett over there and let's see how he does. It's it's the same. You can use the same analogy. So Yeah, do you, do you think Baggett would win it his first no. year? I no, mean, I do not. I, see, I don't think he would either. That's no. why I'm, you know, I'm pretty proud of of Roxon for what he's doing. So. Oh, yeah, I think uh, – all right, thanks, Adam. All right, thank you. Thanks. Uh, let's get to our next guest. Uh, this man dropped down from a 452 to a 250 this weekend for the for the good of the team, sacrificing – I think he was 12th in the points in the 450s. Uh, but he didn't care. He did it for his team. Star Racing's Ryan Sipes. What's up, Sipes? Uh, just laboring over a tire right now. Trying to change his second ride tomorrow. I like it. I like it. No, yeah. no mechanics, practice bike guys, nothing. Sipes doing himself. Well, I could drop it off at my dad's house. He'd do it for me, but I hate to have him do that. He's got a lot going on too. So right, right. Um, where are you and, at? And a tube is no big deal, but this thing's got a bib in it, and it is like uh, the biggest pain in the butt. But I get it. I changed two or three mooses in my time and struggled mightily. Uh, it was about a 30-minute process for me to do a moose. And uh, I can't believe how those guys got it down to like four minutes or something, you know, like the good guys. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, my, yeah that's what we do. My what buddy did. Taylor, uh, Taylor Robert, he rides for the the ISD team, mm-hmm. and uh, he does front and rear in eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, that's pretty good, huh? Yeah, that is. That is good. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. And um, – so when you when did they ask you to drop down to the 250? Was it a surprise? I mean, the injuries have been mounting. So, what what did you think of it and talk about doing it? Uh, yeah, it was last. It was uh, after Millville. They said, you know, we don't have anybody. It's either <laughs> we're going to go hire somebody or you can do it. And I'm like, I mean, like you said, when you're bringing me on, I was fighting for 12th in points. So yeah, I didn't have a lot to lose, and uh, and it'd be something different, something change it up. So. Yep, and and uh, and eight eight for ninth overall. So a couple of consistent motos for you. What'd you think? Yeah, it was all right. I felt like my speed was real close to to that top five speed. I, I ran up there in both motos at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, just the uh, the intensity was, you know, it was pretty high, and uh, I feel like I'm real close. I just need to 
work on a few things and, and also get the bike set up. I mean, the practice on Saturday morning was the first time I rode the bikes in Supercross. And I didn't have any, you know, it had Swanapool setting in it. And so I just kind of went out. Bars were jacked up. Like, suspension was kind of weird. And we kind of just tested all day. And mm-hmm. uh, actually made a a bunch of big changes. Uh, even before the second moto, made a full shock change. So, yep. I mean, for just coming in and winging it, I, I don't feel like we did too bad. You know, I yeah. could have been a little stronger late in the motos. But so you, um, you didn't, something I worked on for sure. You didn't have one then at home to ride, or did you? No, no, I yeah. don't have one. I got, I had a 450, but right. um, the way I figured it, the closest thing I could get to it was I got a, a YZ250 two-stroke. And uh, <laughs> so I threw some stuff on it and rode it a little bit last week. And, yeah. I mean, it ain't the same bike, you know, but it's it's close. Right, right. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, the Kentucky way, right? Um, uh, hey, what do you the way I know, man. The the um have you seen I guess Kenny you don't go to the races you went to well, Shugo but have you seen Sipes's hand have you seen any photos of it Mm-mm. he's got something wrong with his hand like a growth or a broken bone or a tumor I don't know what's going on with his hand but Kenny it's this big on the outside of his hand he's been riding with it all year like what's the deal Sipes what's what's happening with your mutant hand uh I mean I think I think uh, tumor was was the best uh, description you had of it. No, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I mean, when I came back from, because this I broke it in January or February. You know, I was out Supercross for a little while, mm-hmm. and I came back and rode Seattle, and then at Salt Lake. I mean, you guys all saw the the infamous parade lap takeout assassination. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know it at the time. You know, it hurt, but I'm like, it kind of always hurts. It was, you know, it was still hurting no matter what. So. Right. I get up from that, and I'm trying to straighten my bike out and not really thinking about it, and it hurt a little, but I still raced, and then I went to Vegas and raced, and, um, you know, it's still hurting a little bit, but it's it's a broken bone. I mean, they hurt for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, then Dr. Ryman saw it at um, at Vegas. He he said, let me take a look at that hand, and he looked at it, and he's like, dude, you need to come back in, and I'm <laughs> like, because it was swollen like this before. Yeah. Well, it was swollen, had a big knot on it, and I went in. I thought that I'd messed it up. Went in, he said, nope, that's just swelling. So, yeah. All right, cool. Right. So, but this time, he looked at it, and he's like, you need to come in. I'm like, dude, you've already checked it out. He said, it's fine. He's like, no, that ain't that ain't swelling. So I go in, and the bone's just basically, you know, it's not broken all the way, but it was just pushed up like yeah. a, you know, like a mountain pushes up. And uh, so it was cracked, and, and so I tried to kind of stay off it as much as I could before Hangtown, mm-hmm. let it heal up, because he kind of gave me two options like muskin did the same thing but muskin chose to have surgery mm-hmm. and get it fixed and ride two weeks later and i'm like man i don't i mean this was two weeks before hang time i'm thinking i don't think that ain't, that's gonna work like i don't think he can heal up obviously he did and mm-hmm. it worked out for him but i chose not to and uh kind of just tried to stay off it as much as i could i was you know riding once a week or whatever and trying to um trying to be light on it and he said in three or four weeks it'll be healed it won't be straight but it'll be healed so i mean it's healed now it's it's like you said it's just funny looking yeah, and yeah, the muscles work a little different now but i mean it is what it is uh hey you mentioned uh the intensity of the class uh talk about that you know we've been talking all year about the 250 guys they've got better lap times than the 450 guys you know those top four guys are on it and uh, they're they're going second, you know, in the motos. So the track's theoretically rougher. But um, talk to talk about what you meant by intensity. You just notice it, huh? It's just a different deal. Yeah, it was just um, it just seemed like you know they're pushing every little edge. You know, where on the 450, it's 
you kind of don't do that quite as much just because, or at least I don't, you know, if I, if I push it too much, I get a little sketchy. So, Mm -hmm. but it was just, you know, that little extra 5% in every little spot, you know, that I was kind of, I was kind of rolling around, not rolling around, you know, but being smooth and Mm kind of carrying momentum and stuff. And it, I mean, like I said, I stayed with them for 10 or 15 minutes. Right. Are you know relatively close, so it's I don't you know my speed's not far off. I work on a few little things and right. bring my intensity up some. Um, I'll be there, but yeah, those guys are on it, man. They're uh, they're pushing it. So, uh huh. Um, and uh, a seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If anybody's got a call, a question for Ryan Sipes, um, um, give give us a call and uh, ask him what's up. So, what are you doing next year? You got anything settled? Anything done? I don't. Um, still kind of. Kind of wading through it right now, um, mm-hmm. just kind of taking, seeing what I can get, and calling people and trying to trying to make something happen because I I do want to try to get something good next year. And right. I really wanted I really want to move up. You know, if I can get a solid ride on a, on a good bike, you know, I want to. But mm-hmm. so far, it's looking like all the jobs, like every other year, all the jobs are in the little class. So yeah, I mean, if I if I have to do that, I will. I'm I'm I mean, I can still win races. You know, I'm. Yep. I'm not that big, you know, and uh, I can get down, you know, get my weight down and stuff. And I, I still know I can ride that little bike. Um, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I'd like to move up, but uh, I'm going to go where opportunity presents itself. Yeah, you, you know? got you got to make a living, right? Um, uh, so it ain't even about that. It's just right. being on a solid team, you know, with a good environment and a good bike. What about um, what about going back? Have they told you that you're not? Do 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 you know, or is it are you still in the running over there? To Star, you mean? Yeah. I've talked to him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think they're kind of on hold right now. I don't know why, but uh, right. um, I, we've talked about it. You know, it's not out of the question for sure. Right, right, yeah, trying to put something together. Hey, so, hey. Uh, Watson, R- you need a guy. Ryan Sipes. Hey, Ryan, what happened with uh, with Doug? We were talking about that at the beginning of the show with Chapinski. Was it just a different uh, – was it a how, – how would you say it? it was, was it like a conflict of interest or was it just, you know – want to go a different direction but since you've been there how many team managers have you had <laughs> uh i guess just uh just two or three if you count morris coming right. in and filling in he was actually awesome ron morris was really good this weekend it was cool he was you know coming and pointing out lines and uh-huh. you know I, this is what i would do i think he should you know this line and he was running around all over the track i could see him yeah, um, he told running me running around on the track, you know, <laughs> cheering us on and stuff. So it was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, he told me the other day that he was uh, surprised he didn't get kicked off the track. Oh, Watson, well, he probably <laughs> had the right pass. You didn't, you guys didn't have the right pass. Well, yeah. I didn't. We don't have them. We're 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 just a privateer team. We didn't even have a. What about Sipes for your open spot, Watson? What about him? That's a good call, Steve. Right? Yeah. Why don't you be his agent? Do you need? An, do you have an agent still, Sipes? I'm working with. I gotta be Nicoletti's uh, agent right now. I'm working with Nicoletti. Nicoletti. Do yeah. you have an agent, Sipes? Where's Nicoletti going? I don't know. Uh, I gotta I get have a, a, gotta get him a ride. I have Bob Moore um, at uh, Wasserman helps me out some. Um, I'm kind of kind of um, I'm taking on a little bit more of it myself this year. Right. But uh, he's definitely you know in my corner and 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 coaching me through it and helping me out for well, sure. So Watson's team is heavily um, involved with WMG, so I like it. It's already we there. Are. Yeah, he, sure. he actually told me if uh, if Kenny would ever call me back that uh, you know, and we went through with something. That dude, don't even start. Don't even start. Don't them. Dude, they could represent both. So he's like, yeah, he's like, if you go that way, you're on your own. Hey, like, all right, well, hey, I can handle it. Hey, 
Don't make it sound like I don't talk to you. Don't don't talk. Don't. I know. You did call me back. You did call me back, and I appreciate okay. it. Okay. Well, because Kenny, call, Kenny's call, big thing on the show his is beef, I call everybody his beef back. is that people who don't call people back. So he does. Yeah. I call people back, and when, as soon as I make my decision, what we're going to do, every person that called me and, right. and will get a call back because, right. like I said many, many times, this I, industry I, sucks because if you're a mechanic, team manager, Goggle guy, gear guy, you know you didn't get your deal when you don't get the phone call. And you're calling and calling. Dude, if you don't want to hire me, just say, hey, uh, I don't got a spot. Uh, hey, Instead of just blowing uh, people off. Blowing people off is the most dude. rude, disrespectful thing to do. When I was a mechanic, it happened all the time. Me yeah. too. Yeah. That's why I hated it. I and then when 100% you s- agree. And then when you <laughs> see the people at the, at the races, they go, bro, bro, you're not my bro. <laughs> Bros call each other back. Friends call it, hey, guy. No, I'm not even guy. I'm a piece of shit. Just call me piece of shit because you don't call me back. That's what you think of me. So don't pretend Definitely like you're not. my friend. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. I, I'd I go, agree. I'd go racing say, with hey, we don't, We're not interested or you suck too bad to be on this team, then just not call back. Right. Yeah. That's just the cheater way out. You yeah, know? that's the sissy way out. Um, yeah. So you, you do, got time you, do you know if your guys are going to go 450 next year? Do you, do you know if that's happening? Like, is there going to be some the same deal as, as this year? Is there could be a 450 spot for you? Um, I think they're going to go back to an all lights team. Okay. Do you know if Valley I, I is think, Valley is Valley staying? Are they staying together, or is it just a uh, oh. oh, one year deal? Is it Valley no, Star? It, it, is yeah, it going to be both? Okay. Okay, back, but probably most likely or best something back back to lights. One truck, go um, for it. I, I'd I'd take Ryan yeah, Saps racing, Kenny. I'd take him racing. It's probably an option out there, Steve. I don't have a team. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe Pulp MX if uh, he doesn't get a ride, can put well, something together I, for him. I, I got to work with Nicoletti. I would take Sipes over Nicoletti. No, I know, but I still I'm working on getting Nicoletti <laughs> something, and you know Nicoletti's probably gonna go 450 on the, the last few nationals. Good for him. So for what? I don't know for that team or not. I'm not, Is that I'm not a sure. Canadian hey, guy? Kenny, no. Kenny, I was just busting your balls, buddy. That's all good. Uh, my friend. That's hey, all you, good, my speaking friend. of Canadian guy, uh, and by the way, phone screener, just answer the phones. Don't okay. ask, don't ask questions. Sorry. Um, uh, Cole Thompson, the great White Hope, got a ride, didn't go so well. But for a brief time, he was 12th overall in time qualifying. So, yeah, he's a he's a cool kid too. He uh, mm-hmm. we we did you know the whole dealer signing and running around, ate some food and stuff. And he's a cool kid. He's like he's like you can tell he's super young, you know. Right. And he don't get out much. He goes and rides, and that's about it. But he's a cool kid, and it seems like he he wants it. You know, it's just too bad he kind of piled it up. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, how many years for you now, racing pro? Uh, turn pro full time in '05, so seven years. Be year number eight. Yeah, yeah. No seven. Going in thirteen will be eight. Uh, well, no. If you count five, six, seven, oh. eight, nine, ten. Five, you know what I'm saying? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, yeah. You're right. Eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my Canadian math. Um. <laughs> uh. Hey, you know something I like asking people on the show is what do you think about the YZ450F. Obviously, uh, Kyle Regal is, is just killing it for that team. <laughs> um, you know, j- <laughs> he gets good starts. I mean, what do you think of it? Well, honestly, what I mean, it's not as bad as you know. Like, I I've got I've talked to riders that are like, I'll ride for anybody who that doesn't have a YZ450F team, and I'm just like, come on, like really? I, it's not as bad as what people say. But well, you what think do you it's think? the worst motorcycle in the world, Steve? No, that's JT. You're getting me mixed up with JT. Oh, okay, JT thinks that. Uh, what do you think, Ryan Types? I think it's uh, it's a work in progress. You know, we made it a ton better from mm-hmm. where we started. Yep. And, uh, no, it's not the worst motorcycle in the world. I mean, 
if you think back and go ride like a you know an o four something or another like you and then you go and ride that bike you're like okay yeah it's pretty good you know what i'm saying <laughs> right it's right. just uh it's um for me like at times i can go really fast on it mm-hmm. and then at times you know um it'll do some weird stuff but we've made it probably 50 percent better right since right. i've been there you know and i still think um like the, the move down was in no way associated with that yeah. it was like the yeah. team needed a guy and yeah. i'm like okay you know i'll do it but um it's i mean i still feel like i can go out there and run top five speed you uh-huh. know especially on a track that like like a washugal or a unadilla or a steel city or something that's that's mm-hmm. kind of my um my kind of track you know my kind right. of dirt yep. um stuff like that now I go to, to a sand track i mean you can put me on any bike and i'm not going to be <laughs> that great you know, but yeah. so uh, you're not you won't ride for the nations for us this year. <laughs> yeah, you're out. No, no, I'll be sitting out Lamo, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um do you find like a lot of guys I talk to, when you add power to it it gets worse? It gets a little sketchier? You almost gotta ride a little mellow, a little stalker, a little more towards stock? Um, I think that's true with any bike really. Yeah. I mean you get it's it's like a weird kind of a I don't know, algebra or calculus equation, but when you add power like the frame does different things and it stresses in different spots and tweaks more. And then all of a sudden you got a time bomb under you, you know? So I think you, it actually worked pretty good for me to have good throttle control and you don't, you know, you don't go around revving the bike, but you don't do that on a 450 anyways. There's some people that do. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's just set up for them to do that, but uh, maybe it's toned down some, but for me, you know, it was trying to, control the throttle a little bit because yeah when you just grab a handful and the bike's really not ready for it or you're not ready for it don't have enough strength for it yeah you're gonna right it's gonna yard sell you yeah. um, and let's not forget you rode the steel frame suzuki rmz 05 250f which was maybe the best pile ever yeah that, that thing was uh hey i did like Pretty good on it for what it was. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. kind of a pile. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. <laughs> I wasn't remember very getting good. on, uh, getting because I rode them for three years, oh four, oh five, oh six, and I'm thinking, yeah, you know, it's not the best, but it's not that bad. And then I get on the, the Honda for oh seven, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> they, these guys are cheating. Right. <laughs> um, you know, Kenny uh, Sipes is just like Canary. Just go for the triple. Don't go for the home runs and the big name guys. And I'm not saying you're doing it, Kenny. I'm just saying a lot of teams do it. Let's get the Izzies. Let's get the Stroops. Let's get the Hannies. And then we got a Sipes and a Canary and, and just these solid veteran guys that aren't going to complain, are going to give it their all, no drama, and be great additions to the team. Like a money ball. Be done. <laughs> you're like a, you're like an agent, dude. You're just no, fucking me up. It's, good. it's just it's just a pet peeve but, of mine. But you kind of insult me because I don't feel like a veteran. I feel like well, I'm 22 years old. I know I'm pretty old, but right, I don't feel like a veteran. My, my thing in the sport it just fucking pisses me off because you, and, and Kenny and, and Kenny and I have gotten into it. And Watson's told me you know a lot of times the sponsors energy drinks or or a Dodge or I'm not saying Dodge but a Dodge or a Sequan or whatever. They want the name, and then maybe the results don't matter. And I'm always like, what are these guys doing? There's a Sipes. There's a Canary. There's a Chisholm. Uh, they don't get hurt that much. They're solid guys. And Watson's heard it a million times. He's already tuned out. But it just it just makes me wonder. That's all. So. Well, there's, that's the difference between the business side and the 
you know, the mm-hmm. common guy looking at it side. Right. You yeah. know, you, I like the way you but, say that. Mathis is the common guy. He is. He doesn't like to think he's the common guy. He thinks he knows everything. I know everything. Except for anything. Um, what's up with Stroop? Is he done? Stroop's done? Sipes? I have no idea. That's Sipes. I yeah, don't that's, know. That's, you, you see as much of it as I do. <laughs> I thought you hang out. I thought you and Sipes were boys. I thought that's your guy. That's I didn't say Sipes and I were boys. No, I, just, I mean Sipes. I was no, Stroop and Sipes hang out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I mean, when he's when he's not wherever he is all the time, yeah, we will hang out or whatever. But, <laughs> but uh, no, he just, like, disappears, dude, and then you'll get the random Twitter posts that just don't even make sense. Yeah. Like, uh, where is this guy at? What is he doing? Someone told me but, a while ago on your team that they were tr- that he heard they were trying to fire him, but he wouldn't answer the phone. So they couldn't tell. He wouldn't answer the phone to say, hey, bring your bike back. <laughs> so I don't know where that, how that, when that, if that got any better or not. I don't know. I miss Troop, though. Good guy. <laughs> Funny guy. Um, well, hey, thanks for coming on tonight. Appreciate it. Um, like I said, good thanks luck with everything going. next year. Are you, so your light's the rest of the way? Do we know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish it out. I mean, because okay. they got, uh, they got, they actually took that bike that I was riding. Um, and I think Izzy's going to ride it for the rest of the summer. So I yeah. kind of don't even have a 450 to ride, even if I wanted to. But so Izzy's going to be. I mean, I'm having yeah. fun on the. Yeah, he's going to be on that bike. But I'm having a lot of fun on the 250. So right. I'm going to stick with that and see if I can't break into that top five and 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 run with those guys. I mean, last year my, you know, my speed was there, and I don't right. think I'm far off, um, especially kind of for just winging it. So right. I'm going to try to work hard and and get up there because. I want to dice with those guys. Did you go out with Diana Dahlgren? Someone in the chat room said you did. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> did you? Huh. We were friends. Okay. Aww. Oh, wow. Very nice. All right. Keep it down over there. Just answer the phones, bro. That has nothing to do with motocross racing. Why would you even bring that up? Because someone in the chat room asked Big him. Big deal. Ask him. Is this, is this not a – yeah, this is a motocross show. This oh, I thought is it was, not a – The same love line, not dude. E, this, this is not E-Hollywood story. Well, see, hey, welcome to my world with Steve <laughs> Mathis. It's, it's his job to cover everything. On and off the track. It has to do with moto, though. She's Next in question. Industry. Oh, it has to do Sorry. with moto. Has to do with moto. Ryan Sipes' private life <laughs> has to do with moto. That has something to do with it, what he does off the track and what he wants here, to do in his free apparently. time. Apparently. Here we uh, go. All right. You guys. Not at all. Not at all. Exactly. Thank you, Sipes. It's Kenny, Mathis's job to report everything. I just asked a question. Just hire Sipes, get a triple, get, and be happy. Stop going for the home runs. That's it. Okay. Sure, whatever you're you want. I got your 2013 team, Sipes Canari. Boom. Oh, Stamp yeah, it. that'd Stamp be awesome. It. Stamp it. Yeah, let me let me, let me me call my sponsors and see if that's what they really like. Okay. And if that's the case, I'll, I'll run their contracts through you. Is that okay? <laughs> that's Why great. don't you Thank just you. keep doing what you do, and I'll keep doing what right. I do? Because well, I don't did see win no, the Innovator Award. I don't see you, any awards around here about your writing or yeah. how great you are. Right. And I mean, you, only, only award I see that you have a trophy is she's sitting right across there. That's all you got. Yeah, yeah. So you better tighten your game up right. because that sh- can leave that's any time right. too. I know. I know. You're right. I don't that's have golden. the Innovator Award. No, you don't have anything. No. But a, a board here and a microphone to talk into to wah, talk wah, wah. <laughs> and Pookie. So, hey. Well said. You guys are funny. Um, you guys are funny. Sipes, uh, have a good off week, uh, a couple off weeks, and uh, we will see you at uh, Southwick. Um, Watson was at Washugo, but he will not see you for the rest of the Nationals. So, you, But you got each other's well, numbers, so that's good. Um, yeah. th- thanks for coming thanks on. Thanks for the call, guys. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thanks for the call. Anytime, take, man. Let take care. Know. Take care, Ryan. Good luck the rest of the way, bud. Thanks, man.
All right, thank bye. you. Bye. Uh, hey, don't speak until you're spoken to, Pookie. You don't say bye to the riders. <laughs> Why not? Like Star him. Racing Ryan Sipes, everybody. Yeah, Sipes, um, good, good dude. I agree with you 100%, Steve. I, I like Sipes. No, he's a good guy. If you, do you know him well? Like, do you? I don't know how much you would interact with him. I know Sipes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm cool with Sipes. Right, we're, right, we're cool. yeah. Um, I, I don't know. But, yeah, Ryan Sipes uh, looking for a ride next year. And I think an 8.8 on a, on a light spike, you didn't ride one during the week, is solid. Yeah, dude, he, I mean, he was up there. I didn't know who it was at first. So I was like, "Who is that?" <laughs> uh, he's got the neck brace and the full chest pro. Well, they well, so his numbers. Exactly I couldn't see the front of the plate because it kind of had mud all over it. And then the side, his numbers were so small, and he had the big metal militia of logos on the side of his bike. They looked right. like big happy face. Like uh, when you tweet something, you put the happy face. It looked like those on the side. He beat he beat Jason Anderson. He beat uh, Mookie. He beat Jesse Nelson. He beat Davalos. Beat a lot of heavy hitters. Jake he beat Davalos, huh? Yeah. Wow, that's a heavy hitter. I'm just saying. What what was Davalos's finish this weekend? Davalos finished uh, 18 12. It was his first race back after oh. missing a bunch. That ain't bad. So, uh, that class is gnarly, though. Top it 15s. Is, yeah. Top 15s. Toss up. Yeah, it, it is. It, and you don't get a start. Yeah, it's pretty tough unless you're one of the big four guys. Um, that was Ryan Sipes. We heard from Josh Hill. We're going to roll it on over to our next guest. He got a podium at Washugal, uh, third overall on the day, and uh, former winner of Washugal. All around great guy, and uh, his wife just bought his her old Plano Honda race bike back. Andrew Short, what's up? What's up? Not much, you? No, we're just doing a Tuesday show, you know. This is the regular yeah, Tuesday yeah. show. Um, short, right. suck it, suck it, short. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I like I you. Love I like oh, I like geez. you, dude. I, I like, we got a man crush going. Mosier, move over. <laughs> There's no. Hey, did you right. hey, did you hear? Did you see the tweet? That, that they threw out last night. I said, Mosier loves Short so much. Short could shave his pube hairs, and Mosier would super glue him to his face. <laughs> yeah, I actually saw it because Mathis retweeted it, but yeah. it was pretty funny. Um, and Mosier said, yeah, you're right. I probably would. <laughs> That's the sad <laughs> thing about it. I, uh, I can't wait tomorrow when Mosier transcribes his uh, interview with you after the race for, for Popo Max. That should be great. Yeah, yeah, I tried to delay it or get a get around it for as long as I could, and then we were leaving the track, and he was still sitting there. So I just grabbed his recorder that you gave to him. I don't know why. And <laughs> I know. just did it myself. I read the questions and just did it. Oh, man. Um, hey, Washugal, uh went all right for you, third overall. Your, your return to the podium after missing it for a few races. And uh, I guess talk about it. Were you pumped on it? Yeah, you, you lost touch with the leaders a little bit, but third overall in the end of the day. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a step in the right direction. The, the couple races before that were horrible for me, and I kind of dug myself in a hole. So uh, mm-hmm. it was good to kind of get it, you know, see some light at the end of the tunnel. And the break came at a great time for me. And it could have come a little earlier, honestly, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, you have to make the best of it. Still enjoyed it. I always go good at Washougal for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy the track and have good results there. So what? I'll take it. I heard a lot of complaining about the track. A lot of complaining. Really? Oh yeah, guys, just you know, it's, it, you can't you can't pass anywhere. You can't if you don't get a start, you're screwed. It's the roost is killing yeah. you. Uh, the roost is killing me. It's too dark in the trees. You name it, I heard it. But, See, if I if I was racing and the roost was killing me, I would make sure I got a good start. Yeah, <laughs> no, I would say shit. You, you they're gonna get pounded. Yeah, for you 40 put a minutes. big bore in it and just go for it. Huh? That's your style. <laughs> Oh. oh. Okay. Oh. All right. You know I what? You know hey, what? Hey, I'm going to do the same thing I do to O'Rourke for you. Oh. 
Silent treatment. I love it. Headsets off. Um, nice. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. That was good. Hey, so what? Um, but what is it about the track that you like? What you just you like going there? I mean, do you like the the, the track is kind of beat up, but yeah, it, and point, you have to point and shoot a lot more. You don't have to carry a lot of momentum like some of the tracks and trust mm-hmm. the front end as much. So I think that suits my style a little more. And uh, I don't think the lines change very much during the race. You mm-hmm. know, it's like. Yeah. Once you find your lines, you can stick to it for the whole moto. And right. I think you don't have to think and adapt as much. And that kind of tends to uh, my style. I always kind of struggle with that to, to move out of the line I've been hitting at the beginning of the moto mm-hmm. and adapt as it goes on. But that track doesn't change so much. So, you know, those are a couple of the factors that I think, you know, go my way for that style of track. And uh-huh. I don't know, you know, I can't put a, my thumb on it exactly. But yeah, starts were important, like everyone said. And, I don't know. I think I was a little more rested too. Personally, I was a little more prepared. Yeah. Uh, 702-586-7857 If you want to call in and uh, ask Andrew Short a question, what year was it when you just killed it on the lights? What? What? Uh, what year was that? Two thousand six. Yeah. Oh six. Good. Good day for you. Yeah. Um, uh, RV won in Colorado that year, and then I won there. So. Right. It was kind of like. Yeah, you switched it. We, I, we always laughed out switch. Yeah. Hey, and he's never won at Washugo. How weird is that? Never. One moto. Yeah, never won Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's either really good for him or really bad, it seems like. Yeah, good point. Yeah, weird, huh? Um, hey, yeah. so uh, um, Brooks tells me that, you know, you're, you're overtraining, Roxon's running you ragged, and, uh, and that's reason for some of the results. Do you agree with that, or is that just Larry, you know, looking for something? Do you, do you think he's on to something there that – you know, Roxon stand at your place, and uh, no doubt you guys are going full bore, hundred percent of the time. But uh, do you think there's anything to that? Yeah, I mean, I'm not 18 like Ken Ross. Um, it cracks me up how people say that he doesn't train or work hard, and mm-hmm. he, he's fun. Like everyone thinks he's at the lake just going like all the time or yeah, or hanging out. I don't know what they think he's doing, but he works out a lot, and it's fun for me to have somebody to ride with and do mm-hmm. motos with and everything else, and. I kind of got stuck in that trap where I wasn't recovering enough before the motos. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, everybody's different. You know, yeah. what works for Ryan Dudgy isn't going to work for Ryan Villapoto. And I think it's pretty obvious that Kenny knows what, what Dungey's doing and stuff from Roger. And right. So I, I think they know he's working hard, but there's a lot of different elements it takes to show up on, on Saturday and bet your best. And for me personally, I was maybe resting as much because I was having too much fun riding and training and, mm-hmm. and playing too, you know, like right. you'd go jet ski or or riding bicycles and yeah. just different stuff, you know? So I think that's where he gets frustrated at me sometimes because, uh, uh-huh. I, I got too caught up and having fun, <laughs> you know, riding too much. And right. you, you don't, they don't get points on Wednesday. They get points on Saturday. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I had to pull back a little bit. Yeah. But, but overall having Kenny there, um, has been a positive thing. I mean, it's been, it's been a lot of fun and, and it's it's helped you, do you feel, uh, in the grand scheme of things? Um, I don't know if it's helped me. It's fun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just like the kid, you know. Like yeah. It's fun for me to ride and even go play jump or, you know, with the the jumps. Like, he's an unreal rider. And right. Riding trials bikes or, you know, whatever it is, it's fun to be with him because he's so talented on a dirt bike and I can learn something from him. And he mm-hmm. thinks I'm so square because, you know, I'm not crazy. <laughs> like, I don't go do tricks on the play jumps or right. – go crazy on everything but you know i think we're a good balance when we hang out 
and uh, to be focused for racing. But it seems like our uh, our results there suffered for a while. They kind of went downhill, so right. um, need to be a little smarter maybe. We had a question from a caller um, before uh, a couple about an hour ago asking if we thought Kenny Roxon was having a bad year. And, and Kenny and I, neither one of us were like, dude, you know, first year in America – um, never knew the tracks before. He podiumed, I think, five races in a row. Had a couple of rough last few races, but overall, I mean, I think the kid's doing great, and uh, I think it's a it's a positive thing to have him here. Obviously, what do you think? Uh, are you surprised? Sh- should he be winning more? Or what do you think? Um, I don't really think that's for me to answer. I think that's you know his expectations is he wants to win. He's always won his whole life, and mm-hmm. you know he when he started riding GPs, he, he figured out how to win. Right. He's been here in America, so I don't think he's used to this big of a challenge. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not saying that he's doing something wrong. Like you said, right. it's first year here, and there's a lot to learn, and he's racing against really strong competition. So right. I think it's all in the mind of the beholder, you know, like mm-hmm. wherever your mindset's at, it can be a positive or negative. And I think for him, the biggest thing is, is he's got to have fun because yeah. I think he's trying really hard and he's not seeing the results. And that's uh, right. disappointing for him. And I don't know what goes through his yeah, head, yeah. you know. But so. you've been there as a kid, although maybe you're a little more self-made than him. You know, like I don't want to say not as talented, Shorty, but uh, maybe not as maybe more self-made than him. And maybe there is a chance where he just goes relaxes and goes just jet skiing every day, and 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 maybe his his results improve. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't yeah. know. You know, Marcel did that, right? You did it all. He won. Yeah. I think that's why. You know, he. Ryan does a lot, and uh, Ricky Carmichael did a lot, but Porcel and other people you know, right. John Michelle Bale, there's numerous people who've done less and been really successful. So he yeah. has the talent. Like like you said, he's more talented than me. I, I obviously know that. I ride with him all the time, and he does right. amazing things on a bike. And yeah. He's still real young, and once he figures out that puzzle, I think he'll be unstoppable. Question for you, for all the way from Australia. Um, O'Rourke, what's up? Hey, guys, how are you? Good, how are you? Thanks for calling in. My pleasure. Hello, Andrew, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, i got a quick question for you. I'm just wondering, after your success at Seattle this year and obviously success at Washougal, do you feel Corey Moser is a good luck charm? <laughs> I don't know. about Well, Moser was there when I got hurt at San Diego, too, when I yeah. blew out my shoulder. Yeah. So, ah, yeah. I don't know if he's necessarily the good luck charm, but he... Uh, <laughs> He makes me crack up, that's for sure. He's pretty funny when he's at the races. A little out of hand, but right. uh, a good guy. And it's uh, um, It was cool that he was there when I had two good races. Yeah, good point. He was there when Pike just steamrolled you. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I do, I do have a serious question for Shorty. Um, hypothetically, if Larry came to you this year and said, okay, for 2013, we're having a big change. We're going Chaparral Yamaha YZ450. What would you build? How would you feel about that? Like, when I committed to the team, I knew, uh, you know, they were going with Honda. So that's the main reason I wanted to go with them, to work with Larry and Jeremy and be on equipment that, that you knew. I knew and was yeah. successful with. So I don't think that's an option. But, right. you know, I trust the guys were around, but I, I really like the Honda and the equipment and technology that they have. And you're you're going back there next year, right? There's – you got – Yeah. Yeah. Um, going back to Chaparral Honda again. So. Yep. Um. All right, O'Rourke. Thanks, man. No worries, guys. You have a good good season, Shorty, and um, have a good show.
All right, thanks. Um, yeah. Speaking of Moser, Moser, what's up? Good evening. Good evening. How's okay. everybody? Kenny's coming back. We're good. Um, do you have a question for Chaparral Honda's Andrew Short? A long time to see. Um, no, I don't, it's more of a thank you than anything. No questions. I think I've been questioned out for at least a couple months. <laughs> then why'd you call in? To say thank you for everything this weekend. How was Kenny with you this weekend, Moser? Was he all right? I was still scared of those signs, but looked like he had him in no, the truck. I think we were pretty good. We talked it out. Okay. All right. I got a new beef, though. I want to know oh, why. Boy. I, dude, why was your you, the one guy, the one guy that, that you weren't partying, but you brought some other guy that was drinking a Diet Coke with Jack Daniels in it. Like, I couldn't smell it. And he just kept talking to me about an email from Mathis. Mathis doesn't. Mathis doesn't. I need to get this. I need to get that. Dude. I don't even know who that guy was. He just started following me around. Yeah, I don't know. All right, no worries. Then. But, uh, I did want to say thanks, Kenny. Uh, that uh, Well, thanks to Kenny and Andrew both. How funny is this? My other buddy, the little kid that we set up on uh, Hill's bike. Yeah. He got his picture. That guy was stoked. And then at the end of the day, Short gave him his hat and signed. Wow. And autographed. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't even know you Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. He, was, uh, he called me. He's like, oh, I can't believe Short gave my son. His hat, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, you know me and Short are good like that, dude. <laughs> me and Andrew, man, we're tight like that. We're boys, but he could suck. It. Yeah, <laughs> you, hung, you, you hung up on Moser. Oh, Moser, she hung up on Moser. That's uh, okay. It's okay. Oops. It's, it's all right. That's all right. Who's on one? Sinjin's girlfriend. Oh, she loves Andrew Short. She does. Oh yeah, I try to tell her she he's he's married, but doesn't. doesn't Welcome stop to the show. Him. Who's this? Hi. Um, I just had a question, really, really quick. I've what told you, DM I've told you ten times. Andrew Short is married. Okay, give, okay. give uh, up, give up. I know you like those white eyebrows, but give up. <laughs> okay, I got Sinjin. Okay, next question. What? Hey, what does BTO stand for? BTO. Steve. Yeah. Come on. It's uh. Yeah, it's uh. Uh, it's brothers. B uh, I, I think I. I think I knew this at one point. Hey, I don't remember. I don't care what any more callers. This is the winner of the neck brace. Great question. Great question. You are the winner. Ain't no one topping you because I don't know it and Steve doesn't know it. Yeah, good. So good, you know what? Good, good question. Congratulations, since his girlfriend. Next time you guys go into the bedroom, wear that neck brace for whiplash. You're gonna need it, Sinjin. <laughs> do your thing. No, congratulations for real. Yeah, that's, that that was a really good question, and we do not know. And I think we should know. We probably yeah. should. Built to I order. Been it too. She asked me. I was like, I don't know. Call the pulled neck show, and she did. Yeah, perfect. Um, congratulations, Sinjin. We're gonna put you on hold, and uh, Pookie's gonna get your info. Uh, Dang it! For the for the neck brace. For the neck brace. She just wanted. Hey. You just want a neck brace, buddy. Congratulations. Fly racing. Give your chick a kiss. Man, Kenny just hooks everything up. Fly racing. No, you, well, dude, racing, we had a contest. USA. The yeah. best question won the new That's neck brace. Right. And that You're was right. the best question of the night. And Shorty, Shorty's Thank you for the shirt, Kenny. No problem, girl. And Shorty's a fan of Fly Racing USA. Yep. Which supports support Fly. That means you support Fly. That means uh, Andrew Short's still going to get paid. And that's <laughs> oh. a, that's a big problem. He has a big, he has a big ranch out there. Yeah. And Jackie just bought a new dirt bike. So. All right. Uh, thanks. We're gonna put you on hold. Uh, Hey Shorty, how how is that old Plano Honda bike? Yeah, let's talk about that. Is it all? Is it a rust bucket or is it still pretty clean? No, it's horrible, and she paid way too much for it. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, when I'm gone, she's going to get it. 
And then by the time I get home from the race, the bike's here. Like the bumper on the shock is just completely destroyed. It looks like a dog just chewed on it. And there's no rim locks on the bike. Does she want it? Does she want it to, to for a display, or does she want to ride it? I've asked her, and she told me both. So I don't know what to do. Um, you can't do and both. I even tried to call PC today to order a pipe for it, and they don't even make them anymore, dude. And they dude. said they won't make any more unless there's like so many back orders. Wow. So hey, uh, hey, she wants it like as she raced. Hey, tell her, <laughs> tell her. To get a hold of me on Twitter and text me her number, and I'll get a hold of her. I, I I know someone that has mass parts for those bikes. No, okay, yeah. Yeah, I could get her I'll dialed. I'll do it because she ain't going to do nothing. Yeah, I've yeah, yeah. I ordered a bunch of stuff for it. So. Yeah. You know what's crazy, too? One of my buddies. Um, what year is it? Sorry. I, 2000. 2000. So yeah, 2000, 2001. Yeah. But one of my buddies has Bradshaw's Manchester bike. Up in Northern oh, California, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I like I want to do a project with him and restore that thing, and then get Damon to sign it. That'd be so bitching. Yeah, but that'd, that'd be cool. I'd love to do that for Jackie. I, I'll I'll take care of that for you. Well, I mean, Kenny, Kenny was an innovator of women's motocross racing. So you know what? Like I said, I've only had one chick that's ever ridden for me, and right. it was her, and it was always fun when but she was around. Shorty, explain like she was just looking in the classifieds, like she, or she she knew somebody who had her old bike. They contacted her, or was it totally random? No. Like, her dad rides a bunch of, like, vintage bikes, right? Right. And so all the Houston guys that ride at Rio Bravo, they're always on Craigslist and eBay looking at Honda stuff, and he came across it. And the guy's ad that he put on there was hilarious. So then once Jackie saw that, she had to have it. So was it her her bike for sure? Oh, yeah. The sticker, like, everything's still on there. It's funny. Oh, really? Jackie's... uh... Jackie's personal stickers, all that stuff was? Yeah, like the the suspension stickers, everything still says Hudson, all the Plano seat cover and everything. Jeez, okay. How do you feel about that when you see your name Hudson? Does it freak you out? Yeah. You get pissed? (laughs) You get get mad? I just looked at the bike and I was like, man, that's a lot of work. Dude, you should walk into the garage and hold her hand just like you guys were at Sacramento Uh, in 2000. Oh, here we go. Walk by holding hands. (laughs) I uh, (laughs) I, Hold hands, guy. I don't know where you like envision this. I uh, I don't know. I I always say, man. I always I, I don't even know if I really saw, it, but I I I, like, I pictured in my mind right here. I pictured in my mind. I, I told Pookie that uh, uh, if we get divorced, she's not allowed to take her old name back. Like she can't. No way. That's my name. You're now. If we get divorced, uh, you ain't telling me what to do. You're now a Mathis. That's bottom line. <laughs> That's it. Um, Who gets the dogs? The dogs. <laughs> Uh, I yeah. get, I Steve get, gets Hogan. I get Hogan, and she can have the other three. No way. Uh, you take the other three. Moser's back on the line. Our call screener hung up on him, but he's back on the line. Mose, it was good seeing you this weekend. Um, thank you for parading the Pulp Mex cooler around. That was awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, good, good publicity. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, is my check in the mail then? Yeah, I like the. Uh, are you having that interview done for tomorrow for the website? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I've been busy. I got uh, bath times coming up here shortly. I got two girls now. It uh, keeps you busy. Uh, yeah, heating floors. I bet she's just flying off the shelves. Heated floors. Uh, in the in the middle of summer, yeah, it's busy time. Um, uh, in short, how do you get ready for Southwick? Is there anything special you do? do you have, is there sand down there in Texas somewhere? Or? Yeah, Sage's track's pretty sandy. Actually, it's really sandy. So, yeah, that's the best place for me. Um. All right, Moser. Thanks, bud. Are you anything else? No, I'm good. Thank you. Um, all right, Moser. Thanks. See ya. Right, Till next time. Bye. Bye, Moser. Um.
Anyways, uh, yeah, that's a funny story about that Plano bike. I can't believe it's still around. I, her photo, the graphics were all faded too, and everything. Like it just looked like it was just sitting out in the sun. Uh, good times. Um, so for you, uh, Shorty, fourth in the points. Um, I guess third's kind of ha- far ahead of you, but uh, just a matter of put, trying to put each race together and, and do the best you can, huh? Yeah, I just want to finish the season strong. Like I've had a bad middle part. I started off really strong. And- yep. It just kind of fizzled. So I want to get the, the train back on the tracks and have some fun and, and uh, try to improve and end the season on a strong point. Did I see any press releases for the Monster Energy Cup for you yet? Did I see them? Mm, yeah, Supercross. So Brooks will be there for sure. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, every weekend I'm asking him, hey, Larry, do you remember this track? And he's like, dude, they moved the pits. They moved the entrance. I don't remember the, <laughs> the, the, the manager's tower. Every weekend it's a new thing for him trying to rediscover He wasn't the in the place. tower. He didn't go to the tower? No. I didn't see him in the tower. I don't know if he said tower this weekend, but at point. I yeah. guarantee you Brooks was uh, on the track. Brooks was on yeah, the track. Yeah, he's on the track in the middle. Yeah. Do, does he get near the starting gate? Will they let him in there? Uh, he tried this weekend, but they were pretty tight with it. So <laughs> but He walks the whole track. He, I love it. Like I see him all over the place. Yeah. yeah he's, he's just aggro, too. Head down. Just I seen him. At, I, will, yeah. I went to dinner, and I bumped into Andrew and Larry and their whole team at, at dinner yeah. after the race. And uh, Larry seemed like he's in pretty good spirits. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. yeah he... I, I would just like to hear what they said when I walked away, but <laughs> I, I didn't have my <laughs> microphone set up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, judging by that laugh, uh, Shorty's probably not going to tell us. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, a- Andrew, thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Uh, good times. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, hey, overall. Andrew, keep in touch, and, I'll, and, uh, and uh, let's get that thing dialed in. I'll, I'll help you out. I know exactly what whatever you guys need for motor and suspension. I mean, uh, pipe and stuff. We can get it going. I could even probably get okay. you the, uh, the original graphics, too. Oh, that'd be sick. I just remember because a, a guy bought all of our spare stuff at the end of the year, and I still keep in contact with the guy. He's like a vintage guy. And right. He still has one of the bikes, so I'm pretty sure he has a pipe. There you go. All right. Sweet. Uh, thanks, Shorty. Thanks, Ed. Come All on. right, Chaparral Honda's Andrew Short on the line, third place uh, overall. Let's uh, we're gonna take our second and last commercial break of the night. We're gonna come back with JT, tweet at tits, tweet at Pookie segment, tweet at Pookie's tits, tweet at Pookie's. No, I'm not gonna say that. I did. Uh, yeah, you did. And uh, Ryan Villapoto is still to come. Uh, Villapoto will be on about eight thirty our time. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you to BTOSports.com. Thank you to uh, the Circle Jerkies, uh, Fly Racing. For giving away prizes, X Brand goggles. And congratulations to Sinjin and his chick for uh, uh, winning the next race. FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Under a Rock for Fosgate, Race Tech, FMF, uh, Fly and Fly Racing, of course. Let's do, as we go to commercial, you want to do the first two callers? Yes. First two callers are going to win Free Gun Underwear Board Shorts. And uh, we're going to commercial. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you when we get back. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulp Mech Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOSports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a math-sized discount. 
BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new pro-launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set-it-and-forget-it deal featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the 1-2-3 Easy Build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radio braces and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly Racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature Carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? You 
know over the years they've improved tremendously and they never settle and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at facebook.com slash flyracing or twitter.com slash flyracingusa. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. I left alone. My mind was blank. 
Watson, very excited for Iron Maiden. Dude, energy. Full you, energy. You like I it? I, I no, I don't like it. I love I it. I mean, what about last night's music? That was good. What about Swiss Corps' intro? That was, that was good. Had a you little like lag wagon. Yeah. Violins. Good song. What's up? Nothing. I was going to say I wish I would have got to pick the music since I was the special guest tonight. Quiet. Sorry. Pipe down. I, w- hey. I want to put some good stuff in. It's it's time. It's time, everybody. The BTOsports.com. Tweet at Pookie segment. Let's get it going. What's that? Tweet at Pookie? We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important button from BTOsports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits QA segment where your twatted questions find answers. Alright, these are actual questions from actual listeners. Uh, directed last night at uh, the Tits Legendary and directed today at uh, Pookie. Mathis, so uh, she's culled through the best ones, and uh, these are these are them. I got the best ones right here. All right, let's do it. Who picked best them? one first. Uh, she picked them, I think. I picked them. Perfect. From my fellow Stern superfan, Piper419, wants, wants to know, he said, Caroli said he wanted to race Southwick. Is this happening, and how will he do against our top guys? It's not happening. There was, Dang. There was a talk of it, but he lost 47 points in the title like two races ago. So he's uh, he's not going to be there. They have to concentrate on the world championship. So he's out. Somebody else also. How would he about, do? Uh, He'd be top five. Oh, so uh, just Justin no. Ride two five one also said, "Will Zachy Poo be racing Southwick?" Uh, up in the air right now. Up in the air right now. Okay, uh, Slim two eighty said, "How does it feel to be married to the sexiest man in moto?" I think that's for me, and it feels awesome. And Chandler three forty one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How legit are the rumors of Purcell coming to America? And if he does come, how will he do? Um, I know JGR talked to him. I know Jeff Ward's talked to him. Kenny, you you spoke about him. I don't know recently or not, but they're out there. He wants to come back. I guess. Um, from what I hear, it's just about the money. 
if you can pay him what he wants, he'll be here. If not, he'll stay in Europe. What do, we, what do you think, Kenny? Am I on the mark? Or? Of course you are. No, I mean, for real. I of mean, course you are. Do you think he has a desire to uh, to race here, or is it more about trying uh, to get paid? I, I, Mike? You know what? Uh, I don't think it's just Kristoff. I think it's every guy that races. I think they, they have a value, and that's what they want. Um, they risk their lives, and they... You know, especially for him, it, it it costs him a lot of money to race here because he has to move here. Yep. He, you know, it, you know, all the expenses he has, and he has a price tag. He, you know, I think he's comfortable over there, and yep. uh, he put it this way: he's just not going to come here just to go live the dream and come race here. He's already done that. Right. Right. So I think it has to be profitable for him. And if someone wants to pay him to come do that, I think he'll come. Yeah. Um, I think he can do really well. I think he's a really, really, really good rider. Chances he comes here. What do you think, percentage wise? Slim. Slim. Yeah, personally, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, mean yeah. I, I can't see. Uh, I could speak for myself. I could. We could not pay him what he wanted to come race right. here, uh, at that at that level. And and no disrespect to him, I think he's. Should, I don't think he wins. Oh, I, I I don't. It's not even about his results. It's I just don't think that. Yeah. Um, for for the the kind of money that he is demanding, um, and wants. Um, I think that uh, those are the type of numbers that you're. Those are the guys that are winning, and the numbers. Yeah, they are. Right. And and that's great if he can get it. High five to him. Um, no, and I I just think it's going to be tough. Yeah. But if he does come here, I wish him the best of luck. I think yeah. he's a he's a great a great rider. Um, don't really know the guy that well, but I, I have nothing you know bad to say about the guy. I, I wish yeah. him the best. And even though that uh, you know uh, he made me a thousand dollars from not performing on the Yamaha. I, I mean, I bet against him, <laughs> that's, that's not because point. I forgot about that. Yeah. I bet against him because not his riding ability, just the situation he was in mm -hmm. at the time. That was it. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think you ever questioned his ability. You were just like, "Hey, too much, too soon, not going to be ready, and all that." And um, all right, next question. Okay, next question from Moto Oklahoma. Why hasn't Bam Bam been Bam Bam this year? Is he riding smarter or softer? No, smarter. I think yeah. he tried to do it. He threw a little Bam this week. A little weekend. this. He said he could have gone more. I it think was. He's... It wasn't a Bam Bam. It was a bump bump. Bump. <laughs> Uh, he's riding better. He's riding smarter, I think. Um, and he's making less enemies, so good for him. He's getting smarter. Six time. Training with six time. That's what six time told him, probably. And Gracasa5 said, what is the strap that Barsha wears above his chest for? That holds down his lay-up brace. Yeah. Or, like, if it's if it's the strap under a jersey, it would be a heart rate monitor. Right. Kind of like the one you have on. Yeah. Uh, Cowie Jumper 201 says, how much longer will Washugal be on the circuit? How do I know? I don't know. Probably a long time. I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I mean, it has good fans. I think yeah. it's a good. I draw. think they were in danger with the local authorities, but I think that's that's all straightened out. Oh, really? Yeah. I it, know. There was some like sketchiness. So I, I just know it's not the easiest place to get in and out of. Yeah, for sure. I not. mean, it freaking took me, and I left in. Well, they had construction this year. Okay. Well, that that makes it up. The car flipping in front of us off the side of the road probably has something to do with it, too, but that's eh, construction. Construction. <laughs> uh, Corey Moser says, is it weird that Baggett runs the same tire combination at virtually every race? No, because every track is about the same, uh, except for Washougal, Southwick. They're all sawdust, Well, you ripped, know, well that's a good question for Moj, but to let you know, he ran the same combination the first moto. Um, that he always ran, and nice. it didn't work. Yeah. So he went to a different combination, yeah. the second moto. And yeah, he's being showed. a little stubborn, uh, just going with what he what he knew. And yeah, and they, were, they told right. him, and dude, they put him on the ground a couple times. So. Yeah. All right. 
All right. Uh, Bob from Omaha says, Fro mentioned that Mookie was locked down for another two years at JDR. What gives? Any chance he runs a 450 during that time? I don't know. I, I don't know if he's locked down for two more years. For sure next year. I know that. But if I'm Mookie and Big James, I think I'm trying to maybe get out of that deal or maybe not. I mean, a lot of problems. Nathan Ramsey, our buddy over there, they've had a lot of problems. And uh, I don't know how much of it is Mookie, how much of it is the mechanic, how much of it is the bike. There's been a lot of problems. And uh, not having a good year. So we'll see. Maybe he'll be back there. I know, I know he's going back. He's got a contract. So, But when's the last time a contract stopped anybody? Especially in that family. <laughs> okay, Ryan Greening says, is Chad planning on racing MXDN? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, what's MXDM, Pookie? Uh, motocross designations. She went there last year. Yeah, I guarantee. I guarantee you, our 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 normal guy wouldn't know what that means. He might. Yeah, he'd know it. No, I give him that. I don't give him much, but I will give him that. Okay. Uh, two months ago, Chad said he was in to me, and a couple weeks ago, he's like, it's gonna be really tough. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Old Reader's been on the, under the radar lately. He has been, yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's, yeah, he's not either, much Twitter action. He's either head to the grindstone or... Get, paving his go-kart track. Doing something. Um, I don't know. I tried to get him out here for the 100th. Remember, that was our original plan. He was over us. He said, no way. Yeah. He's too busy for that yeah. shit. Just had a kid. Yeah, we had to hire a Learjet to get him out here, and that was just little... That's DMX budget right there. DMX DMX budget. budget, yeah. That's not Pulp MX budget. Yeah, absolutely. Southwest and a free hotel room is more our style. <laughs> Okay, and then someone EB suspension said, I would like to know what some of the riders complain about when they don't like the tires they run, like Baguette at Washougal. They're just, it's for the wrong terrain. It's pushing. Um, what does pushing mean? Uh, means it's uh, not stopping in time and the bike is just going forward. Um, a lot of 250Fs run two, 2.5 rear wheels. What's that mean? Wider? The width. Wider? You know? Yeah. Um, and I think if you have a real ruddy track, um, there uh, could be a situation. That's not the key. A wider a wider rim isn't the key in a rut. No, a wider. no. Yeah, so, um, yeah, kind of stuff like that. I mean, grip, traction, the, the normal stuff, air pressure, uh, all affects the tire. It's crazy, the tire technology and the things that the guys notice on the. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, it's like now that there's only one really tire company out there, did everyone? It was different, like when the Bridgestone guys were there and the Pirelli, the Michelin yeah. guys were there. Yeah, it, it's crazy just where it all went. Peter, she shut her phone, she shut yeah, her thing off, yeah. and she's reading questions. Yep, yep, she is. Well, you could help me instead of just laughing at me. Thanks, bros. No, I didn't. I just we looked just, over at you, and I looked. Survived, at, yeah. I just looked over at your husband. And he was all, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and, and my, you know, what my first thought was, if she wasn't over there at least trying, there'd be no one over there. So I give you credit. Oh, you? My nice God, try. Honey. Listen to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so all the right That's the best thing you got going for you in that corner. <laughs> if, if she wasn't there, there'd be nobody there. <laughs> okay, last question. Samuel Wiggins said, "What would Kenny so say? Funny. Steve's best quality is, and what would Steve mm. say Kenny's best quality is?" Oh wow, Kenny, what would you say my best quality would be? <laughs> um, good looks. What does he mean? Um, Dong on a, size on a, on, a, on, a, on a business standpoint or on a personal standpoint? It doesn't. It doesn't specify. The hashtag is bromance. So I think personally. Personally, it says good bromance. looks, dong size, anything like that. I go um, either of those. I don't <laughs> need to know any of that. Um, I I would personally have to say um, 
I kind of see a side of you that a lot of people don't. Like I gave him a lot of shit, but deep down he's a he's a caring good dude, and uh, I think he some of the shit that he writes and he gets himself Love in the situation. This guy right here. I think he's just doing the right thing, but I think he uh, I think he 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 has a he has a good heart downside inside, but sometimes he's an idiot. But inside he he's wow, a, that's a tearjerper. That's sweet, Stevie. That, that is sweet. What's Kenny's let's best? Just, let's quality? move on. Oh, okay. Move on. Ah. Uh, <laughs> This is lame. It that is lame. It? That was the last question. That's oh. it. You, you don't have to tell me how great no. I am. Uh, he's the innovator. He's the innovator. That, that's all you got to say. Move Obviously. on. Kenny, Kenny's made the show. Oh. You, oh. Kenny's made the show. He's there much better is. than Paul Lindsay. There oh. it is. Much better than Paul Lindsay. You said it. I make the show. It, it's 30%? 20 Give you, me give me at least 40 Well, then I got to take it away from him. Oh. Because yours not moving your No, 70. I'm not moving mine. No, no. All I right, stay fuck the you then. You're um, a piece of shit. Uh, um. <laughs> Kenny has his fans. Like when we did the show with Berluti, when Kenny called in sick, I got e- emails and tweets that say, Mathis, the show is better than it's ever been. Keep it going. F Watson. You don't need him. And then I got emails and tweets. Show sucked. Without Kenny, it's nothing. It, you need him in the studio. Make sure he never gets sick again. But it's just <laughs> classic. It's just classic. Both sides. Fans, fans dig it. <laughs> You're all, okay, I got a, a freaking lifetime prescription for yeah. Z pack. He's, yeah. he's gonna be yeah, fine. He's never gonna be sick ever again. Um, so hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. <laughs> I love Ackerman. Yeah. That guy's um, class. Right. Is that it? That's Thanks. all we got. Yeah. Perfect. That's old news, right? Let's do. We're gonna have Ryan Villapoto on here shortly. Let's do. Let's see if JT's around. Give him a call. Call JT right yes. now. Okay. I think if he was awake, he would have been calling us. I know, but let's try to wake him. I want to get a Zwart Cross update. Uh, all right, here we go. Um, Kenny, I don't know if you know this or not, but hey, Steve. I know everything. Longtime bro. listener and, and reader if I don't, of, I'll pretend I know. of your work. I've actually met you in person a couple times back in 99 or 2000 or so. Anyway, while listening to you guys talk about Alessi for Disney Nations and if Mike Genova would put up the money to send him, I wondered – about team budgets. When teams set the budgets for the year, do they take into account they may have to participate in Disney Nations? How far is AMA willing to go to get a team rider to a gate if a chosen rider team can't send an effort? AMA pays for a mechanic and a rider to go and a hotel room for them. And I think they may pay for some shipping, but it's a huge expense for the teams. I know when I went in 03, Team USA, last team member to last team to lose the Mortal Kombat Nations, I was on that team. Yamaha spent four grand extra. Ooh, that's a huge expense. I'm just saying. Maybe it was more. Maybe it was seven. Something like that. Um, and I know, you know, now think about it. They ship two bikes. Everybody, we only shipped one. Everybody ships two bikes. Everybody sends eight million team members, especially judging by the podium uh, picture after USA wins. I don't, that's one thing I do not agree with. Oh, me neither. Yeah. Dude, why do all those people go on the podium? Dude. It's like when the Olymp- when when someone wins a gold medal, freaking every American fan doesn't go on the freaking podium. Dude, tr- trust me, it, it, I can't believe some of those people have the gall to stand up there and go like throw I up the number one. It. I when, can't when believe it. When Chad they, uh... won the title in 05? no, 04? at Yamaha, mm-hmm. I didn't go on the podium. They're like, Mathis, get on the podium, get on the podium. I'm like, why? Tim Ferry didn't win. Like, I, I'm happy for Chad. Good job, rookie and and Corey. And I'm not going up there. I'm yeah. not going up there. I work for Tim Ferry. And uh, and the Disney Nations people, uh, it, it sickens me. It sickens me. What did you have to do with this team? Uh, that's not a team. 
You're you're a supporter. You supported your country. Yeah. So did you tell me when uh, if, if France wins it, they're gonna uh, all the people from freaking France are gonna go up on the podium, all their family and friends? No. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I would I would if I if I had anything to do with it, I would block that. I would say because Roger's always the guy up front, anyways, that blocks everybody. Yeah, he does. He well, does. and I well, got news I, for you. If you're gonna go to the to the the nations and you want to go on the podium, I'm just gonna give you a word of advice. If you see Roger near you, go to the other side because you will not be in the picture. It's a it's a Charles uh, Barkley rebound. He boxes you out like no other. Uh, another question from uh, Nolan here. The pros always talk about chassis adjustments on the show. What is classified as a chassis adjustment on a pro bike? Sorry if I'm being ignorant. I'm just a slow, injured B-class rider that had nothing to do but sit around and think about the changes they make. Love the show. Got me through my stay at the hospital. So chassis adjustments, Kenny. What what, what are we talking here? Give us an idea on chassis uh, adjustments. Chassis could be um, anything from uh, your triple clamps, You know, changing the clamps, changing a link. And what you're doing in changing the triple clamps is you're changing the uh, The, the rake, rake of the front end the of the rake, bike, the trail, in and out. The offset. Yep, and when you do for the link, you're doing the opposite for the rear end of the bike. You know the traction uh, high low, and you could change the chassis position too with the subframe. Back in the lower. day, it was. Uh, you asked me a question about my technical, and yeah. I'm trying to do it, and you keep shutting. Oh, I thought me. you were done. I'm sorry. No, I okay. want to talk about you know chassis adjustments. Yep, keep going. That's about it. Okay. Uh, back in the day, it seemed like changing the rake was a big deal. Big deal. And now nobody does that. They change offsets. Yeah. You know, you know okay. I used to change my no rake uh, on my Suzuki's quite a bit. Um, not on purpose, but the frames would stretch. <laughs> <laughs> and the rake would change quite a bit. The right. guy would go, hey, uh, two races in, dude, this bike does not feel like my, like my other bike. I think at Yamaha with the steel frames, we were four getting... Races. Well, we are getting four races, we were getting 12 millimeters of flex yeah, from standard. Right. Um, I don't know how many millimeters of flex like we didn't measure them. We just right. had the thing I used to borrow from Berlitti to measure. Well, yeah, you would measure your new frame, and then you and then your I would frame. go, oh shit! I I wouldn't measure how far it off it had the stem that went through the head yeah, stay, yeah. and I would go, oh shit, this ain't right, and we have to put a new frame on. Well, if you didn't measure it, how'd you know it wasn't right? Because it had um, there was like a jig that this oh. it just it fit perfect in, oh. and then if so not, we had it to was, measure. We had to measure axle. Yeah. Uh, pivot to end of this end of the. Uh, no, I the, don't. The... That's a fucking tape measure. I couldn't read that shit. Okay. That little pro circuit one that I got from Bones. Um, and uh, subframes, you cut. Well, most people lower subframes now. You can either cut them and reweld them, or file out the hole. If you file out the hole, you can get about four millis difference in the rear fender. Now, um, what matters though on some subframes because you can't really. If you notice how they are uh, on some of the subframes now, the hole. You can't really. You could file them a little bit and bore them out, but they're so close to the end of the subframe. Yeah. So if you do it too much, it, it, it's going to pull uh, through. Okay. Um. Yeah. Triple clamps. Linkage. Dog bones. Uh. Remember back in the day, you could run a real big sprocket on a Yamaha. You run a really super massively uh big rear sprocket. And you change the. And you change the front counter shaft, and what that did was supposed to slow the wheel down, help it in the whoops. MC started it. He ran like something like a like a uh, he's a fifteen fifty six or something. You know what I mean to try to get the same ratio. So it's all it's really important stuff and it's really key stuff. Motor mounts. You guys do motor mounts. A lot of teams do motor mounts now. Uh, you can move motor mounts around. It changes the where the weight of the of the motor sits in the cradle. Yeah, and uh, it's a big deal. Helps out quite a bit. You know so. what? A lot of people don't realize too is, um, and this was a, a big conspiracy. I thought. On the Honda, they were trying to say if you bolt a skid plate on the bike, the chassis, mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't flex. 
and it was made the frame stiffer, and it made the bike yeah. handle different. Well, a lot of guys, uh, yeah. I, They're I, like, I don't want to run that. Tedesco was a perfect example. He couldn't run a steel plate. It right. had to be like, aluminum uh, plate. Yeah. Al, it couldn't run an aluminum plate, or it had to be the the, the stock one because it was plastic and it flex. Yeah. Well, you know, to pull the carbon, one, the the tie, the uh, titanium one off. Aluminum. No tie. A tie skip plate. Tie skip. Not a tie. I mean uh, carbon. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, rookie got in trouble at Yamaha because Chad liked it without a skid plate. He said it was better. So they ran one without – they didn't have permission. They were told not to do it. They still took it off. Rookie slid it off by accident. Out comes a win ad from Dunlop where he's all got it totally sideways with the number one, no skid plate on it. And Yamaha always made us put the tuning fork sticker on the bottom of the skid plate. And there he was, Chad, you know, with the mounts. Mounts were there and no skid plate, and it was – a. It was a big trouble back in the day. So, hey, we got some calls. They're stacking up here. Has been. Hey, guys. How you doing? Where have you been, bro? Uh, well, to tell you the truth, I, you know, I, I thought you were jumping shark a little bit, but you redeemed yourself last night. <laughs> and uh, I thought the best quality, the best thing of the night was uh, I liked how Buddy and Danny kind of kept uh, Watson in, in check there. But he, he, yeah. he hit on something, the camaraderie of the team. And, you know, at that time I was hanging out with Swinehart a lot and all that stuff. We heard all the rumors, and we could never believe it was true. It was like, how can these guys party this much and do this good? And, you know, because I'm struggling in the back of the pack there. And uh, But that that was a great show. It was, uh, you know, my era and uh, brought yeah. back a lot of memories. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, really yeah, we had, we had fun doing it for sure. And, and actually, I tried to, like, put myself in a lot of those stories of Club Rubber and, and partying and stuff, but I didn't. None of those were with me. I, I was around. Uh, yeah. They didn't hang out with me. But Watson legitimately worked for three of the four members of Great Western Bank, which I think right, right. Is, is also a pretty funny story. Budman, no, was, Budman uh, uh, it, laughed it was, off the It was seat. really good. And, uh, and, and Anthony is a, is a pretty personable guy. And, you know, you kind of see him, and he's always, you know, he's just he's very vibrant. And, and Danny, of course, has got, you know, that great personality to talk to anybody. And, right. you know, I did a little read across his stuff and talk to those guys. They, uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was really good. Brought back a lot of memories. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. We had fun doing it. And uh, Wygant is still going to pose with Kenny with that Mickey Kessler shirt when he gets a chance. <laughs> yeah, I got some other stuff. I'm going to send Wygant for the old days that I just uh, unearthed here. Well, we'll, but, uh, we'll keep trying not to jump the shark, bro. We'll keep working at it. No, nah, no. Nah. And, uh, you know, and I just uh, hope Homo and Nick keeps calling Sandusky and gets some pointers, you know, and just uh, keep up on that. Keep that story going, you know. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Hey, you're doing some good writing, too. Uh, Thank I you. appreciate it. Yeah, tell Kenny. Okay. Yeah. Doing some good writing, uh, Kenny. 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 Kenny's a master storyteller, and your, your, uh, your articles and, the, uh, and, of course, the three-way with Pingree is, is very good. Right on. Thanks, man. Okay. Talk to you. All right, see ya. Uh, Ronnie, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for listening, um, bro. I had a couple of questions. Uh, number one, I uh, heard Kenny touch on uh, Blake Baggett being accused of, I guess, performance-enhancing drugs. I never said Blake Baggett. I said other guys. Okay, okay. okay. Um, I guess I'm just wondering what you guys think about that. Like, I, I feel confident that it does exist. If there's big money to be made, then there will be cheating. It's in every sport ever. Um, I'm not asking you to say names, just an opinion. Uh, this is my opinion. Um, I think if people want to start blaming people and doing and pointing fingers, I think they need to educate themselves on it. Just know oh, yeah. what it does. Well, if, if people know the whole story of blood doping and EPO, in, in a 40-minute race, it's not going to affect you. It's not going to come into play. 
Okay. Um, so uh, I, um, yeah. that's just the research I've done. Um, EPO, blood doping. It's it acts. Uh, it you're you're gonna use more of that on a recovery. Um, and it's not going to make so – you're not going to see a difference on the track when they're riding. Like in a first moto where Baggett comes from freaking 7th to ninth, or use him for an example, and I'm not saying he's one of those guys, but yeah. that has nothing to do if he was or he wasn't. Um, you know, like we talked about earlier for Blake Baggett, for instance, his he rides um, you know, by himself, and he's riding all over the track to find those good laps – and, oh, and good lines, and then when he finds them, he ra- he uses those lines, and he rides against his pit board until he catches those guys. Oh, so, I, I agree a hundred percent with what you said. Um, it's 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 just that it 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 has to exist. Um, I, I think it, it, they do in in the mid moto. Whenever you start getting tired, that's that's when it would kick in. You 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 catch your breath again. You know. Um, I just I feel I feel like it does exist in. It's well, not really talked about. Well, because not very much, and maybe it shouldn't be. Well, Ronnie, I, I uh, if if it's talked about, like there's no testing or very little. The FIM yeah. does some. And piss it's easy to get past it. Well, they they do some piss tests. Um, top they, three every they do every so random at outdoor. No supercross. Okay, there's, there's no testing outdoor. for outdoors. Um, it, it's why wouldn't you, I've written this? I've said it. Why wouldn't you do it if you knew what you were doing and you had some top notch exactly. trainers? Exactly. But. There's no chance I'm throwing out accusations with no proof. That's jacked oh, up. That, yeah, you know? I agree. So, I agree. But you can use your own blood. I mean, it's it, there's a million ways to do it. Yeah, no, even no. if they did go into advanced testing, or they're still going to get past it. Listen, like you said, there's a lot of money at stake. These guys are pushing their bodies to the limits. Um, you know, it's incredible the heart rates they're achieving and the and the conditions that they're in. Why wouldn't you do it if you knew what you were doing and you were smart enough about it? Nothing's gonna happen. It's like cheating on with with your bike. Well, you can yeah, cheat with your yeah. bike all day long. Well, the bottom line is this is what the bottom line is. I think I think that just like um, the testing is it is advanced, um, just like the the doping has too. I mean, it's one thing elevates the next is. I mean, I think for them to detect it, um, I think the 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 stuff that's available to people if they really want it, it's super expensive and it can't yeah. get it and it can't be detected. Yeah. And and the oh. test that's going to cost to detect it is two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And well, here's the other misconception is that you just stick a needle in you and you're not doing hard work and that's oh, yeah, absolute no, no. bullshit yeah. on its own. Yeah. None of those drugs matter if you're not putting. Well, in I, I'm a, I'm yeah. a, I, I, a shit ton of work. I'm going to put this into baseball terms. I love baseball. Uh, Barry Bonds. They're like Barry Bonds was a steroid user. He did this. He shouldn't have the record. A steroid didn't help him hand-eye coordination hit a hit a baseball. It might have helped him hit it a little bit farther, but that ball was still leaving the yard. It might have went another 20 feet, but if you go back and you and you do his research, yeah, he bulked up. Yeah, everybody gets bigger. They show a picture of him when he's 23 and when he's 33. Every man gets bigger. You know what yeah. I mean? And you know, a man a, a man's body doesn't mature until they're 28 years old. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's it's you know it's hearsay. Um, I think it's going to be one of those things in our sport. Um, that's always going to be a question. Yeah. I um, just, uh, I, and you know what? It's all going to be bullshit. But you know what? No matter what, Buddy Anthony said it last night. No matter what happens, if they do it or they don't do it, if the guy's doing it and the other guy's not, he just has to find a way to beat him, even if he is doing it. Because even if he is doing it, he can still be beat. 
I just feel like there's a big, it's a big misconception that maybe, let's say, Blake, I'm just, I'm not saying he is doing it, but let's say he is doing it. He's not just sticking a needle in and then going to Washougal or wherever and smoking everybody. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this much about Blake Baggett as I know a little bit about the kid. I know for a fact at one race, it was super, super hot and he was complaining about the heat a little bit and they were suggesting maybe that he wouldn't get did an IV on his own away, and he says if if and no one else is going to go get that IV, I'm not going to go do it behind anyone's back, and that's what I do know how what a class act that guy is, and I'll leave uh, it at well, that. Well, there's a lot to be said for hard work on its own. Thanks, Ronnie. No okay. problem. Thanks. The Thank greatest you. of all time. Uh, Ed, what's up, man? Hey guys, big uh, big fan of the show. I was Thank uh, watching 450 Moto Two the other day, and uh, Michael Lessie's pre race interview, uh, interview there looked like he had like a stopwatch wrapped around the uh, handlebar pad. Any confirmation on that? Probably want to know how much time he had to go. Yeah, I don't know. Then you see that a lot on a on, on practice, bikes, yeah. practice bikes when guys are out there riding, so they know you know how how much time they have when they're riding. But uh, yeah, I, I never noticed that. I, that's kind of. That's weird. what I figured. I just never noticed it on a, you know, on a race right. bike like that, especially a top guy like him. Yeah, I don't know. I'll take a look. Uh, um, I'll, I'll I'll take a look and maybe ask around. Uh, well, it's gonna be a couple weeks. But hey, did you listen to the show last night? I started listening to it on the archives a little bit earlier and didn't get a chance to finish. So is that your era? I work on that later. Uh, I was pretty young at the time, so not really. But right, I'll give it a listen. Yeah, do it, man. Yeah, do it. You'll enjoy it, man. It's good times. It's a history right. of the sport. Thanks, Ed. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Later, Ed. Yeah, if you don't think that there's some guys getting RVs in their, or IVs in their RVs, you're crazy. Ted, I'm not going to say who or where, but I've I've been around and I've seen it. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm. Uh, what are you What are you going to do if you're? It's illegal. But what are you going to do? Barge in the motorhome? Yeah, right. You know what I mean. I seen like, it during Supercross, bro. Really? I seen it in Supercross <laughs> after heat races. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't think. Uh, I didn't think it did that, but um, definitely it's going on. And what are you going to do? What, how are you going to stop it? You're not. It's, you know, and also, too, like, with AMA, with your bike, too, like, Langston ran an illegal frame in 07. I saw it with my own eyes. And they checked it, and nothing happened. They didn't do anything. Dude, they don't know, dude. It's like, dude, they're not they're not specialists. Right. You know, the AMA, no disrespect to the tech guys and all that, but, dude, half the guys, I mean, they have their regular crew, three or four guys that go to every race. But if there's 20 guys there... 15 are weekend warriors that belong to the local AMA club that put the shirt on. Right. And say, hey, you got to get back our shirt. They take him and get him dry cleaned, and they <laughs> put a new one on the people. Right. It, I mean, the guy at Tech, like, I've, I mean, back in the day, I used to clown the Tech guys. Like, I'd leave my axle nut loose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I'm like, you sure this bike's safe? Yep, yep. I'm like, well, why is the axle loose? Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, dude, they don't they, – they push the foot pegs a couple times. They grab the levers. Oh, yeah, and slap a sticker on it. Right. You know what I mean? That's there for their free pass and, you know, their free lunch at the AMA truck, and, and they get to see the guys. Uh, well said. Next guest coming up on the line. Uh, right now we have a Monster Energy Kawasaki's uh, recovering, getting ready to get back on a bike. Ryan Villapoto, RV, what's up? What's going on, guys? Hey, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. Um, hey, I saw you got a tweet, or you tweeted today that you've been cleared for for action. That's right. I'm ready to go. Gonna Dude, tear it up! Wow. What's the what's the yes. uh, the rumors? Villa's riding the last race. Why would he do that? Ask him. He's right there. Oh, that's him on the phone. Yeah. 
Oh shit! Didn't even know that. Is that really Ryan Velpoto? <laughs> wow. What? Hey, dude, are you gonna ride? Are you, is is that all bullshit that I'm hearing that you're gonna ride the last race, or are you just gonna start riding and see how you feel? Ooh, maybe. Oh. Uh, what no, would that I I, there's no plans or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Would be one, two. That'd be four weeks of riding. And yeah, getting no way. Ready. So no way. four is it four? There's two weekends off now, isn't it? Like six weeks. And then there's two more races. Oh, three more races. Yeah, yeah. It's like six weeks. Four more. Four more. Four more. All right. So yeah. So six weeks. There's not a race for three weeks. Yeah, two weekends. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. Hey, uh, congrats on that. Um, so. Are you really planning on riding like ASAP? Like you're just gonna go out and putt around a little bit, get going? Yeah, uh, my first day, I'm actually now, and uh, we will uh, hmm? Wednesday morning at six o'clock, six twenty or so, and then uh, yeah, chill out on one tomorrow, obviously tomorrow, and then um, and then uh, ride on Thursday. Wow, there we go. Are you excited, bud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, it's, another, it's another day. He needs a contract. He knows you're hiring, Watson, and he knows you only got one spot. So. Uh, he's – yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a little uh, out of my price range. Out of your range? Yeah. I wish – dude, I believe me, I, I, I wanted to go to the Indian Reservation and say, can we round up some money for this guy, but Right. Dude, just give, give Pink a call. Yeah. I wish. I wish he funded my team. <laughs> um, hey, so what's going I heard on? It was, actually, watch it. I heard it was Ricky's team. Ricky's team? Yeah. Come on, guy. <laughs> Why are you calling me out right now? I'm just joking. What do you mean? I wrote that like two months ago and got Kenny all upset. Because he didn't know. He He heard it from Tony. He heard it from an agent. I heard it from three different people. He heard three, it from a, he heard it from pe- he heard it from an agent, so three, it must be three different people confirmed. Hey, Villapoto, how would you feel if your agent was telling people if if you if, if your agent called a team and then your team the team that your guy called went and told Mathis everything that we talked about? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's kind of bullshit, right? That's all I did, and then yeah. Mathis then Mathis prints it. I'm just like Jesus. That's my job. I'm I'm a call me as Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. I, I, yeah, he he he's the media. You can't ever get the, you can't ever put that past him. He's the media. Yeah. Well, that's his job. First of all, I'm a buddy, and then I'm a media guy. Oh, oh, you're oh. a buddy. Yeah. You're a buddy. Oh, I thought you were his friend. You were his friend. Not I'm his long. friend. No, buddy friend. Yes, yeah, buddy thing. friend. Oh, okay, buddy. Um, buddy. Okay, buddy hey, friend. Uh, RV, what's your deal with your contract? When's that happening? What's what's going on? When are you yeah. signing? <laughs> a lot of whistles uh, just, tonight. Just, a lot of whistles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we're just we're working on it right now, you know. Okay. It's, uh, Been working on it a long time. Well, you know, Rome wasn't built in one day. That's a good point. Excellent. That's point. an awesome point. Um, I heard a pretty funny conversation this weekend. You are talking to the Cowie guys about your bike. I'm not. Yeah. Even, I'm not even going to go there. You blew me out. I should blow you out. But I have too much respect for you. When did he blow you out? He oh, just with the RC with thing? The... Kenny, everybody knows. It's all right. No, um, no that was just a joke. That wasn't a blowout. Okay. Right. I got you. I'm laughing. Hey, um, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, for for real, though, for real, I just want to congratulate you on the, the most amazing thing this year that you have done. I know you won Supercross championships. You're an outdoor national champion. You're a Monster Cup to nations. 
But congratulations on throwing the first pitch out, bro, because I'm a baseball guy, and that meant more to me than anything. Ooh, I'm like, dude, RV's throwing the first pitch out. I right. didn't see the video. Dude, I saw it, dude. I was like, he has was a, a guy. Was a guy at the home plate? The, the, not a guy. It was, you, a, it was a, you, the catcher. Sometimes they move yeah, the catcher I, up. Are, no. are you serious? The, he, guy, the guy was behind the guy was behind the 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 home plate. I was on top of the pitch round. Okay. And I killed it. Dude, I was watching your delivery, <laughs> dude. Your form was good. I was like, damn R V most baseball like most dirt bike guys, they would throw like a yeah, like a yeah. shot put yeah. or throw it over the you know, the backstop. R V threw a, a heater right there. I was like yeah. Dude, that's I'm cool. not saying RV call. Just sometimes the catcher is up front. No, the like, catcher just, was in behind yeah, yeah. the plate All in right. a squat position. I, how many warm-up throws did you get? Zero. You'd squat there, huh? Dude, I, yeah, dude. I was actually, like, I did a little bit of practicing up at Washougal. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, dude, I was going to, like, I was thinking I was going to go, like, um, you know, warm up with the team or like just, I mean, something. Just stretching like, I mean, and doing sprints yeah. and batting I mean, practice. You know, you know, like maybe do a little stretching, something uh-huh. to like, you know, just get a little warmed up. But no, dude, they just said when the dude puts says play ball, you just throw the ball. And I was like, dude, no, I'm not even going to like warm up or like get a couple practice shots. No, nah, you just want one time. That's oh, so awesome. Wow. Hey, RV, did you so, like, were you nervous? I was nervous because it was cold turkey. It wasn't like I, you know, like. Right through a few pitches before or anything. Yeah, dude, I, congrats. I was pumped on you, dude. Only time I ever seen that, uh, and we went to a triple-A game here, and, and uh, we went because one of our buddies, Phil, who was the director of operations at the Hard Rock at the time, was throwing out the first pitch. Well, me and Hart and a bunch of our other friends went there to go to the game to watch him. Well, they found out Hart was there. And they booted him out and let Hart throw the first pitch. <laughs> so my friend Phil was all bummed. Well, Hart got on the mound, and we're like, no way, no way. And Hart threw a heater across the plate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you, Villapoto delivery was better, and he threw it. He threw a straight strike. Hart was a little high. What's his, what's his name? Uh, the young and reckless guy, Drama? Yeah. Um, uh, I guess he threw the first pitch out like a little – I don't know, a couple of weeks ago or whatever, the Dodgers stadium, I guess it missed, like, the catcher and everything and, like, hit the TV guy. Baba Booey. In the side or – hit the guy in the side or something. <laughs> like, through the crowd, booed him and everything. So uh, I was like, oh, man, I need to nail this. Hey, uh, yeah, it was cool. I, I got to check it out. Um, Washugo, what would you think? The 800. Uh, I thought it was – The 800. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see Alessi? Did you um, see him rooting on Alessi? Oh, yeah, he did. He was cheering him on. <laughs> he did. He was. He was cheering him on. I was cheering who on? The 800. No, I wasn't cheering 800 on. Oh, uh, that's what it looked like to me. Um, no, you know, like, uh, no, 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 I wasn't cheering him on. But I was cheering Dungeon. Not that, like, if if it were just, like, a straight-up, like, like um, I don't want to say un, a, a fair race, because it was fair, yeah. 100%. Okay. But, like, I talked to you, Mathis, and you said that Millville, unless he was – Chopping him, up, swerving all over the track, chopping I, yes, him off like yes. like dangerous stuff. Not even just like you know, like right. like blocking him or whatever the case. I mean, like it's pretty dangerous. And then after I seen when he like came over on him on that triple and dude Dunge almost hit that pole, like mm-hmm. or the fence post on there. That's that's not cool. Like like and I I just wanted him to beat him. You know, like like honestly, if it would have just been a straight up race, you know, like no problems, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whoever wins, whatever. That's I'm good with. 
Let's let's be honest. But after, so, I, but, after after I seen that, you know, I'm like, dude, that's. I mean, I if that were me, I'd be pissed. You know, like. Right. I think Ryan was pissed after the race. That like, like everyone was like. The podium, like, what did you say? What did you say to to Lesson? He goes, "Oh, I was just telling him good ride." That's not probably what came out of his mouth. <laughs> I can yeah. guarantee you that. No. Um. No. I, yeah. It was. It was funny to see that. I, I liked it. It was. It was kind of kind of comedy. We were having some fun with Mitch and talking about the motocross nations too. And I'm like, "How do you ignore this? How do you ignore that? The domination from the 800." But I don't know. Well, what if I want to ride? If you want to ride, I think you're automatically in. Like. But they need to know pretty Ooh. soon. You know, I mean, no, they don't need to know. They can, they can pick me last second. Really? Are they gonna ship a yeah. bike, and they gotta ship a bike, and they gotta get an entry form thirty days ahead of time, and everything. And hey, dude, Did it's pretty loud. Hey, it's pretty loud at that private airport. Yeah. I, I know. Are you at the private airport? What airport are you at? Oh, are you? Come on, guy. What? LAX. I mean, private. You don't they go, don't have a private terminal at LAX. You don't go private, RV. What's up with that? I don't. You need to. I, I don't. I can't. I can't. I'm honestly can't afford a private jet every weekend. So no, that's not happening. Stu could. Wyndham could. Okay. You make more money okay, than them. You're right. You're right. Hold on. You're right. I could pay it. I could pay it. Right. That's but what we're talking. What is that? What is that going to do to my my future? It's yeah. not going to look good. Dude, in 10 years or 20 years from now, he's going to be sitting there, you know, if he doesn't have a lot of money, and he's going to go, fuck, if I would have flown commercial for, for those I, five I, I years. Shouldn't have wasted, I shouldn't have wasted $10,000 from, from po- California to, yeah, to one, Seattle. Wyndham said 1.6 in two a year? years? Two years? I believe it, 1.6 in two years. 1.6 million in two years to fly private, I think you said. Fuck that. Okay, I, thank you. I would drive. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah, you think? Um, um, so, yeah, so there's, there's – are you saying there's a chance you could go to MX Donations? Are you, it's really – like, give us a percentage. I don't know. I'll let you know after Thursday. <laughs> One day on the bike. Uh, hey, 702-586-7857. We got a question for uh, Ryan Villapoto. We don't have him for too much longer, but uh, – Give us a call and uh, and ask him what's up. Um, what else did you take away from Washugo besides Alessi's getting screwed by Roger for the designations? Like, what else caught your eye? Um, what'd you think? And uh, and talk about that a little bit. Well, I mean, obviously, the lights points closed up uh, a fair amount. You know, they, Blake had like eighteen points in that deal, so uh, it's fairly it's it's a lot closer than it was. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting, and and you know, like. Dunge is, is, you know, he's on it, so. Yeah. He's on a roll. Um, and uh, what else? What else caught your eye? Anything else um, in the lights class? Like, are you, let's, let's bench race a little bit. Well, actually, what what was up with Rattray? He looked pretty depressed after after the motos. He didn't have a good day. Yeah, no, he's definitely, he's, he's struggling. Um, but, you know, like I've told a few of, of media and just people in general, like he – he the last race was was Oakland and that was right. he ended up not finishing he got hurt okay took three months off or whatever it was decide comes back you know races Hangtown doesn't even make it three hundred yards off the start races mm-hmm. hand right so you know he's he's definitely you know it's not like he's just been just clicking off you know races and he's just ready yeah. and that and. And then he moves from team to our team to fill in for me, and it's not like he's, you know, uh, 
uh, you know, it's got new team. It's, you know, it's, it's different suspension. It's different. It's, everything's different. You know, different motor. Different, yeah. Everything. And the so, rumor, the rumor on the street is he's very unhappy with his motorcycle. Like he's saying the thing won't handle. Thing he's not happy that this piece. You of- saw what happened to RV and Weimer when they got on that 2012 last year. Oh, dude, it was just like night and day, dude. It was just like the end of the world. Like this thing saying. just started clicking. Hey, I'm not, I'm not bashing any. Mo- I don't. I'm not a motorcycle basher. I think they're all good. But I. That's what think, you hear. I think that they could be better. Okay. Just um, watching that bike. I mean, I've been around a little bit. I'm not saying I know everything. I'm not saying I'm the best. But my judge watching their bikes, the factory Kawasaki's, I, I think that I don't know, but I, something's not right. Something's not perfect. You watch, and anybody can watch this. Go watch Tickle's bike, and and watch Tickle, and then watch those guys' bikes. I just don't think they handle the same. Maybe a 450. I I don't know. I don't know. I might be wrong, but I just don't know. Okay. And I'm not trying to bash Cowie at all. So Sounds if like the Cowie guys are listening, I'm not. I I like Kawasaki. I like the guys at Kawasaki. I like everything that they've done for us for Hart and Huntington. I appreciate it, but I'm just telling you what I see. Anyone with my bike, I don't think our bike is the way it needs to be. All right. So that's my opinion. Um, my opinion doesn't mean shit to most people, so don't worry about it. We got a question on the line here for RV from uh, Derek. Derek, what's up, man? Hey, Steve, how's it going? Good. Hey, thanks for listening. Good. Hey, RV, I had a question for you outside of racing a little bit. Um, I remember I read in an article, I think, a long time ago when you were still on the 250s that when you won a race, you'd take your win money or, like, your bonus money and buy a gun with it. Is that something you're still doing? Buying guns with it? Yeah, with your bonus yeah. money. Gun show. Uh, no, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, you I, have a lot I, of guns. I, had, I, I have, I have quite a few now. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, I don't know, just, that was, you know, you kind of go in phases of things and, and, uh, that's kind of phased out now. Right. Yeah. Well, I figured if you're still doing that, you have a heck of an arsenal built up there, but, um, but also, I was wondering, I know, I think you also said something about when you retired and were done with it, you wanted to get into outfitting with your cousin in Alaska. Or, I don't know, maybe I had that wrong, but was that something you were looking into? Well, no, he, 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 he's, he's already started it, and, like, and, and I've helped him out with, with, some, with some things with it. So What's outfitting? Um, I'm not really, like, involved in it, in it, but, you know, I help where I can. What's outfitting? Hey, can you, can, you guys, can you guys translate for a Canadian that doesn't know what outfitting means? What does that mean? Okay, well, <laughs> he's guiding people on hunts. Oh, so you're a guide. You're a hunting guide. guide. You're so, a hunting guide. All right. Yeah. All right. But I was just interested because I, you know, like hunting and stuff, and I thought it was really cool that you were into that. Right. And you spend your money on that instead of blowing it on stupid stuff. So. Like like private jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, thanks. Yeah, like thanks private Derek. jets and cars and whatever. So. Thanks, Derek. All right, thanks. All right, thank you. Yep. Uh, question from Chad. Chad, what's up, man? Thanks for calling. Yeah, Reed. Uh, nothing, man. I'm Chad Carmichael here, and uh, I have a question for RV. All right. Yeah, yeah. what is it? Okay. Um, I was wondering, uh, I had thoughts on how his brother's doing up here in the Great White, you know? What, what, what do I think of it, or... Yeah, like how's he doing? Like, what's your opinion on how he's riding and his results and? No, I mean, everything? I think I think um, I think he's doing damn good for for the amount of time and effort that he's put into it. Which, uh, you know, he didn't he didn't have 
I would say, much time to get ready. He would have a lot. He had a lot of time, but you know, he really only started training months before or whatever. So, and and I I know what he was doing, so it wasn't. You know, I think for what he's doing is 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 really good, and I'm pumped. Oh yeah, and do you think he's better on like the 250 than the 450? Oh, I think for sure. I mean, he's he's only 135 pounds, and and to race a 450 is a whole different ball game than racing a 250. So I think. Um, he will do better on his PTS. Yeah. Uh, have you ever thought about coming up and watching him here too? Yeah, I mean, I definitely have thought about it, you know. But I will obviously want him to, um, you know, I want I want him to go up there and do it on his own, and, and you know, not try to, you know, not myself go up there and and uh, you know, get in the way of of him doing his job. Oh, come on, right. let's just go to Walton and be be done with it. All right, we'll go hang out, me and you, buddies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Why don't you just go up there and do a warm-up race? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, maybe. You know, just get, go race. get ready. Why not? Yeah, just go to Date City the week before and warm up and yep. get ready. All right. Yeah. All right, thanks, Chad. Yeah. Um, Derek from Illinois has a question. That if you prefer the suspension of Cali or Pro Circuit, I'm not even going to answer that. All right, we don't, need to take, we don't need to take that call. Just tell Menzo. He likes Enzo. He likes Enzo the best. Um, RV man, uh, um, what else? Uh, what else can we talk about? My questions are nothing. Are, he let's let him go on his plane. Let's let's be done with him. We said hi to him. <coughs> I know he's over it. Yeah, Matt is, Matt is just you know he has a little he has a little bit of uh, you know he's a little Klingonish about uh, over me. You know he's always got to talk to me every so often. You know it just yeah. feels like if, if we don't talk he. I, I guess. Well, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, so, Reed, you know, Reed's out. That's why right. he can't get Reed, so he has to get you. We we know how yeah. that goes. We, well, we both and, and know James, how that is. And James couldn't get James either. So yeah, well, when those guys are around, Ryan's you know third, third on the podium. Yeah, yeah, you know that's how I do it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, hey, I hope we see you back on the track. I think that'd be cool as a media guy. That's a neat story if you come back and race. But if you don't, I understand it too. Maybe we'll see you at the Monster Energy Cup for your first race. Um, yeah, maybe. That'd be kind of good. Um, yeah. That'd be awesome to see on an orange bike there, just killing it. Yeah. That, yeah. Would, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, all right, buddy. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Uh, good luck all with right, it. Guys. Good luck with everything. And riding on Thursday, I'll be looking for updates uh, via Stewie, uh, Casey. All right. And um, All right. You know. Hey, good job throwing out the first pitch, RV. That was sick. Good job, bud. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks. All all right. Take care, bud. See you. All right. See you. Monster Energy Kawasaki's Ryan Villapoto. Do you think he races? No, I I personally don't. Yeah, but you never know with Ryan. Right. I mean, you the, never does, know. And I and I mean, does nations or nationals? Either one. Like, uh, I don't I don't know, dude. I don't. I have no. I have. I see him riding the nations more than I see him riding a national. You do? But I yeah. would think he would have to go ride well, one yeah, before. There's no chance you would show up at the nations for your first race. Yeah. Right? I don't know, dude. No, there isn't. Pookie, is there? Did he won everything? He could he could show up and do it. I'm I'm feeling it. All right, I'm feeling some voicemails. Hey, what about the? Okay. You think how's RV in the sand? Good. Yeah. <laughs> Great everywhere. I mean, yeah, exactly. I don't think like he kills it in the sand and it's a strength, but he's just fast everywhere. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, last year he. It's kind of in a championship conserve mode a little bit. He didn't get a good start. He got a third or a fourth, you know, like kind of rode around. Track was really shitty and ruddy and like rainy, you know. So 
I think he was just like, hey, I'm going to grab my points and, and, and take it, you know? But I think he won there the year before. Who the won there time. last year? Dunge? No, Dunge's bike didn't. Oh, Medi. Medi won, yeah. Uh, Barsha was winning the first moto. His bike blew up. And Chad's bike blew up, too. Um, so, um, and then the second, Barsha won the second moto. So, went DNF won. So, um, all right, we're going to do some voicemails. Um, let's give away the $100 BTO card, though, Kenny. Sweet. Let's, Where's let's, JT? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure where JT is. He got back from Holland Day, and uh, he probably is whacked out on, on something, or maybe he's still coming down off his high from his glow sticks and stuff. Um, so, yeah, JT not probably going to join us tonight, but I don't blame him. Probably, probably pretty tired. Um, Zwart Cross took it out of him. Our regular contributor, JT. Uh, still coming up on the show. we got some voicemails coming up, and we have some X-Brown Goggle tear-off segment where I'm going to ask Kenny Watson some uh, some key, key questions. Pookie, how's it going on the show? Good, You're- no problem. Thanks for calling. Um, what's the name of the caller? Tits? Brian from Illinois. Oh. That's, that's who's on three? Oh, no. That guy's about the suspension guy. Oh. Okay. The other guy didn't want to wait. He just wants to know. The BTO thing. We think it's built to order. We're not sure. We think I it's text bu- JT. He didn't answer me. Right. Yeah. Well, he's busy. He's sleeping. Um, thanks to Fly Racing for giving away that neck brace, too. Sinjin's kit? Sinjin's girlfriend? Really? Watson, that's what you wanted to do? It was that easy? All right. Yeah, it was. You're right. You got a good point there. Um, let's do some voicemails. Let's play some voicemails. and. Uh, Are you giving something away? The guy on one says you're giving away something. Yeah, we are. Uh, what do you have to do to get it? He wins. Oh. Yeah, he wins. Uh, get his email. Okay. Uh, BTOsports.com, $100 gift certificate from the Circle Jerkies, uh, an elite group of super fans of the show. Thank you for uh, contributing to the show and uh, suck on that dream team. Wait, nobody's here to list them but, uh, to, from the dream team. But <laughs> who, uh, Don't kid yourself. You know Tits is glued to it on his phone with, at the Club Scout meeting. I wonder if he's carving out a canoe out of like a, a branch or something. And... No, out of balsa wood. He's making a, a freaking balsa wood airplane. Did you ever do cubs or anything? Did you ever do that? No, I was I was a, I was a latchkey kid. I had a mom that worked, a single mom. I didn't go to no Cub Scouts. I'm just saying. I played right. baseball. That's it. Do you not feel? Yeah. I, I, I so don't, you don't feel don't... the love of cubs. I I mean I like Girl Scouts because they had the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> you Who can't doesn't? be mad at that. Uh, let's do voicemails. Can we do that? These are, as always, these are real calls from real people. 702-586-7857. You can call anytime and leave a voicemail and the best ones make it on air. And as usual, this is dedicated to Greg McCreary, our favorite, uh, uh, tech guy who loves, if loves the voicemails and, uh, has been here for all 100 shows, Kenny, unlike yourself. Yep. 100 shows for myself. I'm Greg surprised Paul didn't Corp. call in and congratulate you, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't wonder if he listens. I don't even know if he listens. He dude, but he, he, he does, but, but but dude, he has to receive the emails. He has to see the press that goes on around the show. He he's up. He knows. I think he's yeah. very yeah. Yeah, he's on to it. Yeah, that's a good point. Let's do some voicemails. Okay. Ready? Is there a voicemail intro? Yep. Oh. You just did it. What? Just play it. Yep. Here we go. Hey, I just called with a rant. Um, I put my thoughts together a little bit, call back to make a better uh, message. 
First thing, Ivan Tedesco. Ivan Tedesco did get demoted. He is on a pro circuit team, and he's no running nowhere near the front where he should be. He hasn't been doing what he's supposed to have been doing for years. Uh, Watson and Hartnett picked him up on, uh, you know, praying that he'd be their savior, and he's not. I don't know if he doesn't have a heart. I don't know what it is, but his days are over. And Watson always talks about him having some great, oh, he won championships, and he did this, and he did that, and he's going to be. He ain't, he ain't doing shit. He can't contend with the guys up front, everybody knows that he's a 10th place on back guy from now on, pretty much. Uh, second thing is um, James James Stewart uh, isn't doing what he needs to be doing. Everybody knows that. The third thing is uh, relating to the riders, what uh, you were talking about, how Jamie Beswick on the air dumbs it down. Of course, he's an idiot, but like I was saying in the last message, no, no one on your... TV show, uh, your radio show is doing anything that's uh, on the forefront. They just talk about stupid shit and gossip. Um, numbers. The uh, TV networks running two different, two different networks running the same broadcast is moronic and and is cutting down their viewership like crazy. Um, what else do we have? I think that's about it. But oh yeah, and nobody gives a shit about Bobby Kennard. He's a nice guy and all. And yes, talk about it. guys outside the top ten actually doing anything and. No one ever talks about them, and they only want to talk about the. And he doesn't know their name. You know how many guys that are out there that nobody knows their name? Ronnie Stewart, um, guys from the East Coast, West Coast. They're all over, and most of you guys don't know half these guys that are trying to make it in. So don't act like you're all big and bad, and uh, are all for the little guy because all you guys talk about is the top ten every fucking week. So, other than JT, you talk about the top ten. Um, this leave out East Tennessee. This uh, uh, I like him. He's you like very, him? Yeah. Very angry. He, he's, he, he hates everybody. He doesn't like anything. I know. Doesn't like Ivan Tedesco. Doesn't like James Stewart. He didn't say he didn't like Ivan. He just said Ivan was done. Yeah. He said Ivan's done. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And, and we and, don't talk. We don't talk about the private. We don't talk about him outside the top ten. Yeah, that's angry. okay. I mean, he he's hey, he's saying you know Jamie Bestwick doing a fine job <laughs> because we don't talk. You know, hey hey, you know what? He said our radio show doesn't talk about. Uh, Anything outside of the ordinary. So. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Oh, um, I love that. Did he say where he's from? No, he didn't. No. He, hey, he, it's he, okay. I mean, hey, different strokes for different folks. I'm glad you listened to the show. Right. And uh, keep, it, it, keep, But why would you listen to the show angry? Like, if the hey, show's it's so okay. worthless. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, I respect you listening to this show, man. Keep it. Keep listening. I hope we get better for you, buddy. All right. Let's keep going. No, man. Wyndham, Millsaps, Jim. Just wanted to say, you know, Baluti filling in. For K Dub, it's pretty good. Maybe Berluti should be the new man. And speaking of K Dub, asking oh. about yours truly, sending him a little text, calling him out. I'm sure he'll have some smart ass thing to say, but just ask him about it. You don't even have to ask him on the air, but just ask him. Uh, like I said, good show, man. Peace. What about that? What? Uh, I have no idea what yeah, he's talking about. You know, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. He sent you a text, Levi a text? from Tennessee. Levi? Does he not have your number? I I don't know. He, I don't think maybe a text or a tweet. Maybe I don't. Maybe know. tweet. I, I I don't know. <laughs> if, hey hey Levi, if if uh, I don't know. I don't remember the text. I don't know. You called me out. So many people talk, call me, and leave texts that I don't know who they are. I don't even know how they got my number. But all good, dude. All right. Call me out all you want. It's all good, dude. Paul, hey, what's up? I'm listening to the show uh, last week, so now you're talking to uh, David Millsaps, talking about the 250 class. Um, where would Wilson be right now? I haven't, heard, I haven't heard anybody talk about where Wilson would be. So, oh, kind of interested to 
you guys to take on uh, where, where uh, Wilson would be. All right, later. We can't talk about uh, Dean Wilson. We got to talk about uh, Jim Shorts from uh, Arkansas that uh, got 49th and didn't qualify. Didn't qualify. Just about made it, though, Jim um, Shorts. Yeah. But, you know, we care about, uh, you know, that guy, and we want the best for him. Crap. Yeah. We want for the best for him. And then also you got uh, Stanley Baring, who uh, ran 42nd. That was close to qualifying. He got, you know, fourth in the in the qualifying race. Um, so, um, Where, Dean, uh, do, who cares about Dean Wilson? He's, so he's a top guy. We do, don't need to talk about him. Going to Jeff Ward, Kawasaki? That's, Is the, it, uh, that's the rumor. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to happen. It's the rumor. Um, big money deal, probably, huh? Dude, I and dude, they're they're hoping they have they they don't have the sponsor yet. They're hoping to get it. Yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, the DNA. You mean DNA is not gonna? <laughs> um, I heard between. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. DNA. DNA. I, I don't know anything about their deal. I don't know. All right, let's uh, let's keep going. Hey guys, Brian Fermato, just calling in to ask you a quick question here. What is up with Katie Millsap? I didn't realize that guy was such a douchebag. I go back and listen to his interview. You couldn't ask him any questions. Like, I wouldn't answer anything. What, uh, I understand when he turned into such a rock star. When he came up here for the Western Power Little Ride Day, he seemed like a pretty cool dude. Uh, I don't know what happened. He signed a rock star, uh, Suzuki deal, and all of a sudden has to fit into the name. Anyways, I want to get your opinion on that. If Davey's always been like that, or if he's just over being on the show. Anyways, keep up the good work. Later, guys. I was really hoping you'd be here because you and Davey do get along well, but, uh, he couldn't talk about his Rockstar Suzuki deal. So he's not being a douchebag. He just, I didn't realize he couldn't talk about it. I sent him a text the next day and said, hey, I didn't realize you couldn't talk about it. Sorry for asking about it. But then at some point, Kenny, we kept trying to work it into the conversation and, you know, making him laugh. Uh-huh. But he just couldn't talk about his deal because he's still under contract with JGR. So, Yeah, you know, well, the time, I, mean, I think, I think Davey, either. the way the way Davey is, I think when the time is right, he will come out and you will hear a lot about his, his deal. and. Yeah. Where he was and um, what what the circumstances are, but hey, you know what? It's this is a business, and people have to understand that that they have contracts and they're they have you know there's legal things that happen to these guys if they start talking and they can they can get fined and they could lose money. And I think they're just doing you know they fulfill their contracts and they do what they need to do. So um, you know I think until the the deals are done and signed and the season's over and they're on the new teams, they're not going to say anything. Wh- and they when are you going to announce your team? You know, are you anywhere close to it? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know right. what we're gonna do yet. Right. But I, we're we're it's nothing's done. We're right. still working on it. Nothing is over. Yeah, it's not done yet. Gentlemen, Nash here. Hey, Nash. Just finished watching the first moto at Washougal. <laughs> I have a message for the call screener that his man displayed the most unsportsmanlike conduct is... I've ever seen. Three times, Michael Essie tries to congratulate him. Weak. Weak. It was the most ultimate pressure cooker of a moto, and this guy can't even say, "Hey, good race and nice job." <sighs> if I was Dungey's handler, I'd be giving him a scolding back at the truck. Ridiculous. He did shake his hand eventually. Eventually. Yeah. I didn't see that. Was Mike it, was it bad? He probably was mad. Mike wanted like a hug, and like raising their hands up like together. They just duked it out for the championship. You know, like it after the first moto, minute. like. Like a boxing match? Yeah, like, like they just Mike in. wanted too much for a first moto victory, I felt like. A handshake, that's good. I'm sure Dungey, his chest was probably covered in welts from eating roost. He almost went into a fence at one point. He crashed at one point. He caught back up to Mike. I don't blame him for being a little upset. I felt like Mike wanted a little too much yay me. And I don't know. 
So. Hey, it's Sonic from Arizona. Love the show. This is my little bitch session. Uh, TV coverage is great for Mudcross. Better in Super, er, uh, Supercross. This is my little whine about it. It's like you give a little piece to NBC Sports, you give a little piece to Ally Sports, you give a little piece to Fuel, and it's like it's hard to piece together an entire set of motos, and it's really upsetting. And I, I, I haven't even seen anything this this, uh, this motocross series because, I mean, one, I don't get Fuel TV, I get Speed. Two, I don't get NBC Sports for some reason. i got to pay some freaking package upgrade to get it. And three, LA Sports, I have to sit and watch it online. Once, I think I've seen they've replayed it like the next day where they archive it. Where you wah, wah, it. Wah. I, I just don't fucking get wah, it. Wah, I mean, it's, like, it's ridiculous. It's like, Supercross coverage is way better. It's nice to spread it around, but I mean, son of a bitch. I understand the whole B to B. Oh my God! I gotta change the, the channels. We're the oh, ones the work. work. So, hey, I, I have to watch sports. nationals for two hours, and then I have to change the channel for two more hours. Watch the motocross. So just put it in one play. Ah, it's fucking uh, four fucking hours of live motocross. What are you gonna do? Love it, and hope Kenny feels better. Who who's gonna put four hours on live? It it has happened once, and that was awesome. But you got to change your channel. Who cares? Change your fucking channel. People just bitch to bitch. Are you trying for me to debate with you? I, no. I, I, I agree with the guy. Like, you, you don't have remote control. Dude. He has to get up and change the channel. He doesn't want to. <laughs> hey, just, Levi, don't you agree? People just complain, man. Like, it's two different networks. All right. I mean, I, I kind of... I was telling Wygant in one of our pod podcasts, like I'm like my package to add NBC Sports or Fuel, one of the two, I don't remember, was seven bucks extra on the satellite bill. And I said, I was like, you know, how much can it be? And then somebody wrote me some emails and said it was thirty bucks a month. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, I don't know, like Big the deal. guys, the guys like my thirty bucks, I can go riding. An extra day of riding with my 30 bucks. And I'm just like, I don't know everybody's financial situation, so I can't exactly call them out on it. But, you know, everybody's different. But to me, I don't get the complaining and the whining. Like, so you put it this way if you have a motorcycle and you ride dirt bikes, you could spend 30 bucks on a package a month. That's 30 well, bucks for a package a month. That's going to lunch twice. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just saying there's a lot of complaining about this, you know? Shit don't matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. Exactly. Um, so Donnie, Donnie's a good caller, a regular caller to the show. And thank you, Donnie, for all your messages. But, uh, yeah. Who's on the line? Charlie. Charlie. Steve, what's up? What's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you, man? Good, good. Kenny, what's going on? What's up, Charles? Hey, I was just listening to your the, the voicemail about the uh, broadcasting and all that. and. You know, the guy's not off on that. Last weekend, Fuel TV did a great job, two motos back-to-back. Then I had to wait till 11 o'clock at night to watch the next moto. Then I had to wait 24 hours later to watch, you know, the next moto on NBC. And Well, that, that's, people, that's the only time this year that's happened. One of the only times that it's happened. So, and, like, you know, my buddy, uh, you know, he's got Comcast. They don't even offer Fuel in his package, period. Uh-huh. You know, so it's like the speed presentation, I understand, like, yeah, a lot of people don't like to sit through four hours for the motos. Um, 
but they do need to kind of like step it up. Like if they're going to do the second motos on Sunday, do them back to back, like fuel does them on, on Saturday. Wow. I mean, you're dealing with NBC Sports Network. It's not always hey, easy I mean, to dude, do that. What what was on? So they didn't have it. The Tour de France. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the no, biggest uh, cycling event, and there's probably and then the Olympics are going to yeah. There's too. probably going to be you know millions and millions and millions and millions of people that are going to watch that network. There's probably yeah, but the Tour de France is on at night. It was on right before the uh, motocross. It's well, not like it was on during the day. For, you know, what was when, on uh, mud bogs like, or broadcast? What was it. on mud bogs or something else? Uh, I'm not sure what was on during the day. Yeah, well, I'm guarantee you, whatever they're they're showing had to be more. You know, I think it was the, the Lucas Oil tr- Off Road Series or something. Well, I know that doesn't have more followers. <laughs> I could, I could, I could. Vouch I mean, they're for that. trying, they're working at it. it. It's a work in progress. It's not perfect. Hey, dude, where were you back in the day when you had to call one eight hundred INF Moto to find out results? At least it's on TV, and you know it, they're working on it. I mean, I remember, you know, all the way back to when they they switched it to uh, a, there was, you know, it was on like five or six different you know channels. Oh, I yeah. can't even remember the names of the dude, channels. They changed to, them so many times. Dude, I used to have to walk ten miles uphill in the snow to school too. <laughs> yeah, with no shoes on, to go, right? To, yep. go, to go get RJ's autograph. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but dude, they're yeah. working. They're working on it, dude. I mean, dude, we just need to be happy with what we I have. I just can't believe the complaining. Like, I, it's not perfect, but no, good no, God, it's not. like it's, you know, it's I mean, a shame when some people actually don't get the package. Like Fuel TV is very selective, and you just can't. You know, in some areas, they just don't offer it, period. Right. Okay, yeah, I, I get it, for sure. But it is on, it is online. First Motos are, are are online. Yeah, you can watch Have you ever tried out. to watch them online? Uh, yeah. Unless you have a supercomputer, it, it's not happening. Okay. Um, it, it's a and also, choppy. hey, you can also try um, uh, 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 Justin TV. A lot of people have um, have um, the feeds on justintv.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I've got my own channel that, you know, covers all the racing, and that's why I know how much of a pain in the neck it is, because right. I've got to sit there and, and, and wait for those races, so. I mean, I guess I am spoiled. I'm at the race themselves, so I'm not really worried about the TV coverage, but I do watch it when I get back, and I, it's, just yeah. all, it's just on my DVR, you know, so. But, no, I mean, I just, I understood what that guy was saying, because, you know, it's a pain in the neck for me every week recording them, you know, and editing them to, to get them up for people that can't view them, and, uh. So I understand you what know, that guy's saying. They do need to improve on it. Blame Wy- blame Wygant, bro. That's what I would do. <laughs> I heard it was Davy Coombs. That was all over your chat room last night. It's all Davy Coombs' fault, they said. Yeah, Coombs' fault. That's it. Blame him. <laughs> blame him. Um, all right, man. Thank you. You there? Yeah. Thanks for calling, bud. Thanks for the call. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I don't get the whole marketing thing on TV, and I don't understand, you know, how good it's good for the sport about how why it's even on TV. Yeah. yeah I'm just effort. crying about it. Just, right. I, I'm more worried about the riders' numbers than anything. Uh, Alex, you there? Yeah, sure am. What's up, Steve? What's up, man? Thanks for calling. Hey, good times, man. I've been a voter pulp listener here for about a year now, but my hey. question is uh, going back to one of the voicemails you guys when Millsaps was on, and he really couldn't talk about his deal. Um, maybe Kenny's perspective. Why isn't it that more of the writers don't just stand up and say, "Hey, look, I'm I'm in a contract right now. I can't talk about what's going on." But you know, in the future, that way, people's perception aren't. God, what an asshole that guy is. You know, he can, think, he's avoiding it. But didn't Davy? I think Davy said that. I think he Kenny wasn't on the show. It was Berlut, but I think Davy said, "I can't talk about it right now." 
I think he said that. Yeah, but I mean, again, I, you know, I'm, I do something totally different for a living, but, you know, some people need to hear it so they don't take it like that guy did, like, oh, he's right. a total dick, blah, I think, blah, blah. Don't they in NASCAR, you know, aren't the guys in yeah. NASCAR full-on talking about their new rides for the next no, year? No, no. Don't they do that? No, 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 not even. Well, a perfect example is there's a dude right now, he, ride, he drives for uh, Roush, uh, the 17 car, if anyone's up on NASCAR, they'll know who that guy is. I forgot his name. Kinza, Matt Kinza. 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 Yeah. Kinza? Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's going to JGR next year. Yeah. It's a, it's, but he won't talk about it, and he's just saying, hey, I'm focusing on this year. Right. I'm going to worry about next year at the end of okay. the season, and it's a done deal. They're not going to come out and say, yeah, I'm leaving. Even like when uh, Casey Kane was driving for the Red Bull team, and that team was folding, and it was done. They never said anything about it, mm-hmm. and he was going to Hendrick. Okay, so same deal. In yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't personally think, even though it was out there and they did press release that they were going, they still do not talk about the team that they're on. And I, I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. I mean, a, hey, lot, of people, a lot of people do, but that that's my theory, I guess. I don't know. I'm just an idiot anyways. I don't understand much anyways. Numbers, hey, Kenny, the manager, do they – do they come to you when it comes to a situation like this and say, hey, can I talk about it? Or is that something that goes no, through their manager? No, it's or in their, their agent it's is in, the one that speaks on their behalf. No, what happens is um, it's in their contract. Um, when they sign their contract, there's a clause in there saying what they can talk about and what they can't talk about. And if there is a termination or if there is – like they, a lot of the teams have a first rider refusal. And if people don't know what that means is – um, let's say you're a rider and you ride for my team and another team offers you a certain amount of money, you have to come show us that contract and we have the opportunity to match it. Oh, okay. Okay. That's so and if, if, if we don't want to match it and then you're free to, to, to get go, let go. But if you do go do that, you cannot talk about the team. You cannot talk about anything. And if you do, there could be, you know, fines and withholding paychecks and stuff like that. But, I, I don't know. Like, the JGR guys are pretty good about stuff like that. Like, you can see in the past they did with James. It's like, hey, if you don't want to be here, we're not going to make you be here. And there, I don't think that there's been too many teams. Steve might know more than me about this, but um, I don't think there's too many teams out there when a rider said, hey, I don't want to be here. I'm leaving. Um, here's my another contract. Here's my, you know, and they're going to say, no, you're staying here. We're matching their offer. You have to ride for us. Yeah, I think if everybody, if you want to leave, it, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. it's it's pretty much a given. You know who's gnarly about that is Honda. Honda freaks out. Yeah, like they are. They do not want. They want like when Justin Barsha uh, announced at Vegas he was on the team, and then now Canard's going to come out with in, uh, you know an announcement here. They freak out about any of that, and they just don't want to talk about. It, so. Yeah, yeah cool. you know, I I know for a fact that happened too when when Ricky left Honda that it was not a a, a good breakup. Like he 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 wasn't. Like he what he didn't have any you know bad you know right. feelings or he wasn't mad at anybody there he just wanted to make a change and it it's hard for some guys to 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 bite the bullet and and accept that. Hey, on, a, on a real different note, before I go, guys, uh, I just got off the phone with Shelley Lawrence and she just listened to yesterday's broadcast and she was cracking up. Yeah, she was like, oh my god, I should have called in, but she was working, so uh, that she been, couldn't call in. That would have been yeah. classic. Shelley Lawrence, it's Shelley Die. Yeah. Well, I know. Shelly, well. <laughs> uh, Shelly yeah. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> right on to thank Thanks for the call, bud. Thank you. All right, you guys. Take care. All right, see you. Uh, Brian, what's up? Not, nothing really. Just listening up. All right, cool. Hey, thanks. Thanks, bro. Uh, um, I have a question, though, for you, Steve. Yeah. Uh, 
I know I'm on Twitter quite a bit, and I noticed that you uh, end up, when you tweet to Scott Donk, you always add a Y on the end of everything. I don't. What's that joke? Like I don't get it. Uh, Donk Scott Donker's good as a mechanic. He worked for uh, Belos this year in Supercross, and now he works up in Canada, and he's a good friend of mine. And what happened in Vegas was his nickname's Donk, obvious for obvious reasons. In Vegas, late one night, he either told Pookie or told his chick, and Pookie overheard it, and I overheard it. He just was hungry, and he said, Donkey Hungy, to his chick, or to Pookie. Whoa. It was here. He said it to Big Nasty after they were oh. here. Okay, so I got it totally wrong. Okay, so he was here, and he said, Donkey Hungy. And I just was like, wow, third person and with, you know, with talking like a Baby four-year-old. Talk. Baby talk. So that was it. Donkey Ungi. And then Donkey Worky, Donkey Sweaty, Donkey Angie. Donkey Proudy. Donkey Proudy. Donkey Gay. Donkey Gay. Gay. I was just going to say Donkey Faggy. You just fucking stole my joke, buddy. Uh, sorry about that, bud. Yeah. Hey, Brian, are you from All Saskatchewan? Right. Oh, yeah. Where, where from? What part? The big part. Oh, uh, the best Regina? part. Regina? The best part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. Regina. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Regina? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, how old are you? 12. Okay. I don't think you're 12. I was going to say, <laughs> who who's your who's the best motocrosser to ever come out of Saskatchewan? French Shuri or Blair Morgan? motocrosser? Blair Morgan. Yeah. Um, Blair Morgan. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I, I probably. I, I don't know. You know. I don't know. Actually. Okay. All right. I don't know. There, there's some pretty good ones though. So. All right. All right. You're thank, full of thank, information. Thanks, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. Good, good times. Yeah. Moser. Again. Again. Hooky put Yeah. I got. Ner- I get nervous with Andrew on the phone, so I forgot a couple things I needed to mention. Okay. What What is it, bud? Um. I got Ryan Morris to sign a cooler order, so I was pretty pumped on that. Got my photo with him, and he got to see it. So. I'm glad. I'm glad all yeah. twenty five thousand listeners are pumped on that too. Uh, oh, we did give them. Money. No, we gave them money to auction for Ryan. So, <laughs> oh, that's true. So that is actually appropriate. I was right. really getting ready to rip into you, but yeah, we <laughs> we gave the money from your mom, who bought the cooler for you, to Ryan Morris. Exactly. It came full circle. Yeah. Okay. Did he understand what it was for or anything? Or did you? Did you explain it? Yeah, I think so. He came pretty busy, but I'm sure. Come here. Let me tell you about this cooler. Uh, it's not right. cooler. <laughs> no, wait. Drinking, no, wait. I was still drinking a gallon of water at that point. I was, I was still good. Okay. And then, does anyone know if Sinjin was at the race this weekend? Because someone tagged my Woody with a bunch of Jimmy Albertson's photo, or stickers. No, I don't think Sinjin was there. Right. Oh, by the so. way, Kenny, uh, I got a hate tweet already. Uh, what's up with giving the neck brace away to somebody that we know? You gave it to Sinjin's chick. Uh, uh, she had the. What did we say before the show Which started? The best question. Yeah. That was the best question of the night. Uh, I know this guy's accusing us of nepotism. For, who cares? And and also the BTO card was just a random dude. I I don't know. You know what? We every time we have contests, they're shit shows. Like trivia or you know what we should just like, stop giving stuff away. Let's just do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's what? keep everything for ourselves. Yeah, Ooh. you know what? we're done. Let's we're eBay not giving it. anything away no let's more. Let's eBay shit. Yeah. No other. Or let's no, give everything to Moser. No other shows are giving stuff away. Fuck it. Let's give it to Moser. Yeah. yeah Moser, you get everything. We're, maybe we, that semi just auction it all off and maybe my mom will buy it. Hey, the semi trucks <laughs> can be in front of your house with all of this free shit. Awesome. So Kenny. um... Did you throw the signs away, or what happened to the signs that uh, Stanley put in the, the semi for me? 
Well, uh, the, the signs are in the truck, and the trucks just got to the shop today. Ooh, that, uh, the over-under was that they were going to be thrown away, so I'm, uh, I'm pumped on that. Uh, well, they will be thrown away once they clean out the truck, because <laughs> I, I will not have them. <laughs> they will be thrown away. That makes sense. Uh, I did have one funny story that happened. So during practice, <clears throat> I was trying to get a picture of me cheering on Shorty during practice. And the fencing there is just kind of that square wire fencing. So I've got my hat off, and I'm, I'm cheering him on as he comes around the corner. And I went to lean against the fence, and it was like a gate that wasn't closed. And so I totally fall onto the track, almost in front of him. And I've got like a huge sequence of photos that I'll have to post somewhere. It was pretty funny. I was like, great, I'm going to get ran over by my favorite rider who would probably wreck at that point and ruin everything. That's an awesome story. Yeah. That kind hey, of in season was, ending. Uh, BTO stands for be the one. Oh. Uh, be the one. What did you thought it said? Built to order. Where did you come up with that? Pookie said it. She don't know. It's be the one. I knew that. That makes sense. I should, we should know that. They're a huge sponsor to our show. Yeah, you, we should. Anything else, Moser? Uh, no, let's see here. No, just that I met a bunch of Pulp Mexicans over the weekend and uh, got to hang out with them a bunch uh, Saturday night. It was cool. A lot of uh, a lot of Moser fans, more Moser fans than Moser haters. So I was pumped where'd on you, that. Where'd you meet him at? Uh, just, it, well, when you're carrying around a Pulp Mexicaner, it uh, it's easily you get easily noticed. So where'd at you first, said, I thought you... Steve was just pulling like some sort of prank on me, like having people come up and say, "Hey, is it, are you Moser?" and "You're cool." And I was pretty sure he was just messing with me, but the, after a while, I have after to a while, I think a couple of people actually did like me. I have to say that I met a shit ton of fans of the show this weekend at Washougal. I don't know if it, if it's the nut jobs in the Pacific Northwest or like what the deal is, but I met a lot of people who listen to the show and the podcast and stuff. It was super cool. It was all, it was awesome. And Timmy said he got stopped all the time, and he was like, "Your fans are weird." They just want to talk to me about Summer Cross and Bud's Creek First Moto. Yeah, we are a weird breed for sure. Thanks, Moe's. Hey, Moe's, no one stopped me. Whatever, you're so full of shit. Okay, whatever. Those dudes in the Su- Seattle Supersonics jersey said they said hi to you. They, no, they didn't. No? No, I didn't even see those. Oh, I did. I seen them when I was in the tower. I looked down. Oh. But. Okay. I don't yeah, know. I chatted with those guys. Those guys were cool. I don't know. I didn't, I, no, I one, no one. Fans no one. Cool. I walked through the infield. Twice to go watch the motos and not. Well, one you had your you had your game face on, bro. I had, I had my Larry Brooks game face on, head down. Yeah, just didn't stop. That is the Brooks way. You're doubt. You're right. Thanks, Mose. Yeah, thanks, guys. Later. Um, but more people stop Kyle Bentley and ask Kyle Bentley if he's me than anybody. Really? Yeah. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle always says I do. People ask me if I'm you all the time, and I'm all perfect. No one even stops me now. No, he, Kyle's got sleeves on, so that's the first. Hey. I had sleeves on. I had my kit on, dude. I look. Who's I look, this? We got to get a name, Pook. Who's this? Hello? Caller? No, he's gone. All right, I don't know what he wanted. Let's go to the rest of the voicemails. Okay. Let's do this. Let's finish these things out. Yep, ready to go. See if the hater calls. Yo, Mathis, Kenny, Tits, Pookie, uh, Kirby Hand from Central PA calling. Hey, we're watching the playback of uh, Washougal, and they mentioned Freezy and Pike got into it at some point. Got any details on on that going on there, Mathis? Uh, I'd like to hear some insight on that. And they showed, I never really saw Pike before, and they showed him as they interviewed uh, Alessi before Moto2. Dude's a beast. I don't think you want to be messing with him. So, Thanks, love the show. Been listening since 
day one. Uh, keep up the good work. Peace. Uh, Pike, um, I feel like Pike, he rode really good in Supercross this year. The best he's ridden. And outdoors, he comes out of nowhere and gets a ninth. But I just feel like I feel like teams just don't want to deal with him. Dude, you know, do you uh, get that out there? No, nah, nah, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know why no one wants to deal with him. But I'm going to give him credit where credit's due. Yeah. In 2009, when that guy rode Supercross, yeah, he didn't belong out there. He oh. couldn't jump the rhythm sections. I remember he wouldn't even do like in Indianapolis. I was sitting in this tower watching him. He wouldn't even do this little jump on, jump off, and he would like. Jump the table and to downside it and yeah. roll up and, and wait and stop and and, double, and people yeah. were like, dude, it was and I was like, dude, what is this guy doing? And he got better and better and better, dude. Did the guy's good? He wrote good this year. He wrote I great. think the yeah. guy's good. I mean, but why I when I bring his name up, so many teams are like, eh. I don't know. I don't. They know. are though, right or no? I don't. I'm, I I don't know. I don't know. I I can't say that. Um, I I don't I don't right. I don't know. Why. Um, he was good though. He was good. And uh, Freeze, uh, I know Vince a little bit. Um, he always says, dude, I don't know why these guys are doing it. I'm so mad. Yeah. Eventually, it's like, dude, they're, they're, they're doing it for a reason. It dude, always comes I, back I to have you. To say, I have to say this. It's not, it's not the first time. And it seems like any time time things go down, his name is brought up into it. And I could say, yeah, the first time, yeah, whatever. You know, given the benefit of the doubt, yeah. but time and time and time and time yeah. again, and he's always, where he's always innocent, in confrontation. Yeah. It's not my fault, dude. It, it after a point, it, it just gets okay. You know what I mean? Right. You, you can't. You just can't keep calling. You know, crying wolf. But pretty soon, it's going to happen. And I think it's it's time. Right. I think I think his time has come. Jared. Yo, what up, nigga? Bears. What's that? Is this bears? No, this oh. is Jared Thornton. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought you were. What's Jared, up, Jared? Jared? How you doing, bud? What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna be at Walton or what? Uh, Kenny or me? Both of you. Kenny, you going to Walton? What's Walton? <laughs> it's a race in Canada. Kenny, you dipshit. I, I don't know what Walton is. I'm sorry. I'm an American, and I'm in. I do American motocross. And these I, colors don't run. I don't know it, but I uh, uh, no, I will not be at Walton. I will, I think. Yeah. Where is it? When is that? It's uh, in the next two weeks? No, no, oh. it's not in the next two weeks. Don't I'm, worry, bro. I'm going out of town. Yeah, I know you're you leaving. You stay with the dogs. I know, okay. you're leaving. I know, we're going to where, Omaha? Yep. Okay, you got to stay with the dogs and take care of them. Hey, nope. where's what province is it? Walton, Ontario. Yeah. Ontario, dumbass. <laughs> wow. Jared is this very angry. Know that. This is the Sinjin of Canada. It I is. love it. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, that's J- all right. Jared, I think I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, Bobby Canari is going to race Unadilla on Saturday and Walton on Sunday. I think I'm driving with him there and back, or maybe with my buddy's sexy tight t shirt, Trevor. Haven't figured it out right yet, on. but yeah, I think I'm going to go. Right on, right on. Well, I'll, I'll see you there, buddy. I'll stop by and see what's up. Yeah, I'll be around, man. Just look for the nearest uh, uh, buffet spread at a semi truck and I'll be there. All right, later on. Thanks. See Better ya. days, bro. He's very angry at you for not knowing about Walton. And I was going was. to ask him. I was going to ask him, do you know where Ithaca is? Or what, you, what state is Ithaca in? Or you could have just named like someone like Pasadena. Like not Pasadena. That's obvious, but some. Yeah, like, you know, hey, do you Chino? know where? Yeah, you know, you know where? Uh, yeah, just whatever. Say whatever. Right. Any, any Walton's state. a town of like a thousand people oh, really? in Ontario. 
Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's comedy. Uh, we got some voicemails. Let's go with the rest of these voicemails. Like you, Newer Grants passes? Hey, this is Andy from Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, Mike Gillespie wasn't kind of a fan, but after this past race, the first photo, he's amazing. I'm a fan now. Yeah, let's see. Kenny, Lassie, dude. you guys fucking rock. Don't tell, don't let anybody tell you not to cuss. Fuck it. Okay. Man, I like all this Dungey winning and stuff, but uh, dude, he needs to throw some big, sick wick whips of some some big jumps at some of these nationals he's leading for twenty plus seconds. I mean, throw a big scrub in there or something. That's why it's Bubba. He threw him at. Milton. That's why Dungey's not too flashy. When he wins, he doesn't, he doesn't you know show off at all. Yes, he did. He whipped it at Millville. Hey, guys, this is a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I uh, usually don't really call, but uh, had a few things on my mind I just had to vent about real quick. You guys have a great show. Uh, it's definitely the best in uh, moto talk radio as far as anybody else out there that's that's doing it or trying to do it. Um, one thing that I, that I had on my mind that, that kind of blows me away that I wanted to uh, tell you guys about is uh, the whole deal with... Uh, the the guy uh, from Australia, uh, O'Rourke, O'Rourke, it it blows me away that it's kind of it's kind of a twofold thing there. It kind of blows me away that that Mathis or uh, Watson lets it get under his skin like he does, and and has made such a deal out of it. I, I think agree. It's a little bit, I agree. A little kind of childish that he that he has let it drag on this long. I agree. But the most important thing is. is uh, I think starting at the hundred show, you guys should just ban this dude. I mean, he he's, he kind of reminds me of one of those dudes he knows Watson he's not agrees. liked, Watson but yet agrees. at the same time, he's I'm not bitching about the dude no more. I don't say like nothing he's about digging, him. Right. Trying to start trouble, trying to start a drama, and uh, I, I think that's kind of uh, a little disrespectful to Kenny because he's a big part of the show. He is, and uh, I mean, the show's great no matter who's on it, but Kenny really does help the show along, and. Uh, it's just like it, it just seems dirty to me, you know. He really, uh, he just kind of calls in whenever he can. <laughs> Imagine and, uh, that calling into the show. Like he knows he's causing trouble, Ooh. and I know that like it's a call-in show. My life, if I know or have an idea that maybe someone doesn't like me, I kind of try to steer away from it. But like that's just classic troublemaker there. Whenever you know that someone doesn't like you, but you still try to slide in anyway. So he's a fan. That's just my two cents. That's exactly. Um, but like I said, you guys still have a good show. He lives, uh, lives, no what you lives decide, but, for it. You know, he cannot, uh, he cannot even just, sleep on Sunday nights because he's so excited to call in the next whatever. day. Castillo thought that was an awesome really question for Monday. He really not show anyway. But uh, keep up the good work, guys. Real awesome show, and I just had to voice my two cents on it. So you guys have a good evening. Uh, congratulations on the 100th show. And uh, keep them coming because I'll tell you what, they really get me through my days. Have a good evening. Hey, Focal Max, this is Rich. He, he said he was – he couldn't understand you. He thought he was being childish with O'Rourke. And then he said O'Rourke's needs to be banned. I'm not – dude, listen. He, he was both sides. The caller was both sides. Yeah, he was 50-50. But what I'm trying to say is I let right. that whole O'Rourke go away. And I'm not I, – I just don't want right. to listen to the guy. I right. don't want to – I mean, he could call in and do whatever he wants. But when he calls in, I just don't right. talk to him and don't say anything. That's the way I think it his is. questions are on point. I think they're on point. That's fine. Then give us a call, Rourke. You're no, more than I'm welcome s- to call it into the show. Uh, but you could talk to Steve, and you guys could talk about how sweet each other you guys are. <laughs> uh, I love you. No, I love you. No, I love you. Jared, what's up? Bears. Oh, this is Bears. Yeah, this is. I thought the other Jared My was Bears. Yeah. 
okay. My question <laughs> is, is why is Ryan Galt the biggest fucking douchebag in Canadian motocross? Yeah, I don't know. Who's that? Ryan Galt. Who's that? The biggest douchebag in Canadian motocross. Okay, I understand that, but who yeah. is he? Uh, what does he do? He works for uh, the CMRC and a magazine and a website up there. Wait, he works for the... He's kind of like the Davy Coombs? Is that what he's trying to be? Uh, yeah, not really. That's kind of, no, honestly not even really really fair comparison, but... Yeah, um, not even close. I guess he said some stuff on the webcast about the direct motocross guys, and and then he wrote something about him too, uh, being uh, moochers and <laughs> I don't know, dude. The guy's classic. He's just off the rails. He's, he's just a dick. Like I met I met Liz this year at at the uh, the Lisa Mayfair, and that guy was so chill, so cool, and and like you know I've met Billy quite a few times in big ways. That guy's a man. Like Billy's Billy's such a nice guy, and for those two faggots, Coster and fucking. Ryan Gold to call them out like that. That's just bullshit. I fucking, I you know, I had a little bit of respect for Coster, but after he said that shit, fuck that guy. Well, fuck did you hear it? Fuck, you know Were what? you listening? I heard it. Yeah, I oh, heard okay. it on the webcast. What was he saying? Because uh, I didn't. They were just like talking shit, like like you know, saying they're moochers and just blah blah blah. And wow, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Meanwhile, like, meanwhile, they're giving the, the that crappy ass series, and it's been crappy for a few years now. Direct Motocross, Big Way Billy Lissamore is giving that crappy ass series better coverage than it's ever had from anybody else, including oh, I agree. the CMRC's media owned magazine and website. So that's pretty if amazing. It, if it wasn't for Direct Motocross, like there would be right. no news in Canadian Motocross whatsoever. Like exactly. MXP does such a shitty job of covering a sport. It's fucking and, hey, it's and, terrible. And they're owned by the CMRC. Can you imagine? They do that shitty oh, know, job. Just, and yeah, they're owned. Bullshit. It'd be like Kenny. It'd be like Hart and Huntington owning, uh, well, the, owning their race team and then just never covering it or talking about it or doing a shit ass job. Like we do. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, and and yeah. like seriously, if Tyler Mendagley wasn't racing this year in the CIMC Nationals, I probably wouldn't even follow it whatsoever. I, yeah, that's no, pretty much the only reason why I'm following it this year. It's at an all time low right now as far as teams and rider participation. It's not good lately. Wow. An all-time yeah, low for the CMRC. Not, I mean, it was worse than the CMA, CMA days. But um, you know what? Nothing's going to change, though, Jared. Uh, Galdi is uh, Stancer, Stancer and Staley's right-hand man. They love him, and yeah. he calls it like it is, and he, he's a douche. So that's what happens. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. All right, bud. See you. All right, and have a good night, guys. All right, see you. Uh, another Canadian caller, for real? Yeah, there's like six callers tonight from Canada so far. Rob. Hey. This is uh this is Rob Thornton, and you talked to my son Jared Thornton before, but this is more directed at Kenny. Please do not raise your fucking voice at my kid again. Bye bye, motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. Do not raise your voice at his son. <laughs> yeah, that guy really again. sounded old enough to have a kid that old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's that go. was a voicemail. No, that was a call. Yeah, then he hung up real quick. Oh, okay. big tough guy. Yeah. All right. S- sorry, guy. I won't raise your voice. Who who was it, who did I raise my voice to? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Was it? I don't. Remember. One of the previous callers pre- from Ontario, I guess. Yeah. I oh, the know. guy that was calling that Jared guy is that the guy who was calling yeah. talking. Was that, that was... Jared who didn't know you were Walton? Yeah. I thought the guy was funny. Did you raise your voice? I don't know. Oh, he was people... the one that was talking, calling me a dumb fuck. It's not representing Canada well. That's not representing right. Canada. Hey, I, well. I'm don't sorry. you ever. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. I didn't mean to raise my voice to your son. And, and Kenny will immediately sir. Sir, do some searches upon S- Walton and where it is. Sir, sir, I'm sorry. I'll I'll get my uh, geographic. Former California resident now living in Georgia. Uh, I just want to call and say congrats on 100. And also, I'm glad Russell Brand is no longer doing the broadcast. And also, I think that girl doing the broadcast now, I think she's doing a really good job. 
uh, especially considering she just didn't know anything before she got into it. But props to her. Um, see you later, Russell Brand. Thanks. Who's Russell Brand? Uh, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Voicemails. Show 100. Hey, Steve, Watson, JT, and Tits. Brad Gebhardt here from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Absolutely loving the show. I've been a faithful listener ever since uh, my buddy suggested the show back in December. This is the number one place for all of my moto news, as well as uh, loving the backstage access feel that the show brings. Steve, you're absolutely killing it with all of your uh, podcasts. I listen to every single one of them as, as soon as they are available on iTunes. And I love how that you keep them both funny and informative. Kent, now here's a game changer. Love how you push the sport to be better than it already is, and this show would not be the same without you. JD, our resident racer, for the time being anyway. Your insight is always informative and often hilarious. Tits, you're doing an all right job. Keep up the good work. Congrats on, congrats on the uh, show, guys. Really appreciate the good work. Bye. Yeah. Hey, guys, what's going on? This is Jim from Florida. Uh, i got a question regarding to the debate you guys had a couple shows back talking about Fox and Schiff being the coolest year. Uh, and everybody would want it. Um, and Schiff, when it first came out, we were 97 with Emic, you know, the smooth, clean colorways. Looked great. And then 98, still wearing those awesome. But it seems like after that, Schiff just kind of faded. I know Helper wore it. I think JGR maybe wore it a couple times. But uh, it's kind of faded out. And then uh, last year, coming out big with uh, Reed. And just who's behind that? Uh, did they, was there a change in management? Did Fox Racing just decide that, hey, we're going to start putting more on the shift, shift gear aspect? But anywho, I love the shift gear. It's amazing. Feels great. Looks awesome. But uh, that's my question. Appreciate it, guys. Bye. Uh, what do you think, Kenny? They just shift. They just kind of they lost their way and they just. Decided, no, what like, they did was they just took a, you know. During the you know when the economy went down a little bit and you know the, their sales dropped, they still had it out there. I mean, they yeah. sponsored JGR, they did yeah. some other stuff, but they didn't but really hideous. push their it line. Was yeah. So what they did was they did a, a they relaunched the line. They came up with it and they went back to their old ways and they just rebuilt it and they just restarted. And that's good. And I think it's they're doing a great job. You're gonna wear shift next year. Yep. Not Fox. Like I know. Shift. Yeah. Shift is still. Um, is that all their voicemails? Do you know? Do we have any more? Let's just. End I it. hope so. Let's that get was out it. Here. Let's get out of here. All right, let's let's end it. Uh, Patrick. Hey, I'm here. What's up? What's going on? Nothing, man. We're just wrapping up the show. What's happening with you? Oh man, I've been listening to shows at my buddy's house, and you know it's the only way I can listen to it. And it's a goddamn riot. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Even when Kenny raises his voice, it's still a good show. <laughs> oh man, I they couldn't kick you know kick off Kenny. It wouldn't be the same without him. How could they say it would be without him? They're nuts. Yeah, they're they're nuts. I agree. Oh, yeah. Wash Eagle's a hellhole to hell with him, and good for Josh Hill. That guy you had on a little while ago. That's what I woke me up. Sorry to say, I fell asleep, but I'm exhausted. Whoa. All right. Good good talk. <laughs> cool. Anyway, uh, yeah. Hey, thank you for supporting our show, dude. I'm glad you listened, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, I just had a call to tell you that guy that was all bent out of shape from wherever the hell he was, Canada or yeah. Australia, to hell with him. They're, yeah. all, the, they're all the same. Canadians, I appreciate Australians. it, dude. We'll keep listening, dude, and uh, thank you for calling. Call back some other time, man.
Patrick, appreciate right it. All right, thank you. Talk to you, thanks. All right. All right, see you. Patrick. Thank you for fell calling in, Patrick. Uh, X-Brown Goggle Terror segment. He must have fell asleep when your part was on. Probably. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. <laughs> you were off there. You like that, Pooh? I love it. I love his Michigan accent. No, those are highly paid, highly produced commercials. Oh, they're not we don't just know Swiss, that guy? They're not just Swiss oh. core in, uh, in the basement. <laughs> right. Um, Kenny, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment, 15 seconds on the clock. Thanks to X-Brand Goggles for doing this. Uh, goggle of choice is Zach Osborne, Kyle Chisholm. Michael Leslie, you, may or may you, not use the no. Cranes. You you came into my truck this weekend and you said, "What do you think? Eight hundred won that moto. <laughs> X brand goggles, X brand goggles." I'm I all, did. "What do you What <laughs> do you mean?" I go, "He's running moto concept." Nope, nope, nope. He's not. I'm like, "What do you mean?" Um, I, I he was on he, not X brand. He was on moto. Type concept. Uh, type in look on more uh, to save forty percent off your order. So, and we got new 2013 stuff coming out. It's bitching, and it's going to be at Southwick. All of our riders will have them on. Hey, how about new 2013 Pulp MX t-shirts? Because the ones that we have right now... Are we're actually completely... Sold out? No, we have like three retro shirts left. Other than <laughs> Those that, we're, brown ones? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're sold out of everything. Why don't we... Uh, we need we, to do something. Yeah, yeah we I, need I, to... I dude, we need to make... That's Swiss Coast Department. contest, please. Swiss, no, no, no contest. Just making one? <laughs> yeah, we need, we need to come up with some new shirts. Like, I, 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 I mean, no disrespect to what you guys did, but I, I would never wear one of those. Well... All you did for a t-shirt design was take the wasted space. Hey, how about how about how about we do this? How about I design my own t-shirt and it'll be a sleeveless t-shirt? And I bet you I'll sell your guys' t-shirts. We'll do one. Yeah, no problem. We'll do like with Paul, and I'll pay for him, and I'll get them made. It'll be like Paul, the guy on uh, West Coast Choppers. Yeah, you know he has always worn sleeveless too. And we'll do some kid ones. If you do that, you pay for it. I'll handle the shipping and everything from the house. Okay, and you can keep all the money. Because no, you keep no. all the money for T-shirt sales, anyways. I don't get a penny of it. So, <laughs> did you want some of my paycheck too? Nah, uh, no, we're good. I'm only part time now. Something just stabbed me in the foot. Is oh. it a dog claw? Um, hold on, I got a text from Swiss Corps. It seems like it's important. Oh God. Uh, oh, X X brand stuff is available right now in the store. Oh, you didn't know New that? New 2013 you stuff. Oh, really? You didn't know I'm, that? I'm race support, bro. So I'm you, not oh, sales. I'm race what's, support. What's, so what's SwissCore did for the brand? I, I don't know. So he, uh, he doesn't do anything. Xbrand.com. He, he knows he knows it's uh, available, but you don't. And he doesn't I'm race work. support. It doesn't matter. He's no support. He doesn't even work for the brand, you idiot. Xbrand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Let's exactly. do it. You ready? Kenny Watson. Yes, sir. Who is on your Motocross Nations team for this year? Uh, I would say Dungey. Barsha and Baggett. Okay. Com- confirmation once again that Kenny Watson is high and drunk when he does the show. Why? It's not the team. No. Barsha, Baggett, and Dungey? No. no. The so team should be. It's going to be Stewie. It's gonna, who's going to be Stewie? It's Bill? not going to be Stewie. You're, it's going to be what you said. <coughs> it's going to be your te- what you said. Okay. Then why did you say I'm high? Because it should be Alessi. Dungey, Stewart, Baggett, or Dungey, Alessi, Baggett. Dungy Barsha Baggett is third choice. I I agree. I th- I really taking RV out of it, of course. I, I would I would I would think Michael Essie deserves it, but if he's gonna go, I don't know. Dxband.com. Yeah. So you're so that's not your team. That's just what you think is gonna go. Are you, why are you doing that? So professional. I will find you. <laughs> oh shit. Ooh. I will find you. you take All right, let's go. I gotta go. Former victories. All right, Kenny Watson, second question, X-Brand Goggle Tariff segment. 
thexbrand.com. Type in Look On More. 2013 styles now available. Swiss Core designs their website and the store. All right, he screw it. Let's do. That. Let's do. For, can I change my team? Yeah. Okay. Stroop, Hansen, Gurky, Breeze. Nice. I like it. Team don't give a fuck. Bad boys. Bad boys. Yeah. <laughs> team don't give a fuck. Well, I saw Hansen uh, in a sand race this weekend in Holland. Looked like he enjoyed himself. Yeah. He's, yeah. Okay. What's the next question? Uh, next question for you, Kenny Watson. Uh, you've done 93 shows for the Pulp Mex- Well, not including the ones you were sick and the ones you walked out on, the ones you didn't show up for. But yeah. you've done 93 shows. What's your favorite guest to have on the show? Phil Lawrence. 3.9 seconds. Dude, that's so funny. Are you being real? Yeah. You, I, like, you like Phil? I just, I just, I like Phil. When I, we had Phil in the studio, that was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. We had Wyndham on the line. Yeah. Phil in the studio. Hill was here too, I think. Yeah, he was. Was Hill here? In studio? <laughs> Mm, no, no, we had Phil on the phone when Hill was here. Okay. Phil's Hill's been in the house. Been in the house. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I got it. Next question. Number three. I couldn't read my notes. Kenny Watson, will there be a hundred more shows for you on the Pulpomex show? Will you make it to two hundred? Uh, a yeah. year and a half. Uh, Another year and a half. Don't know. <laughs> Come on, bro. Well, I, I I have a life changer happening here in the next few weeks. So, uh, bro, it's, it's not a life changer. It is because no. I might I might have to relocate, and if I have to relocate, what? I might have to you know not be able to do the show, and you know having a family and and doing the right thing is more important to me than doing really? the radio show. Really. Yeah, I, I hate to say it. Raising, that, a, raising a, having a family and having a kid is more important than Pulp MX. I'm sorry. F you, dude. I'm sorry. It's not that I don't love doing the show, but you know, when you uh, you take responsibility and you do what you got to do, you, sometimes you got to pay the consequences if there is consequences, or just do it. And uh, that's what um, I'm going to try to do. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> what did he just say there? He lost me about a minute ago. Um, all right. Um, Wait, let me ask you guys a question. Why don't you guys have some kids? Why don't you do that? Uh, next question. Exactly. Moving right along, please. I guess you guys have to, have to do it to have kids. Do you think <laughs> the Great Western Bank team? <laughs> Shut up. Well, we do it, believe me. Uh, yeah, a I lot. Could, yeah, sure. Can't all wait the for the time. show to be over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Uh, Pookie's least favorite thing to do. My And I can't blame her. Um, my question about the ex-friend. Stop doing that. My bonus question was, do you think the Great Western Bank guys lied about having chicks on the plane? No. <laughs> you think that was true? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I, you know what? I, I think that you know, they've, they, there's some things in their past that they, it's really, they don't want to talk about because they do have families and they do have kids and they do have wives and they do have all this stuff. Right. And I think that, uh, you know, hey, it's, uh, in their, it's in their past and they, that's what they want to do. Um. Thank you, everybody, for listening tonight. Uh, two shows and two nights, and uh, two epic shows. I gotta say. Uh, um, Should we tell these people that we're doing another show tomorrow night? <laughs> we can tell them that, but we're not. Let's do a show tomorrow night. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Troy, Ohio, and I think people, some people would dig that. Let's talk about how I was at Club Rubber with you guys. Yeah, right. I was at the after parties. I did go to the lesbian show at the Honda of Troy mail order room in '96. Sounds like a good time. I don't think you were there. Nope. 
some heavy hitter riders, and myself were there. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, right on. Well, hey. I love this guy right In here. the words of Chris Ackerman. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. Thank you, BTOsports.com. Hey, so we're going to be off for a while. I'm sicker than sick, FMF bro. Racing, Worst Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate. Rock it out with Rockford! Uh, Race Tech. Uh, thanks to Free Gun for the board shorts. The $100 gift card from the Circle Jerkies. Fly Racing for the neck brace. Kenny Watson, thank you for coming on over for the second night in a row. Pookie. Thank you for working the phones. You're welcome. A few slip-ups tonight. We're going to work on that. I'm a little rusty. Uh, maybe the Cub Scout leader will be back. Hopefully. We're off for two weeks, Watson. Longer than that. Two Mondays. Yeah, but I don't think I'm going to be here on the, on the next show. Uh, if you want your fucking job, you'll be here. <laughs> I don't think so. That's supposed to be uh, – th- that week is going to be the, the uh, week of, uh, of the, uh, the baby, so I don't think I'm going to be able to be here. Should, should I just blow off the birth of my daughter? To, I can't wait to see Kenny's little baby. Should I, should I blow off the birth of my daughter to come to the radio show? When that, does she get a sleeve? Right away? <laughs> it's up to her mother. Her mother is the one that's going to have to uh, predict that. But her mother has a half a sleeve, so it could come pretty quick. Oh, okay. True love, sleeves. Right. Yeah, we rub sleeves together. Tattoo lovers. Yeah, yeah tattoo lovers. I'm going to get a tattoo. I, get a, I need a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, you, you flipped out. You didn't want me to get my last tattoo. Your yeah, tattoo was dumb, dude. It was. <gasps> oh, that's bullshit. I no, liked it's it. Th- you, you know what it was? Yeah, it's on her. It's on her foot. Yeah, it's dumb. It's pink, red, or something. I don't know what it is. Pink. Yeah. So right away, it's awesome. You know what tattoo I want to get that she shoots down that I thought would be cool? Timmy's. No. Summer, uh, summer cross. No, right here, down here. On my, down where? Down here. On your hammock. <laughs> no, down, a down, ruler above my ankle, kind of. Oh yeah, that'd be real sweet. What a bad boy. Oh, is that just too traditional of a spot? No, I'm a just tribal like, son. Uh, yeah, I want to get barbed wire. No, I thought getting the uh... guys have to do arms. I think. No, Sorry. Uh, I'm trying to show Kenny what it would be, but he doesn't see it anywhere. What is that logo? Is yeah. it the Pulp Mex logo? Or no, something? no, no. The uh, Toronto Maple Leaf Maple Leaf. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm, I could see it right there. Oh yeah, I could see it on Poogie shorts. I could see it on that jersey. Oh yeah, I yeah, could yeah. See it every- right. No. And would you put no, Toronto Maple No, Leafs? I would. No, I would do a blue outline of that. That's it. I wouldn't color it all one color either, because it's Canadian, and it's my favorite hockey team, and whatever. Right? Wrong. No. Do you know how close That's I was no to good. getting a Ren and Stimby tattoo back right. in the day? You'd probably feel the same way about. I was like, tattoo. I. That is the awesomest cartoon ever. I'm going to get a Ren and Stimpy on my. Thank God I didn't. I almost got an Elmo too. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny got a bad boy tattoo. He actually did do that. At least he covered his up, though. Yeah. I wish I never would have. What about Steve Lampson got a fox head? Yeah. Yeah. Big Short will get a, a fly? I don't know. I, I doubt know. it. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to Ryan Villapoto, Andrew Short, <laughs> Ryan Sipes. Josh Hill. Josh Hill. Uh, for coming on tonight, I appreciate it. Pookie, thanks again. How many times are you going to point at yourself? <laughs> thanks, Pookie. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Pookie. See you in two weeks. Oh, is that me? That means shows over. <laughs> There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, 
I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>